Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, Just Because and Guest 3. How are you guys tonight? Hi. How you doing? I was a little late because they are starting to, my phone charges are starting to decharge my um, my phones, oddly enough. So, so that's what I was busy trying to get done. Hi, Central California. I'm trying to unmute you. There you go. Oregon, hi. Hello. How you doing? All right, Linda, how are you tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm get, well, I've been getting hit kind of hard lately. And, yeah. Um, I'm having Sorry. a little trouble staying, you know, yeah. staying up. I really a lot of fear, you know. I don't yeah. know where that's coming from, but, you know, it gets real tiresome, you know. Yeah, oh, I tell you, I, I could totally relate. I'm totally ready for it to end at any moment, I for me. Yeah. And I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't mind uh, that at any moment. Uh, it just continues and continues. I mean, it's just like the way I, to me, it's almost like a hijack of your life. You know, that's what I feel yeah. like it is, or are they trying to do. I don't want to give them that much credit to SOBs. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's like they, you know, they hijack you. Like you're trying to live your life, yeah. make your calls, and do the things that you're trying to do, to, you know, for the good and, you know, helping yourself and loving wonderful things or for your family. Or and they don't allow it. You know, they just, they yeah. hijack you. My phone, my email, everything has been yeah. so jammed up lately now that I'm trying to really, you know, do Accomplished, you know, mm-hmm. some things. You know this, and you know, and that's when you maybe you're trying to do that too. And and whenever you're trying to get close to any kind of goal or any kind of uh, accomplishment or completion, right? It's like they strike. You know, they yeah, Sorry, yeah, um, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable, right? As we say, unbelievable. And mm-hmm. keep, keep our spirits up. I know I do prayer. Some people meditate, you know, whatever it takes. And talking to people that that are supportive, like you guys. I mean, that that to me is, you know, such a saving grace. All these things. And, yeah. And you know, so thank thank goodness you guys are there. I I don't even know what the topic is. I just got on. I don't know if I missed well, hon, there is no topic. Well, I asked oh, okay. um Frank okay. to, Frank Allen to come on, and I'm not sure he's going to be here tonight. I hope so talk about the gathering in um in Washington DC. I don't know if it's a protest. I don't quite know what what one would call it, but you know, it's a show of support. Show of support oh. for each other and, and for our oh. issues in Washington oh, that's what, DC. That's this weekend that's showing up? That's no that's um no. No, that's um in May. I think it's May nineteenth. Oh, and oh, I wow. asked him to come on and talk about that and I've asked actually I've asked a few people to come on and let us know what yeah. they're up to. 
You know? Oh yeah, I would love to hear about that. I had I heard there was going to be something in Washington D.C. come November or September. Something which seems like to me a million miles away, but but May. <laughs> wow, that that's wonderful. Um, and that's great. I will, I hope he does come on so I get here. And then the other quick question I have for you, um, if you can. Um, I guess the other night Ella was having a show or something, and they were talking about the the website if you want to sign up for the the class action thing. Um, mm-hmm. I yes. thought it was like yes. bigger than Snowden.com, well, I and I went through and I couldn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. Uh, no, it's something. It's damn. In fact, I asked him to come on and talk about that tonight too. Um, oh, good. I hope he does. You know, yeah. um, um, Spencer. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I Spencer. told him if he would like to come on, please do. Um, right. And tell us about it a little more about it. So that right. we can, he also needs help in getting things organized, you know, getting some of the documentation organized. Okay. And okay. that is not my forte, you know, okay. as of late, okay. especially. So, okay. um, yeah. Um, but, you know, anybody Our who's, who's really organized. Right now. It's awful. I just, I mean, I sent emails with you. I know I, I sent something to Ella actually about this, and I know I won't hear back. You know, maybe if I'm lucky three, four weeks later, but they lag everything, and it's just, uh, so getting anything electronically uh, done is just like so hard. But um, yeah, if at some point I'm sure somebody will mention it again. What, what you know, what email it is if he doesn't come on tonight. But yeah, uh, um, I would like to find out yeah. more. But also, it. But, um, uh, just because, just reminded me, Frank um, Allen does have a page on oh. um, on. Are you on Facebook by any chance? No, I won't vote. No, I was hacked on there real bad. I'll never go back yeah. there again. No. Yeah. But does he have any does he have a website of any kind or anything? Um, you know, I don't have it right in front of me, but I can okay. get it. And I'm hoping okay. Frank can come on and tell us. Hi, All Kyle. Right. First, first yeah. Thank you, Randy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kyle, how you doing, hon? Did you get my I message? Understood. Did you get my I message? Did. Yeah. Uh, did you email me or was it a phone call? No, it it was a um a Facebook message. I didn't see it. Um you well, need me to check it? No, no. Nope, you're right here. I wanted you to come on and talk about the cleansing protocol cuz I think it's a very good idea. You know, if not, even if it if, even if some people say eh, it's not going to do any good for what we're what we're encountering. Um, the lady that came on Ella's show last night, the healthy, the woman who was wanted to talk about, you know, health and supplements and all kinds of good stuff. It's a great, it was a great call. I was yeah. anybody who who wasn't on Ella's call last night, I would suggest you go listen because it had all kinds of good ideas on health, how we can stay healthy in light of being um, immersed in EMFs. Um, and and she also suggested baking soda and um, well she suggested Himalayan salt but I don't I I can't imagine that Epsom salt is that it's much too different. far yeah I mean you know, it's, it's, salt is salt. yeah she was saying a lot of the stuff um, that kind of it correlates with the cleansing yeah. rush yeah yes, like the magnesium which we you know which we are short of because that's what the frequencies do to us. They drain us of magnesium. And do you know, Kyle, that almost something like, I don't know, a very, very, very high percentage of people throughout the entire world are low on magnesium, have a deficiency in magnesium, which also tells us we shouldn't we shouldn't have that 
because we should be able to get it in our normal food intake and whatnot. But um, since since these frequencies do lower our magnesium levels, I'm thinking, boy, this really is all over the world, you know, and we really do need to protect ourselves. You know? I think so. I think she yeah. she had I wrote a lot of stuff that she said down. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I've been doing the the cleansing regimen for about a month, and uh, it's also helped me to uh, since I am cleansing and I'm kind of going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. When something isn't good for me, or they do put something in my environment, I'm a lot mm-hmm. more aware of it. You know, because um, I actually last night. Um, you know, I, I I was taking, you know, I took my um, supplements for the day or whatever. But I was like, well, I'm going to take a little bit of niacin. I've had this niacin, um, and I take it every once in a while. Um, right. Had it with me since I lived in my old house. It's been with me forever in in the townhouse and the house. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed I took it. I took two niacin, and I noticed that my stomach started just gurgling, and huh. I. Yeah, and I went to sleep last night, and, and when I woke up, I had the more of a, like, the inside of my body felt like it had been kind of cooked, um, and I realized that they had they had put something in my nice, and, and I had been taking it all um, along. Yeah, yeah. I had been taking it all along, but I had been being attacked so badly that I didn't right. notice. I You know, I didn't notice, but, like, it was the only thing that I changed from doing this cleansing regimen, and I've been feeling so great. The only thing different I did, like, in the last, you know, week or whatever was, was take that. And it's, like, nice and very powdery. So, um, you know, they were able to put some kind of, like, oh. powder in it. So you, yeah. you have the nice and powder? No, it's uh, the, it's, it's the pills, but um, yeah. they're very powdery. So there's, like, a powdery yeah. residue all within the bottle. Yeah. Um, so I think they thought it was easy to just kind of put something in there. Um, yeah. And I did notice that, like, I've had to kind of flush it today. Um, but but that's the good thing about this cleansing regimen. I'm going so good, like, in the right direction that when there is something out of the ordinary, you really realize it. You know, because when you're getting hit yeah. so bad and you just, you know, you're you're barely defending, it's like they can put anything in your environment and do anything to you, and it's all going to just kind of mix in. So it's important to go in the right direction. Um you know, and start kind of beating it. But, like, I, you know, um, I, I, yeah, I'm going to start doing, you know, instead of, like, I'll, I'll take an Epsom salt bath every day, and that's part mm-hmm. of the regimen. I do, like, half a half a milk carton, because you can buy Epsom salt in these quarts, uh, right. quarter milk cartons. So right. I'll do, like, half of that. Then after that, uh, for a while, I've been doing, you know, borax mixed with uh, the palm olive soap with L-lactate acid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do kind of a borax mix with that. I think I'm going to start switching off and trying some new things for my after bath, for my wash and the essence salt off. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like she said, she said use uh, sea salt and soda in your mm-hmm. bath. That that's a good idea. The, the bacon soda I think is right. also a great idea. So I think I'm going to start switching those out. So, so I'm not just taking borax baths because you don't want to I don't think you want to overdo the borax, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. Me too. Um, no, yeah. it's a little. It's a little um, hard on too the skin. Much. Yeah, it's it it it, yeah. it it can create itching, and you know I think um, yeah. it is it is just tetro tetrocarbo bi, tetro bio car, 
carbonate or something mm -hmm. like that. It's only one trace mineral, uh, but still we shouldn't do anything that has, you know, overdo anything that has warnings on the label. Yeah, um, really? That's yeah. never a good idea. Yeah. But, like, I can go through. I have I have my supplements just sitting out, and mm -hmm. it's really not. I mean, the, the supplement part of it um, is not a lot. So you got the bentonite clay for mm -hmm. detox of heavy metals, then the boron, I think, which is very important. I've got a triple boron that uh, mm -hmm. has citrate, aspartate, glyconate, uh, so all kinds of boron. And mm -hmm. one, somebody I talked to, I've been taking like three milligrams a day, maybe six mm -hmm. milligrams on some days. I did mm -hmm. hear another TI say that the, the dose you're supposed to take is like nine milligrams per day. Mm -hmm. Because it helps your bones, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so so those yeah. two for cleansing. Then you want mm -hmm. um, an iodine, like so. I have uh, potassium mm -hmm. iodide, liquid iodine, and kelp. Kelp is a natural form of iodine, and I don't take all of those in a day, but I'll like take you know I'll take like five drops of liquid iodine, and then maybe some potassium iodide or the kelp pill. It's like a pill. Uh, that you can get mm -hmm. as a supplement uh, at your uh, health food store. Right. So it's, but it's it's a natural form of iodine. So I'll kind of switch off of that just as long as I'm taking some form of iodine every day. Um, yeah. Then you have your the magnesium and potassium, um, just regular potassium and, and regular magnesium, which she said, how much did she say? She said uh, you got to take... Five milligrams for every pound of body weight in magnesium. Of potassium? No, she said magnesium. Uh, last oh, really? Night. Oh. Yes, yeah, she said okay. uh, for yeah. five mil. I think it was five milligrams for every pound of, bo uh, of body weight. Or yeah, for every yeah. pound. Um. So I've been taking. I take like two two hundred fifty milligram. Mm -hmm. You know, pills of magnesium a day. Then I'll take a potassium. Like let's see. Uh, like 100 milligrams, like one pill of potassium a day. And then you've got your, like, oregano oil, and you can put that on your skin, or uh, you, you, well, you can put it on your skin and take it in internally. Mm -hmm. I have something called oreganol. So it's like O-R-E-G-A-N-O-L. Uh, mm -hmm. um, it's like oregano oil, but it's it's kind of a, a certain solution of it, um, and I just I just take it internally, and then the garlic. You know, I take about three. Let's see, take three little uh, gel caps, and they're like a thousand milligrams. Right. So I take like three thousand right. milligrams of that. Now you I mean, know that. Let me let me just mention that Dave Case, our our CD guy, um, was talking about garlic, and he said if it's if if it has to be in the fresh form. To do us any good, you know, and I want to say something else. Even you know, some people are are very are saying that this wouldn't help us. Well, bottom line is, you know, this the this frequencies being these all of this does deplete um, a lot of what we really need in our bodies. And even if people think it won't help with the, with the targeting, okay, that's their opinion. However, we need these things to stay healthy, regardless. I happen right. to think that it, they make it, this whole thing makes total sense, but you know some people will say, "No, it." But I, I 
we need the well, Yippee Healthy, and it does help us. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead, and, Lin- and Linda, I have to say, you know, the way that, the way, like, I'm still getting hit. Like, I still hear mm-hmm. the hot sound, but I'm, I'm on a regiment where I, I listen to Dave's CD when I sleep, and that's, I, yeah. I do that as, as the least I listen to a CD um, right. if I can during the day. But I'm on a regiment where I listen to a CD when I when I sleep. Then I do the cleansing regiment. This cleansing regiment, I mean, from from what I'm doing, and I'm not doing, I'm not throwing in a bunch of other stuff in my life. Not a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff has changed, and it really does affect the way that the directed energy um, mm-hmm. works with your body. I mean, it just yeah. does. It just does. Um, yes. That's a, you know. Well, I, I've um, noticed a difference too. So I, you know, uh, me too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as I say, some people don't think it does, and that's up to them. Fine, but you know, anything, anything that we can do to help, and we, and you know, a lot of people do think that they put toxins in our bodies to make us more susceptible to the frequencies and more, you know, more of a target. And the, the bottom line is, the, what you're talking about does eliminate toxins. It does remove them, so it just makes sense that you know that this that this makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah. she was like on a certain level because she the the lady last night she understands how harmful EMS can be. I don't right. know if she you know really understands uh, what targeting in, entails, but you know, um, clean cleanliness is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anyway, it, cleanliness is important, but, you know, she, she actually did say, you know, some stuff about uh, mold. If you're by mold, right. Um, right. it's going to increase your attacks because it's increasing this fungus um, in our bodies and on our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, I mean, it, it's been, you know, I, I, it hasn't stopped my attacks. Um, you know, I still, you know, I'll still wake up with a headache or whatever, but, I mean, yeah. I, used, I was... You know, before the cleansing regimen, they were hitting me in the back where mm-hmm. I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't concentrate or they'd hit me in the head. Now most of those external hits, um, you know, are not that bad. Um, the high pitch sound, if, if I listen to Dave's CD every night like I've started to, I don't yeah. really get high pitch sound during the day. So I'm kind of, yeah. yeah. those two things, it's it's a really good base for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I am. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think, you know, I don't think these are just two things that only people should do these things. But I think mm-hmm. it's a really good base where you can start telling what's working and what's going on with you, and then, you know, you can you can de-antennize yourself, right. for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. And and then other things that you're using are going to work better. So it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's a uh, you know, it's really crucial, and we all know, you know, all TIs talk about, like, you know, what they use to cleanse and, and bathing yeah. and pork and, you know, putting stuff, mm-hmm. essential oils. I think, you know, she talked about a lot of essential oils, like coconut yeah. oil, yeah, and oregano oil. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. uh, today had a um, a cool little thing. She's a TI, and she'll just do a YouTube video. She'll just do a live chat YouTube video, which yeah. I think I'm... Um, yeah, but she was saying she used aloe vera oil, you know, on her skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we we've, we've got to realize though that you know whatever it is they're trying to kind of the toxins in our body, 
they get stuck to this. They get stuck to our skin, and they get stuck inside of it. Mm-hmm. So, so you mm-hmm. want to you want to do something with upkeep that keeps it out. You know, that that breaks it up, keeps it gone. Yeah. You know? Um, can I just say something really quick, Linda? Sure. Um, I'm not an expert on this stuff, and I no I, anything I, you want to share, share on health. We oh, love the, oh, yeah. love to hear about health here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what I did on the show, first of all, was great. I mean, it was very helpful. What Kyle was saying totally makes sense. Um, the other thing I heard too. Um, oh, they don't like me. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I think that's Matthews. Not to worry. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not Matthews. I'm not oh, Matthews. I mean, I think that's Kyle's a notification for Kyle. Not to worry. It's oh, not bad. okay. Go That's ahead. nothing. No perps. <laughs> no perps. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the good things I have heard too are um, to, uh, oh, I, I heard like these, um, you know, you can even buy them already made. The uh, mm-hmm. fruit, you know, fruit um, regimen, you know, those uh, fruit bottles with different kind of fruit um, uh, connotations and the same thing with the vegetables. Um, or you can have them made up at the health food stores, you know, you, or you mm-hmm. can do them yourself with a bullet or with the blenders. Just mix in like regimens with a whole bunch of vegetables, a whole bunch of fruits. Those are good for you to eat, mm-hmm. to drink those, I heard. And even orange juice itself and watermelon are natural detoxins, both of those um, in general. And um, I just wanted to go off of that. And I was also very surprised when she has said to a lot of us, so low vitamin D. I've been showing that like yes. for years now. Uh, yes. Low vitamin yes. D and mm-hmm. uh, high triglycerides. I have now mine have come down but they were like skyrocketed before. And certain things that are like, you know, like the red flags and I was like, oh my God, it's like check, check, check. You know, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And um, and yeah, so I totally think that anything we can do to detox, de cleanse and um, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, yeah. uh, replenish. Because also, which we didn't talk about, and that I have seen a video about how, um, you know, our foods are being depleted of nutrients in general. Mm-hmm. So even right. behind all the EMF stuff, even, I mean, even on top of that, we also have that, mm-hmm. that the, the nutrients are being depleted from our foods. So even more important that everyone should, should make sure they get the proper nutrition and vitamins and supplements whenever you can and and all this other stuff beyond for us. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. And but um, what Kyle is talking about is a specific regimen that mm-hmm. um, that um, Kyle, were you done? Mm. Well, I mean, I do want to tell people to to check out, look out for Charlie's video. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I made a video about um, the things that I was doing, but to really um, listen to his theory about the fungal infection, mm-hmm. you know, because I listened to Sue last night, and Sue has a point that there's probably, you know, there's probably a lot of stuff they put in, into our environments, like certain polymers that mm-hmm. that a fungal infection could hang on, or nanoparticulates. You know, we're just not sure. We're not sure what they're what they're filling our bodies right. with. Right. Um, right. What but, what is that video, Kyle? That Charlie? How can we find that? What I would like to see that. What what is? How can we um, Google do, that? Do you, know, do you know his handle? Uh, look out for Charlie. Have you mm-hmm. ever? Well, it's, no. it's like one word. One word. Look out, and then F A. So look out for, and uh-huh. then Charlie. 
And then Charlie, okay. That's okay. a YouTube channel, and it's a video. It has, like, a guy on it kind of holding his temples, um, and it's called 2017 and into your targeting symptoms. Um, and, and he's tried the regimen with um, with six other TIs in himself. And, you know, it also does include, you know, washing your clothes in borax, taking out detergent, washing your clothes in borax, um, you know, you, he says you can drink some of the Epsom salt to uh, other, other than just bathing in it. Um, and he says three things that I, I haven't tried. The uh, lime sulfur dip for pets, because uh, that, that takes fungal infections off of them. He says we can do that. We can use the lime sulfur dip. He kind of mm-hmm. suggests honey and mentholatum on your skin. But those are things that I think are a little bit aside. He's just putting those aside um, mm-hmm. if you do want to try them. Um, but definitely, you know, check out that video to, to see his theory. I don't agree with, with everything he says because he kind of has a theory that once um, once somebody kind of reaches a breaking point of, a, of having this fungal infection, they become a target individual. Uh, but we, I mean, as we all know, it's like these, these weapons are directed at us. So it's not necessarily frequencies just flying around. And once once you get enough of these toxins, boom, you're targeting. But, you know, um, you know, I see it as a little bit more complicated than that. But um, but you okay. know, I mean, it, it it's really it's just really worked for me. The 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 remote neural manipulation, like when they try and give you a certain frequency and make you really mad. Um, they haven't been able to do that at all. Um, ah. also, also, it's hard to explain for me, but, you know, it's caught up in the loop because, you know, they have a stream of energy coming at you and they've got your brain kind of in a loop with the BCK, messing with your emotions and, um, you know, inner voice messing with you and, you know, you start feeling not like yourself. Um, even when you when you come up against things that you you felt a certain way before you started being targeted, um, and and you just kind of feel more depressed about things. Like I I started mm-hmm. to feel kind of like myself a couple of years ago. Um, oh, wow. You know, better better feelings about things, just more mm-hmm. like myself. It's 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 hard to explain until you experience it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but they oh, really are. They're getting this radio fever connection, you know, with this stream of energy to us. So, you know, with Dave's, like, unentrainment CD, um, and then this thing, it's kind of, it's just unhooking them a little bit more and pushing them back so you, so you can have more control, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long did it take you about to start, like, when you started this regimen approximately, how long did you, like, feel like yourself again or whatever? Well, I mean, it's, it, it keeps getting better, and it's going to be, um, you know, it depends on how how much of this toxin you have on your skin and in your body. Um, you know, I started to, to feel better, like, after a week. You know, after, oh, yeah. a couple, after a couple of cleansings and a couple of nights taking the supplement, I started to feel better. But then it's just kind of, it kept, you know, I keep feeling better, keep feeling better. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, and, and the the thing is, another proof that this really does work is because uh, when I was living at the house where they would put a lot of toxins in my environment, it wasn't just chemtrails, it was actually, you know, I'd walk out in the backyard and there'd be this pungent, salty, almost smelled like burning hamburgers aroma, 
and it was all the time. You know, when I'd get when I'd walk out to my car, um, when I'd go out in the backyard, they they put some some kind of airborne thing, and and I was talking to Sue, and it makes sense that they put some kind of liquid down on the ground, and it disperses through the air. Um, but they started doing that again when I was about three weeks into the cleanse. So they started trying to introduce that same toxin, which they haven't. All this, since that house burned down, and it's been about two years, I haven't smelled that toxin at all. And so when I started doing the cleansing regimen, they started uh, trying to reintroduce that toxin into mm-hmm. into my environment where I live. Yeah, so, they keep trying. They keep trying. They, you know, the same here. Well, just when I think life is going to get comfortable again, it's like wham, you know, mm-hmm. everything gets uh, kicked up again. But, you know, I think we just need to stay a foot in front of them, you know, just keep one foot in front of them and keep taking care of ourselves. And it's not a fun way to live, but we're all hoping it will, you know, end at some point. And I, you know, and by the way, we also have Frank Allen here tonight. And Frank has a, um, you know, something that he's arranging for Washington, D.C. And so, Frank, please go ahead. Please join us. Let us know. Are you there? Hi, Linda. I'm here. Hi, Frank. Please introduce your project and let people know, okay? Hi. My name's Frank Allen. I'm an activist from Massachusetts. And we're putting together a trip to Washington. And I've gotten so far a lot of cooperation from many people and it's going to be a good showing i'm going to say the date is around may 19th but may 19th is a friday so that means that congress is actually going to be adjourned uh they leave promptly uh thursday evening so it will be probably i would say either the 18th or the following Tuesday, but we're not sure we're going to uh, put that together tomorrow for sure and zero in on a date. But everyone's welcome. Uh, we've arranged uh, and checked out lodging at the uh, Red Roof Inn. It was $62 a night. But this is probably going to end up being a day deal for most people. Uh, some will stay. Uh, not quite sure yet. I'm trying to get us, they want you to keep moving in front of the White House with the uh, permit that we're going to get. What I would like to do is I'm trying to get a stationary permit so that we can actually have speakers. And uh, that's my goal. I'm working on that now. And uh, Oh, good. Good. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. And uh, we'll get our message across. Uh I know we have somebody that's printing out all the flyers and stuff as soon as we get some copy to her, Linda. I will be glad <laughs> to print out anything you want to print out. I just, yeah. I, I, you know, I think I, I think we mis, I think I, I'm not sure what I said, but I, you know, I'd be glad to print out anything. But I don't have actually a, you know, a um, pamphlet myself. Although Ella has several, oh. and I could probably print out something there. Do you does has somebody come up with a pamphlet for you? Uh, yes, there's a couple of different Good. ones. I I guess that uh, I'm not sure. I think it's Derek that has one that he used when he went to Washington. Uh, I'm not sure. It's one that he got a hold of anyway. Yeah. And I got an idea for uh, 
uh, a T-shirt, which is in the works too. We have two factions coming together actually here. Uh, Senator McDonald and myself, uh, we're working together oh, to uh, actually put this together. And you've got at a this senator point in involved. Time, Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We have a lot of a lot of people working, and I Good. thought it should say, "Are you uh, <laughs> are you targeted?" And it's going a question always make always makes psychologically somebody aware that okay they have yeah. to think about that, yeah. and they're liable to come up to you and say targeted with what, you know. So yeah. uh, for people that don't know about it, uh, this is going to be educational, and we yeah. hope to catch a few people that are in high places that we can speak to. Great. And I'm speaking uh, with Joe Kennedy. I don't know if. We can get him on a call, but I will try. Uh, he well, was a customer. He was a customer yeah. of mine for years uh, in the voting industry. But that's uh, that's what I'm trying to do, and that's not trying. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, we will yeah. we will be in Washington, and uh, it's going to be great. Good for you. Well, you've got a senator involved. Um, I, I, I'm not sure which I, I know. There's a Bobby Kennedy out there. He, you know, he's very interested in health and in all of these issues. He's very interested in vaccines. He, he has every intention of putting the kibosh on a good deal of that. Maybe he'd be somebody we could talk to. I don't know, but he's yeah. he's, a, he's an activist when it comes to health issues. You know, and this is definitely a health issue for us. Um, right, Joe Kennedy. From, yeah. yeah, Joe Kennedy okay. provided. Uh, Citizens Oil in Boston, and it yeah. was cost for cost. In other words, if Joe bought it for a nickel, they would get it for a nickel. Wow! Uh, and you know, he really went bent over backwards with that Citizens Oil. He saved a wow. lot of people from freezing. So, a very wow. nice, uh, very nice guy. That is wonderful. God. But if oh. anybody has any questions or or uh, advice or suggestions. Right. Uh, I'd like to speak with uh, Todd Giffen when he gets back in the country, if he isn't already. Yeah. And there's a, a few others that I, I have to get together with. Yeah. To see, actually, what we can put together, because everyone has ideas, and I'm getting different calls uh, every day. Actually, the phone's lit up all day long. I can't uh, I can't even eat without getting a text or the phone ringing now. Wow. <laughs> it's for a good cause. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm I'm glad you have so many people involved or interested in. You know, that's great. Anybody who wants to comment on this, please speak up. Please press press star eight. Okay. Okay. All right, East Virginia. I just unmuted you. I was going to say it was so long ago when I was trying to get in with Kyle was talking about Kyle was talking a lot about boron and borax and all kinds of stuff but where is he getting his information that tells him to take all that stuff and how much to take is he getting it out of a book or is he working with a lecture person or what I think some of it takes more gallons I've um, talked to him via um, email back and forth, and we both were looking into Magellan's, and I know some of his information did come from there, as well as MP, 
EMP crossover. When you say Magellan, are you talking about a person or a book? Yeah, Charlie. No, Charlie. He was looking um, just um, – I don't know how in-depth his research is. I just noticed that um, he also found a fungal infection. Um, he noticed that a number of TIs he was targeting that um, he knew were targeted also had the same symptoms or toxicology reports showed uh, fungal loads. You got to go slow because my telephone is echoing. Go ahead. Okay, well, it's not echoing here, but I, I want to say that um, – that Kyle definitely, he's, he's very clear about warning people, don't take it or check it out yourself. There's a site for it that, he's, that Kyle is referring to. Um, and um, Kyle, somebody, can somebody put that in there? But we were talking about what Frank was talking about, about the um, situation in Washington, D.C. But, um, but just so you know, Kyle does, has done his research. He goes in there. He, he looks at the site, and he always says to people, D- you know, do what you think is best for you. Take a look at the labels. See what's good for you. Kyle is not recommending any specific amounts. He's, he talks about what he takes, but he's not, you know, he, he's made it real clear that people are different, and you need to check it out for yourself. That's what Kyle's been very clear about. So he's not, he's not recommending, he's not saying that anything specific should be done. He's just telling people what has helped him okay yeah it's it's good to understand what boron does mm-hmm. uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, boron is used in the nuclear industry uh, that is what uh, comprises the rods that slide into the nuclear reactor and they are what actually shut the reactor down because they absorb electrons so oh. n- knowing that uh, boron could be very effective possibly around you. Uh, it, it has to be researched further, but it does. It will attract stray uh, electrons, and uh, that's something to be researched. And I think Kyle probably has a better handle on that than I do. And I know that Brittany, uh, who was just speaking, is very well-versed in that. And uh, I think you should let her speak for a few minutes and... Uh, so Who enlighten everybody on is that. Gay? Who is this talking? That's this Frank Allen. Frank. Who? Frank? Oh, Frank. All right. Yeah, but I've been doing this for 25 years, and some of the things that he's saying is not good for you, I know. So that's why I'm suggesting that he either find a good book or get lectures from some people. But you can't just start taking that stuff and take what you think or you get a piece of information here or a piece of information there, that is not good. Number one, I would never in my lifetime take boron. I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't take it. I would not put it in my body. Now, absorbing it and taking it in, like he says, take a, take a half a gallon box of Epsom salt. Well, that's okay. Well, this is okay. You may not agree with him. This is this is Kyle's time to talk and Frank's time to talk. You may not agree with it, and that's fine. But you don't get to interrupt their time right now. With I'm not interrupting them. I'm giving them some nice. Okay, go ahead, Kyle, Frank. er, Go ahead, go ahead, Frank. And thank you for that information on the boron. That's interesting. Yeah, that's about the extent of it that I actually know, but it is 
widely used, like I say, in the nuclear industry in reactors. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the components that fails. Uh, actually, it doesn't fail. It's the cooling system that usually fails when you get a meltdown like that. Right. They right. either lose power to the reactor, uh, cooling pumps, mm-hmm. uh, which are necessary. Necessary to cool it <laughs> off so it won't melt down. Yeah. Is that usually is that why they usually build these nuclear um, plants on the next to oceans? Which to me is just mind boggling. But is that why so they can obtain the 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 water to cool down the reactors? Yes, uh, some mm-hmm. of the okay. water that actually comes out of the cooling plant is warm enough to uh, have tropical fish swimming around in it. It's like ninety wow. degrees. Some of it. And I think they've effectively started to cool it off because it was changing the environment directly around the, the uh, nuclear reactors. A uh, good friend of mine works probably still for uh, Pilgrim 2, I believe, mm-hmm. in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And it was it was interesting to me because he gave me a stainless steel valve. And he said, you don't even want to know what this is worth. It had one little defect on it or something, so they threw it out. But they track the material uh, from the mine. Uh, They follow it through uh, its purification all the way to the valve itself. So each component in this nuclear reactor has got like 100 pages of paperwork to to go along with it. Whoa. And it's actually safer in a nuclear facility than it is in front of a fireplace. But that's all I'm going to say. It's not my area. It's just some, some things that I know I'm not sure what that means, it. but okay. Um, yeah. What I know is, is that the Diablo Canyon in um, Ventura County is built right on the ocean and on an, on an earthquake fault. It's like, whoa, that's you know not a good idea at all. But um, that's interesting. Um, anyway, okay, so yeah, we please. could uh, yeah. all of yeah. a sudden have half a nuclear reactor on one side split yeah. and half on the other side, so yeah. not cool. Not cool, and on the ocean, so that if it if it does, if it, you know, if the fault does go, um, that would go more right into the ocean. We don't need that. We don't need all that right. you know, radiation I, in our ocean. Really, I think the... Fukushima is, I hate to be off topic so much, but now that we're there, uh, Fukushima is more of a disaster than they thought, and it's more of a disaster than they're saying, Mm -hmm. because uh, sea life and all kinds of undersea life is changing, uh, Mm -hmm. dying off, and the western two-thirds of the country, or at least California, you guys are probably feeling some of it out there because uh, I don't know there's a lot I'm looking at uh, current patterns and whatnot uh, that are picking up that fallout in the water and it doesn't look too good but like I say that's that's off topic for me I'm just remembering what I've uh, seen on it but it's uh, it's very tragic that 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 happened and well my understanding is that it is continuing to to release um, radiation yeah, into is. the ocean. 
and and nobody's talking about it. No, nobody is. Nobody mm-hmm. that's in the Hawaii real estate business is talking about it either. Yeah, I'll bet. Okay. So I think that's going to be a really big disappointment for a lot of people. Yeah, something needs to be done there. I and think a lot of people are going to get sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, people are also not eating fish quite as much, which is probably real wise. Uh, it's got to be killing the fishing industry or the, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just, and when you do uh, try these diets, the seaweed, that you're getting, you might want to consider mm-hmm. where it's coming from. Oh, good idea. There are, that, uh, there are people that are advertising that, you know, they have a mountain range between them and Fukushima so that it won't be affected. But right. um, that's just one of the considerations, where you're getting your iodine from. The best is from seaweed, but has it been affected? Yeah. Um, um, mm. I, I know I just got some, it says it's Arctic um, kelp. I don't know. It's, I don't know what area it's, it's from. I should look at that. I think that's a good suggestion. Thank you. We do need to look at that, and we need to take oh. iodine in some form. Make sure it's safe. I I would rather it be in. I always want tablets rather than capsules because capsules can be taken apart and something can be put in it, and I don't like that idea. So I, you know, but you can get iodine um, tablets, and uh, it's. Uh, you know, even the lady last night talked about it. Um, this best EMF help that I keep harping on, they talk about the fact that iodine is probably the most important supplement you can take to protect yourself and to heal the cells after they've been attacked. Um, through Linda? Frequencies. Yeah. What about, uh, we get a lot of iodine from uh, iodized salt. Mm-hmm. Now, I know salt People have switched over to sea salt. They've gotten actually away from it. But mm-hmm. uh, that was specifically put in salt for that reason, that we yeah. need uh, that we need the iodine for our and thyroid Leslie, plants. And Leslie's salt has de- de- deleted it from most of their uh, salt. Isn't that scary? And uh, that both yeah. Kyle and Frank were speaking about, on the boron, um, I've also been doing the same detox that, that Kyle has. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a boric eyewash. And I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the floaters where you see gold streaks or dark spots within your eyes. Yeah. Anytime my, my targeting has increased, the floaters mm-hmm. have increased or the golden yeah. streaks. And I've started using a boric eyewash, and it has mm-hmm. cut it down tremendously. And my eyes have also gotten lighter as a result, uh, the, the whites and even the color. So it, it helped out tremendously. That's good. That's good information. I have floaters, and um, they started along with the frequencies. And, and boron uh, acid is just form of boron. So another okay. variation. Thank you. And and it comes as as a um, as an eye wash. I mean, it comes already packaged as an eye wash. Yeah, that's something you have to put together. Yeah. No, that's Boston Lom Eye Relief Eye Wash. It costs about two dollars. Very good. Thank you. That's helpful. Uh, it must be very healing to the eyes. It's definitely a protocol. I'd like to try it myself. Uh, mm-hmm. If nothing else, the uh, Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Frank, it's, it's really toned down my targeting a bunch. And 
you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, and look how Charlie doesn't even, he's not a doctor either. But, you know, uh, none of this stuff, it's all very mild, and, and, you know, it's not drinking borax or anything like that. Um, you know, but it, it, you know what Alice is saying, you need to get a good book or whatever. Um, you know, if we, if we wait to, to see what is established already, and we don't experiment a little bit, um, you know, we'll probably be waiting forever. You know, we kind of, we're trailblazers in this. So we've got to, you know, look for things and maybe experiment a little bit. And none of this stuff is dangerous. I mean, I got, I got the boron. It's a, it's a trace mineral. I got it in mm-hmm, the supplement, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. supplement whole food store or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like I've got it. I'm making boron out of metal or something like that. Yeah, it it is a trace mineral, and you can, and that's what my, I got some too, and that's what it says right there, and um, if it's a trace mineral, it's probably not going to hurt us, you know? You can always go to a natural doctor and and speak with them about it if you have concerns about going to a general practitioner, because these are all solutions that have been put forth by natural doctors in the past. Again and again, I've seen natural physicians speak on it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's a wise idea to, uh, to consult with a naturopath. Um, they should know, you know. And one of the things Frank and I had been talking about the other day was salt water is uh, super conductive. It's extremely conductive, and I'm wondering if that has something to do with why it's pooling all this out of us. I mean, we already know that it does pull out, you know, heavy metals, right. et cetera, but right. maybe the conductivity of... Um, of salt water is also increasing that, and that's why we're seeing the results that we're seeing. Because I'm also seeing positive results with it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to Are know you... the numbers on that. Uh, the the difference if you take uh, oh distilled water, for instance, and mm-hmm. you put uh, the two leads to an ohms meter in it, and then you put it in, we'll say brine solution. Uh, there was somebody I just saw in the chat. Uh, that was mm-hmm. talking about that for the uh, nuclear industry. The uh-huh. brine solution is actually 100% dissolved. Uh, you can get brine solution or any 100% solution by just watching what doesn't dissolve. Once something doesn't dissolve, the solution mm-hmm. is at 100%. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'd like to do that experiment again and uh, come up with the numbers for you because I'm, I'm sure they're quite different. And I think she's right about the conductivity possibly being a agent in helping you actually taking a break when you're in that tub. And I'm, I'm going to try it myself. I'm going to be down CVS tomorrow getting some uh, Epsom salts. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. You know, Yeah, we can hear you, Yeah. Um, It's Adrian. I've been taking the Epsom salt bath. I love it. As soon as I get in the tub, it's like the B2K dims totally. Wow. It does. I don't even get hit so hard. But, of course, when I get out, it's all right for a little while, but uh, it starts back up. But it really does relieve a lot of tension and make you feel good afterwards. You can get an eight-pound bag for five ninety-five at uh, Walmart. Yeah, well. I just got a big old bag, and 
throw in a few handfuls and that's it. Yeah. You can get what at Walmart? You can get how much? You can get an eight pound bag of Epsom salt for five ninety. I think it's five ninety five. And they have of it. Okay, you can well, you can get a three pound bag of Doctor Somebody or others. Um, um, helpful Epsom salts on, of course, um, my favorite place, Amazon. That's um, what I use. Yeah, and it's also got some ginger in it, which is oh. supposed to be good for us too. I'm not sure. You can get it with ginger or lavender, whatever you want. But um, I think that's cool, you know. Linda, I yeah. discovered something that was very vital to memory that uh, – yeah. You can actually buy through Amazon as well. It's yeah. uh, magnesium spray, and it's like an oily substance, and you put it on your like your arms or your hands and mm-hmm. just work it in until it doesn't absorb anymore. And yeah, you I'm know, out of it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Karen talks about that. Karen, our, our Karen uh, during headlines, um, she yeah. talks about that, and it's been. She says it's been great for her. It really calms her down. It makes her feel better, and it's very moisturizing, apparently. But I, she she loves it. Um, the effect. I don't think I've heard her talk about uh, the memory issue, but that's great. It's. You know? uh, I'm a big. Uh, I really hate aluminum, and I'm yeah. I'm really upset with the auto industry because every engine block they make is made out of aluminum. Yeah. And they could make the engine blocks out of magnesium. And if really? you look up magnesium, the first thing that it says is very brain friendly. And so we've basically destroyed the environment with aluminum. Mm-hmm. There are piles mm-hmm. of it everywhere. If you go to a yep. scrapyard, uh, you'll yep. notice uh, tons of it waiting to be uh, either recycled or farmed out mm-hmm. to an, another company. But mm-hmm. the, the, that's the aluminum that's on the ground. Then we have the chemtrails. Yes. Uh, jet fuel, even mm-hmm. when it first started, had aluminum in it as a component. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a lubricant. And so now we, we've had aluminum raining down on us for years. Uh, yes. Since before World War II, We've been making airplanes out of aluminum. So aluminum is everywhere, and I will have to say almost 100% that that is probably the leading cause of Alzheimer's. Absolutely. Yes, and you want to know that fluoride is a byproduct of aluminum? I believe it. It it actually produces, I think, uh, aluminum when you take it fluoride, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of the towns had it removed from their water supplies. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But magnesium is, uh, it, it's taken from, uh, from when we were kids, mag wheels on cars. All your wheels, your fancy wheels you see today, those yeah. are made out of magnesium. And they're hmm. stronger than aluminum. Uh, they're just about the same weight, and they're brain-friendly, so why doesn't the industry pick up on this? Well, the increase in aluminum money. is directly related sure. to the increase and mold increase. It, it creates an environment where pests will thrive, but healthy living organisms do not. 
turmeric also, I, I, as I recall, turmeric and curcumin, uh, which which often comes with turmeric, is supposed to deplete or supposed to remove aluminum from the brain. In fact, and, and in fact, there's I can't remember the name of the, of the country right now, but there is a country out there that is trying to to investigate Alzheimer's amongst their you know people. And they can't find any test subjects because nobody there seems to have Alzheimer's. And they are huge on using turmeric. It's like a huge spice there. It could be India. I'm not sure. But I do know that turmeric is is excellent for us. And it's excellent for our brains. Right. Uh, Non-ferrous metals like aluminum are dangerous to us in another way. Uh, We can't detect them as we can a ferrous metal like iron or steel or something like that, mm-hmm. or copper. Uh, aluminum uh, is non-magnetic, so any of the standard meters aren't going to pick it up. So what you need yeah. to do is have a scan, and mm-hmm. they have to be specifically looking for it. And I know that there is what they call plaque buildup in mm-hmm. the brain, and I'm right. wondering if some of this aluminum is possibly uh, in, uh, held in suspension with that, if you will. Is, is but anyway, with the plant, you mean? Go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm no, I was. Sorry. Are you talking? Are you saying that that the aluminum is held in the brain with that plaque? And if you well, I'm, are, I'm, that's yeah. That's a hypothesis. That's, well, I think because. your hypothesis is very good because the turmeric helps remove the plaque, which probably helps remove the, you know, which is probably why it helps remove the aluminum. I don't now, know. What's the, All I know. the name of that? Tumorex? Turmeric. T-U-M-E-R-I-C. It's considered one of the better. There's a site called bestemfhealth.com, and right. it has many different uh, things you should take. But also our lady last night on Ellis' program um, suggested turmeric as being and curcumin. I don't say that very well, but um, which comes with turmeric most of the time. You can get supplements that have the combination. And um, she was talking about the fact that that's very brain healthy for us. You know? Yeah, it sure is. And uh, it's uh, virtually harmless to you. Uh, yep. Because you can spray it all over your skin and. and uh, uh, a lot so of you women will notice that it's like a lotion almost. It, it's uh, yeah. hard to get rid of, actually, once you get it on your hands. <laughs> well, but it's good, like six it? bucks, like six bucks for a large bottle, and you just spray on. Yeah. I found out it by find out about it by accident. It was shipped to me in another order from Amazon by accident, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's how I found it. So great stuff. Mhm. Um, that's good to know. Is it, what is it called? Is it just liquid magnesium? What is it called on Amazon? That's uh, actually the name of it. There are different brand names. It's mm-hmm. supposed to come from uh, a dried up ocean bed. So, uh, hmm. along hmm. with salt as well. But if if you spray it on your fingers, you'd think it was brine solution. But it's actually uh, magnesium. Well, that's very that's good. Very good to know. Very good information. Yep, spray it on your head, you'll remember everything. 
<laughs> well, this is good. Um, I think actually, I, I think Karen does spray it on her head. <laughs> I think it helps your hair too. From what I what she was saying, it helps your hair be healthy. You know, and we could all use a little of that because they do get to our hair. I don't yeah. know if anybody else notices they get hit on the head, and when they do, yeah. they also get um, bald spots, you know, and that's just so cute. And also, um, biotin helps with hair growth. And if anybody's having problems with that, biotin would probably be a good idea. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate so. Okay. Now, anybody that wants to get a hold of you, Frank, do you have a do you have a specific page for the um, on Facebook for the Washington D.C. project? Yes, it's it's on uh, targeted Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, okay. Group. Thank you. Okay. And they can see it there, and, and uh, actually, okay. I share it all the time, all over the place. So good. And good. Anybody who would who sees it and shares it, thank you in advance. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, it can't hurt. We, we the more exposure we get, the more, you know. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say something um, about the idea of asking a question. You're, I, I so agree with that. I, I used to um, own an employment agency for legal secretaries, and in my ads in the in the um, legal newspaper, I would always put in something that was a question. One of my best ones was, are you scared of, of typing tests, interviews? And it, we get a tremendous amount of, of response because it requires, a resp- it requires involvement because you do have a response to a question. Absolutely. I think that's such a good idea, Frank, with the T-shirts, having them with a the question. I think that makes a lot of sense. I just wanted to say that. Sure, maybe there should be a picture. Of, uh, typically, our uh, logo is usually uh, a set of crosshairs across the target, mm-hmm. you know, like a scope or something like that, mm-hmm. and then maybe are you targeted above it? I don't know if anybody out there is an artist or uh, works with graphics, but that might be helpful okay. too. Well, I have a friend who... Um she does. A, she's very artistic. I can talk to her about that. See if she could do something like that. Okay. I will. All right. I will ask her tomorrow. On I'll ask her tomorrow, and then we can. Um, I'll let her know that what we're looking for, and I'm sure she'd be glad to help. She's good. Good people. Okay. Fantastic. And once good. again, for anyone who needs help or their. Yes. In a corner in the middle of the night, you need somebody to talk to. Uh, my phone number is 508-857-8334. And my email address is frank.varcher at gmail.com. Thank you, Frank. That is that is so kind of you to offer support in the middle of the night to people who wake up. You might be getting a call from me soon because I've been waking up quite. I've been waking up very scared lately, and I don't know why. Um, I'm sure it has something to do with how I'm getting hit. But um, you know, you know how. Well, I don't know if you you go there, but I do. 
Um, I've never been able to reach him. What am I doing wrong? Uh, What number? You call that number? You should get me. Yeah, I call private, and I call the uh, 503 number. Call private. I just call private because I don't know... You know, I don't know who I'm calling, so I'm careful. Okay, if you don't, if you don't mm-hmm. leave your name and and you just put your number there, I will answer your number with a text, saying good morning, how you feeling, how you doing, and you know, find out if you're okay. And there are a number of people that just have a telephone number there. There's, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you don't have well, to leave I, your I name. Call, I, you know, I, I block my number. Is my point. I block the number. Whenever I call. Okay, I don't accept uh, no caller ID phone calls. And uh, just the reasoning, uh, frequently sometimes you get uh, uh, perp harassment through uh, mm-hmm. those type of calls. So any kind of call like that I will not accept. I will, If you do call, I will not give your number to anyone, nor your email address. They're safe. They're safe with me. They're not going anywhere. Uh, a lot of people ask me for, oh, give me the list of all the people that you know and their email addresses. I said, no. <laughs> You'll have to ask them, you know, collectively. When you, uh, when you get a non, with, uh, an unknown caller and you get three calls in a row, you're not tempted to answer it? No, but I will look at the message you leave. You can still leave a message uh, right. If you call with with no caller ID, and I, even, I will listen to the message. Do you uh, do you ever and so even if you got you know three calls in a row, you wouldn't go. Oh, you know what? I think this is definitely someone who wants to talk to me. They just don't want to give their number. You know, they're already scared. They don't want any more problems. They can't know for sure who I am. Why don't I just answer it? I can always hang up the problem. Okay. Well, if I see a caller ID. From you, uh, next, put it this way: the next time I see a caller ID call, I'll answer it. How's that? Yeah, a block call, and you know, I'll just try that, you know doing it three times. I don't know if you hear the ringer or yeah. not, but but see, what we have to do now is distinguish you from the other block callers. So ring I'll call twice. Not. Call, yeah. Ring twice and then call back because. Uh, there's a lot of those. I think a lot of us see calls that when we try to attempt to call them back, it says the number's disconnected. I, I've, I've got exactly. hundreds of those, I, I, and I'm that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, my phone uh, never goes below 98.6 all day long. I mean, it's, it's body temperature. It's always in my hand. But, you yeah, know, the block calls, are, are they've been uh, problematic. So if you want to call with a block number, just ring twice, hang out, right. and immediately ring back, and I, I will answer. And you're the you're the gentleman that's being you're being interviewed right now. Is that what's going on? Or no? Um, no, he's just here to talk about his Washington um, um, project and to no, talk I'm, about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know if anybody wait, anybody give tell me when there's an opportunity to. Ask, you know, ask for advice. What are you asking? Okay. Um, 
okay. Um, just a minute. Which, what are you looking for advice on? Uh, uh, you know, uh, boy, it just seems, I don't know, where do you start? It's my experience that, you know, part of the goal is to have the individual not have any, you know, money, you know, not have much savings. And, uh, your phone's ringing. Uh, I know it is. I just can't find it. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Talk. Okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so a truck, a truck, Damn. it wasn't, it wasn't an accident. A truck hits Damn. my vehicle. A truck hits my vehicle after, uh, you know, like near misses. I mean, it was just, it started out as, you know, attempted hits or, you know, not attempted, but scare tactics. So, you know, stupid me, I call the uh, safety department of the truck company. Then I call the CEO. Well, then I was, that was an almost hit. I was hit. And, you know, I don't think they wanted to kill me. Otherwise, they probably would have hit me from behind, and they would have done it out on the roadways. They did it on private property where they couldn't get ticketed. And, you know, you know, business, like close to a grocery, you know, late. They made sure they did it late. I'm talking about late, you know, uh, about almost 12 o'clock at night. On D-Day, you know these people are into numerology. It happened on 6-6. Um, you know, and I don't know what they thought. I don't know if they thought if they hit... My, if they hit my door panel, you know, my direct door, which is re- unre- it's not reinforced, if 50 tons of steel, that's what this truck weighed, 50 tons of steel, if he directly impacted my door panel with 50 tons of steel, if that would throw me across the car, break my hip, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. But I think they definitely wanted to get me out of my car, you know, you know, separate me from my vehicle and maybe get me to go to the hospital. And knowing that that's what, what was desired, I didn't do it. Knowing that that was the goal, to, to get me undrivable and, you know, no vehicle. I, I didn't take the bait. I did everything I could to keep the car drivable. But that jacked me, excuse my language, in the long run because it kept me in a car that I had to dry, uh, crawl, you know, from the pat driver's side where they struck me, you know, totally, you know, crush the car and you could put your arm into the car from either side of the driver's door. It had to be taped up. I get stuck in that car for two years, you know, crawling over a steel emergency brake. Eventually, uh, it probably wasn't so good on my body and, you know, I end up, you know, not being able to get out of the car at all. So I'm, you know, having to be taken by stretcher to an ER three times and, and then, you know, eventually neurosurgery to my back. And I have quadriplegia, and my right hand is paralyzed now. They they, they took my right hand, they, and they've been wanting to take my right hand by behaviors they've engaged in in the past. It's you know looking back, I, I can see. And you know I've had you know people ask me, oh, so are you going to write a book? Are you planning on writing a book? And you know questions that you know like they're going to make sure I'm, I can write basically. Uh, and now this truck. There's a truck case that's viable, but, you know, a person I thought was my friend who's in my same profession, who's licensed as well, uh, I thought, you know, you know, he, I trusted him to help me, trusted him to help me get enough money from this truck company to get me out of the wrecked car, get me out of the wrecked car, you know. Nothing big. I'm not asking them for millions. They're insured, you know. You know, more than I mean, sixty billion a year in sales. These people are heavily insured. 
But I don't know what he did. I, you know, I thought he was my friend. We used to, we used to hang out. Uh, he, he, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, all my symptoms, they escalated to, uh, you know, during these communications with him and him reaching out to the truck company for more, for, for more, for, you know, money enough to get me out of the car. Nine grand was not enough, obviously. You know, you, you know, who can, when somebody tolls your car, nine grand is not enough money. And nobody in town would touch the car to repair it. Couldn't buy myself. It was just a, a bad, horrible situation, you know. So I had that going on. The statue was about to run. So I said, they're not going to listen to me. Lawyers, no lawyers. They don't care. No, I'm, I'm the injured party. So he he agrees to uh, contact them, and I mysteriously come down with, you know, a million times worse symptoms for some strange reason during that interim. And I end up in the hospital and this and that. I don't know what the plan was for my life, for my death. You know, I mean, you can make a lot of money on a case like that. You know, if you're the attorney of record and the person ends up dying, wrongful death is huge money. Big, 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 big money. You know, the only thing better than catastrophic damages in terms of money in the pocket of an attorney is the death. You know, the death is better because you have lost relatives who, you know, you know, lost consortium, companionship, blah, 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 all the relatives. So, and lost wages. So I don't know who rigged this up. I don't know who to be mad at. Um, there's no point. I'm not, you know, there's no point in being mad. It is where it is right now. But I'm at a crossroads. He, he jacked he jacked me in this regard, and I apologize for using that word. It's but I'm lying on the second of two hospital room beds. I, I was in two pre pre hospitals. I'm in the second of the two, days out of being in the ICU, days after a blood transfusion. Any of this stuff could have killed me. The neurosurgery could have killed me or completely paralyzed me. You know, but somehow I'm still somehow, you know, alive and, and I'm still, you know, moving toward recovery. I couldn't. I was paralyzed at the point at which he called me on the phone and asked me if I would accept 21.5. And I was like fuzzy from, you know, the morphine, from the crash and, every, you know, I mean, from the, the neurosurgery and everything, right? And I'm like, what, what? You know, I, I don't know what he said. I can't tell you what he said. I was trying to talk to him. I was trying to say, you know, I can't move. I mean, I, you won't believe how bad off I am. And whatever he was saying, I wasn't even paying attention. And the phone was being held up to my ear by a, uh, a nurse there anyway. And, you know, she was like getting irritated. And she's like, you know, tell him you've got to go. So this is the circumstance under which I make an agreement to sign all my rights away against a truck company, you know, that's worth, you know, per year, just per year, $60 billion in sales per year. And I'm going to sign all my rights away while I'm lying on a hospital bed with catastrophic damages, permanent, cripple. In what galaxy does this make any sense? I mean, you I know, know somebody's out there. They're just no, cracked up. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the right. cops that I know monitor, yeah, they're like, oh, well, you know, boy, boy, she really did get jacked, you know. And I don't know who did it. I don't know who made sure I ended up in the shape that I was in physically. I don't know if I was supposed to die. And, you know, he just had a left field, uh, you know, when he realized, oh, okay, she's not going to die. Let me see what she'll settle for. Let me call, you know. I, I don't know who did this. Uh, I'm probably better off not knowing. 
But whatever the case, right now as we speak, the case is viable, not because of him. He sold me down the river and then he wanted to bail. His partner is even worse than he is in terms of, you know, bailing and leaving you in the lurch. Uh, they're just, you know, conscienceless, you know, you know, whatever you want to call them. <clears throat> and I have to decide, basically, am I going to drop this case against a truck company and sue him for all the things that he's done wrong and, and hope that that takes me somewhere financially? Because a split second I file against him with his insurance carrier, the danger is he could, boy, it, I can see why people hate lawyers. Even the other side, the other they they collude is what they do. They they get on the phone and they talk about each other's clients and they're like, okay, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, if I do this and I get to bill, like you know, I can bill out for nine months. So you do this and I'll do that, and this will help you. And I'll, you know what I mean? They jack their own clients. They eat their own. You see what I'm saying? Yes, but you are a lawyer, and I, my concern is that you're wondering, you're asking advice from a group of people that are not lawyers. You probably right, have a better handle on this than, than we would. You don't understand. Lawyers are brainwashed to be this way. I mean, some of them, maybe they have this character long before they go to law school. They're sort of, you know, uh, slippery and, you know, uh, it, it almost, right. it almost well, yeah. breeds disloyalty. This, this and it almost breeds the inability to be loyal to any person because you can always see two sides of everything. You're, right. you're trained. And, and you go Why don't the you file a complaint with the court? for misrepresentation in this case. And to comply with, with the bar. Against the lawyer with the misrepresentation. Well, it would be the bar. The correct word is the bar. I mean, if I want to file a misrepresentation claim, I would have to file it. Uh, well, you see, he's not doing it. The correct term would be... Uh, Malpractice. He, yeah, that's it. Legal malpractice is my claim against him. Now, there is something called fraudulent inducement. So uh, through after I got out of the hospital after 90 days, you know, there he was. You know, hey, here's this document you need to sign. I'm like, you know, man, that 20 grand for catastrophic damages or something wrong here. You know, I may still be out of it, but something's wrong. And he said, well, you might as well sign it because you're not going to get any more money. Your statute is blown. Well, that's malpractice. You either need to sue him for malpractice or refer him to the Bar Association. The only thing I don't know about, I don't think the Bar Association goes after lawyers for damages, though, right? Of course not. No, no, no. And and this guy's, you know, he's awfully connected. Yeah, this is an ancestral town. I mean, this this town is just... lawyers Lawyers don't sue lawyers. This town was mentioned in The Godfather. You know, I'm not in New York and I'm not in Chicago. You know, if you've watched any of The Godfather films, you'll know which town I'm talking about. But I mean, that's how mob my town. And, you know, I don't dislike the mob. I don't think they're any different from anybody else. But, you know, when you're on this end of things, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I need to know the right move. And then you know, the lawyers, what can we do to help you? What can we do to help you? The lawyers have all puckered up. You know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna give me advice. You know, the word is on the street, not to help me. I called. I was talking to somebody in Hawaii, a lawyer, and he said, "There are 50 states in the union. And as long as you don't let the cat out of the bag where you're calling from, you know, you might get some advice." And that's what I've had to do. 
they can't get to everybody in every state in the union, right? Well, hopefully. So like, but what know, can we do to help you, though? Well, I don't, I don't understand anything. I don't understand why I'm not dead. I don't understand what this looks like to you guys. I, you know, listen, lawyers are not that. There's... You know, there's sinister, there's this and that, but, you know, it's not the kind of intelligence that, you know, I have, you know, generally speaking, tremendous respect for. So, you know, to say that you guys can't answer this question or decipher it, I think is uh, not true. But, you know, in well, we, common, well, we don't know legal, what, yeah, but what you're talking about are legal entanglements, well, frankly, and we can't help frankly, you with that. Good common horse sense takes you a long way. I mean, you just go, okay, let's see. you got to trust Okay, company. let's and see if anybody has an answer. It sounds okay. to me, it sounds to me like you already have your own answers. No, I don't. I wouldn't be asking you otherwise. I'm conflicted inside. Well, well, you know, it's like this is, this is a very... Um, I'm just listening to If you signed for that money, then you've got to find out if you have any recourse at all. Once you sign for something, I mean, once you put your signature on that paper and give them a release, you're done. You're legally done. Well, actually, when he communicated it to her at that moment without a signature, she's claiming she, the truck company attorney does not have the document. And I told my lawyer within an hour and 45 minutes of him badgering me to sign it, say, I'm not going to bring you food anymore. I don't care if you're crippled or not. You know, I have to worry about, you know, my family and uh, get my kids through school. You know, I've got, you know, I, I agreed to this. I agreed on your behalf. He, if I told him no once, I told him no uh, 25 times, 30 times. It doesn't take three months to get a signature from a willing party who has their capacity. All my doctors say that I was incapacitated, and I was. As per the law, I couldn't feed, clothes, shelter myself. You know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't get out of bed to go to the bathroom. I had a diaper on in a hospital room. I could feed myself. The food had to be wet. If I was incapacitated, okay. oh, there you go. You see, I was incapacitated. Well, you know, you know what you've got to do. Oh, you've no, got I to didn't. have. You've got to take some legal action. Go to the courthouse yourself. File the papers oh. yourself. It's on. It's already on the book. There's a truck. Get through consultation. Get a couple of different opinions from from competing attorneys. Um. Well, I. You know, I agree with Sally M. If you're, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um. You know, if you need to do, file it yourself. You're a lawyer. You can do that. Yeah, because nobody here understands the legal process like you do. So I don't, I, I don't know what what you want. I don't know what you, I don't know what we can do for you right now. Tell her it's stuck, and she's right. If that you're does dealing stop. with That's the Teamsters Union, if you're dealing with the Teamsters Union, is she gone? I think she dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. that Kyle was speaking of that the by Dave uh, unentrainment CD. Right. 
what what's the name of it and where do I find it? Oh, Kyle, Kyle, can you t- can you? This is Brittany. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, Dave Case's counter frequency CD. Um, and and you can email me. Uh, I'm I'm send, I send them out a bunch every week. Um, to people. Um, you can just email me Vulcan, V U L C A N, Wolverine like the X Men. So Vulcan Wolverine at gmail dot com. Vulcan Wolverine at gmail dot com. No no yeah. period or anything in between it. No, just Vulcan Wolverine, one word, and then at gmail.com. And I'm helping him send them out. He's sending some out, too. And uh, when I send you the CD out, it's free. I just need an email oh. where to send it to you. Um, well, here, can I just give you my email now? Um, well, uh, if you just email me, then I, because then I can write it down. I can have a, a record of it, you know. Okay. I mean, not, not that I keep your information or anything like that. But um, I am going to send you Dave's information. Um, I, I'll probably give Dave your information because he wants um, he wants feedback. Like he wants you to to write him a letter after you've used it for a while. So if Not you send a me, well, I can keep it because I have a lot to send out. Um, Not a problem. So I can keep it in a better order, you know. Has um, anyone? I heard a suggestion on um, stopping uh, the subvocalization by um, uh, learning speed reading because it retrains you on how to read, and that was part of our entrainment is subvocalization, and part of the conditioning was subvocalizing your thoughts. Has anyone tried that yet successfully? Um, I, I read a lot. That, you know, the inner voice thing where it's like they put things that in your inner voice, so it's kind of yeah. like... I, that what you're talking about? The vocalization. Yeah. With the um, actual, no, with the with the salts, I I don't get that. They don't control my throat, and I think that has something to do with a lot of the crystals coming out. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But I haven't had that anymore. Um, so vocalization is that when you're talking to yourself now, and you brought your conscious and unconscious together, you sub vocalize it now, consciously instead of previous to the TI experience. You would have the thought without vocalizing it. And, yeah, yeah. You just have the thought. You wouldn't put it into words, really. No. And we're being trained to do that through the remote. Like, would it, however, they're they're manipulating our inner voice. They do that so they you know what you're thinking here. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the things I have I have problems with getting. Um, you know, I can buffer down to B2K. I can even stop like a lot of the. They'll, they'll send us a uh, microwave signal. And that's, that's something I have a lot okay. of problems. Excuse uh, me, I need to ask somebody who's ever moving stuff around. Would you like, would you please uh, just push star six, and then if you want to participate, then just push star six again, and you can participate, okay? But we're hearing feedback here. We don't, it's difficult for us to talk with the feedback. Thank you. Go ahead. Well, I did. I just wanted for um, for Dave's CD um, to get ready for it. If you get a Walkman and then uh, earphones that go up to 24 hertz, okay. Um, and it, I mean, it 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 can it breaks and trains with whatever kind of stream of energy they have coming at us because it's like mm-hmm. like sounds coughing and sounds. It doesn't sound great, uh, but it, it messes up their connection with us to do that kind of stuff. 
So you might want to see if it actually um, it helps you with that. Like the inner voice stuff, I think it does kind of break off anything automated that they have going on with me like that. Um, like sometimes I'll see certain people, they'll put ethnic slurs and then they'll just put a trigger in there. But anything they do like real time, um, I, I kind of have I have a problem with. And you just kind of break your connection from them. I've, I'm I've wondering not, if the speed reading classes, since it retrains you not to sub vocalize because you're skipping, I'm wondering if that will feed into helping us stop hmm. the, stop it stop sub vocalizing. Sounds interesting. Yeah, that sounds like it could, yeah, it could work because they are trying to retrain us uh, to think a certain way. I've I've started to kind of fight it. When I have thoughts, you know, I won't say, like, uh, I'm going to go see my dog in words in my head. I'm just, like, I have a, a glob of thoughts. I've started trying to get back, remember to how I thought before. Um, exactly. It slows you down so bad. It, it slows down my instincts, my guts, everything. Because I didn't yeah. think my words. Now I think my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they're trying to train us to do, especially because... Like if you're commit, like I can, they can, you know, see what I'm thinking in my inner voice, and then they respond on V2K. It's not like speaking, so it gets me into this thing where, like, I, I'm thinking like I'm speaking to somebody. Um, it's it's point. It's point. So I just try, I'm, try and forget that they're there when I can, and then go try and go back to as much regular thinking as I can because it really does. Close, close down your thinking and how you can solve problems and, you know, do things during the day. It really does. It really does. I might, did, you I might, see, did you see a lot of crystals come out, too, from doing uh, the, the cleansing program? Yeah. I noticed um, me and another and a bunch of other TIs, you know, probably me and two other TIs, we noticed uh, kind of like um, black, like little black grainy dirt. Uh, but but that I think may be um, it may be the Epsom salt mixing with like the borax. It may be actually the the Epsom salt kind of congealing. Um, I did know it's actually because I had a red shard come out of my heart, and it was it was glass, and I had uh, additional glass crystals. I'm getting like bumps, but it's something wow. coming out and breaking the surface, and along my throat, along my vocal cords. Additionally, I had and right at the base, I had more slivers come out. The more because I'm, a, I think I'm about the same far along as you. I'm about a month. I'm like two days shy of a month now. And it, has, still, has it decreased your symptoms? Like has it decreased yes. the symptoms? Oh, dramatically. Just even from the yeah. get go, for me, I noticed the voice, uh, the voice uh, V2K, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that that went. Okay, that's good. Okay. Okay. Don't make me. I'm don't make me. I'm going to fix myself and see if it's me. I'll try okay. that. Okay. And Where I, are I was, you? Linda, you just unmute, unmuted me. That's when it started. You might try that too. <laughs> when did I unmute you? Just a few minutes ago because I had a question when you started talking about Dave. Oh, go ahead. Did you want to ask it? Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah. I've I've had several people I tried to send me his C D. I mean he sent it to my house. Um I've had a couple of people send it uh from New York. I even I, tried, I just tried to send you one. You didn't get the one I sent you? 'Cause no, Mike honey, I, me. 
you didn't get because that was just I put it in U.S. Postal um, with your address on. It must have been two weeks ago. Really? Um, yeah. So I just I tried to send you that one. Mike Mike told me to try and send it to you again. So Mike, that's another yeah. try failed. Well, I, you know, I live in Missouri. I, I, if I can get a ride, I'm just going to go see him one of these days. And my address yeah. is getting ready to change here in a, a week or two. Well, I'm going to talk to Dave. I'm not positive, but um, like I'm going to talk to Dave and see if we can't just put it on YouTube, like on my YouTube channel. Um, you know, I because I don't think anybody can manipulate. Like, I know they can put stuff coming out of your computer sound, maybe, which I, that's what we're worried about. But I don't think they can actually manipulate the video. Like, if I put it up on a video, I don't think it, it would be ever. They couldn't manipulate the YouTube or anything like that. They could maybe manipulate, like, one person's computer to have sound yeah. coming out of the computer. But um, I'm going to talk about that because a lot of people want that. Um and I think it would get it to a lot more people. They could then put it on CDs. But I, I think Dave's worried about um, he's worried about the purity of it because you know if, if somebody puts something. I understand that. I, I would be too. Um, yeah. <laughs> Especially the You know, the other night I felt so auditorially abused that I couldn't even get through a program without muting uh, the commercials. I had to give myself a break from that. It's like I could yeah. hear every sound, everything, you know. Like the, so this like stuff the really is paper. bad. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it just, I mean, it's yeah, all, it's, I, I'm telling you, but I've been like doing a CD when I sleep, and then the cleansing regimen, and it's made things a lot better. Like I'm not in heaven, you know. Like oh, I feel great. You know, these people are still attached to me. But it's made it so it's like not every waking moment. So I'm able to concentrate. Um, you know, we we just gotta keep adding things in that can you know mess with their system. That can right. I did start doing some Epsom salts with a little bit of borax in my bath, and I did notice a change too. Um, I got really bad um, stuff coming out of my eyes and nose that to where I couldn't even uh, hardly see for a while. Part of it I think was like a mucusy because it. I got like a scab in my nose. It's like a hole in there now, and I'm now, now I'm coughing up a little bit of blood when I cough up, which could be, oh, no. be like glass. Um, and when I walk, sometimes you know how it feels like glass coming out of your feet. Now when I walk, it feels like the glass is being pushed back in. Uh, maybe Crazy. maybe you might want to take the uh, take out the bathing and borax if you're bleeding. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, the Epsom salt should still be safe um, and supplements, but if you're, um, I don't... I yeah, don't I put just a little bit of borax, though, because I think when I first tried borax, I went on too strong and okay. about killed me, I think. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't hurt me at all. I mean, I, I find that now I notice a lot more. I'm breaking out. Like, I have a lot more pimples uh Yeah, it brings it out to the surface, yeah. I don't know if it's the borax. I really think that it has to do with getting this biofilm off me. I have earwax. I'm breaking out more pimples on my back. And I'll see, I notice the small hairs on, like, my shoulder where I didn't notice them before. Like, the, the skin was, like, smoothed down before. And now I, I can see the little hairs. So it's definitely changed the way my pores are, you know. Um, I've got a rack all over the front of me. 
I don't know if you've used this, uh, Kyle, but um, I've used it before, but I can't never seem to get a, a regiment that, you know, all together and have money to buy it or whatever. But I start, I had to do something. But that uh, Castile soap, have you ever tried that? Mm-mm. I use that. What is, what is, what about, I think it's very gentle. I could be wrong. Oh, you got it. You just got to dilute it. You can use it in your laundry on your, I wash my dishes with it now. I don't have to use it. It takes Kool-Aid off your counters. It takes the scuffs off your counters, like Ajax would. Really? But it, oh, it's all hemp oil, it uh, peppermint oil. It's all, yeah. if anybody's ever used it, I mean. Right. I can feel the stuff being being uh, reduced on my skin when I put it on. I, but you can't put it on too strong because it will really dry out your skin. But I was just wondering if anybody's ever tried that. And I'm using the combination of the three. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm using less chemical. Yeah. I just don't trust our shampoos, our conditioners. Mm-mm. You know, I don't trust none of that. I got such a buildup of this. Yeah. Film that I just I feel like I'm I'm being suffocated with it. Yeah, sometimes they sometimes. Okay, whoever's making noise, do you want to stop that, please? Are you moving around? Is somebody moving around a lot? Why am I talking like that? <laughs> Sound like <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that. Anyway, it's not me, Linda. I I, I have a question. It's not, it's not me. I, <laughs> Hi, Ann. I, I know it's uh, not you, huh? I know you would never do that. <laughs> In fact, it's happening while you're talking, so I know you're not doing that. Somebody's yeah. doing it. Okay, guys, who's making the noise? Not me. I'm on mute. Let's... I'll mute myself, hmm. see if that's it. Honey, it's not yours. It's happening while you're talking. Oh, okay. No, I mean... Okay. Don't do that to me. Okay. Okay, I think I probably might know. Okay. Go ahead, keep talking. I think I got it. I'm not sure. Oh, thank you. Maybe I didn't. Um, <laughs> I was watching a video by William Mount, whom I watch quite a bit. He has a video every day on YouTube, um. and... He was looking at California and the storm that's sitting there now and the dam that is uh, breaching. And he mentioned that Hop has been disabled. And I was wondering if anybody has experienced um, less targeting. He actually said that Harp had been disabled. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, just wondering. Um, okay. Um, I, I'm going to have to mute the room for a minute because somebody's not cooperating. You know? And then if you want to participate, star six, okay? You guys? Can you hear me? Kyle, can you hear me? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can hear you. I was oh, on mute. Oh, good. I thought they were. 
I thought they were muting me out on my phone, which they also do. Um, okay, you guys, I'm going to mute the room, and then I'm going to unmute the people that I know are not making noise. Um, you, I don't know. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll figure this out. I'll just keep going. Okay. Okay. Hello, California. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Arlene in Southern California. Hi, yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm not good. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm so so. How are you? Uh, so so too. <laughs> um, I this is my second day of doing the the soaking in Epsom salt. Uh huh. And um, it really feels good. And I don't know. I still get attacked constantly, and I don't know if it's just the tax has been lowered or if it's really because of the salt. I like to believe it's salt because I've been doing four to five cups in the tub, and this is Whoa. my second day. Yeah. And and it is working. I'm sorry, I didn't hear part of that. It is working? Yeah, it feels like it is working. I mean, I still feel it, but yeah. it's not as painful. It's it's calmed down a little bit. Good for you. That's a lot of Epsom salts. Um but I'm glad it's working. Yeah, I use a ton. I use a half a mil cart and I still I, every day I think I may I may have missed one day in the month and I just you know, I'll soak in it for like an hour and I'll, you know, put my head under the water. I but I do, like, I do want to tell you all, you know, I wouldn't go to sleep with it on because, like somebody was saying earlier, um, you know, salt is conductive. So you, mm-hmm. you don't want to leave it on while you sleep. I've noticed that they've kind of used that to my disadvantage. Um, they've used it to their advantage. Um, so, I, mm-hmm. so I try and do an Epsom salt bath with a lot of Epsom salt. I pour it on. But then a couple of hours later, you know, I do a, a cleansing to cleanse the essence salt off. You know, either a borax bath or a palm olive uh, with L-lactate acid. I think I'm going to maybe uh, start doing a baking soda and then kind of interchanging those. So I'm not doing a borax bath every day. So I was doing borax yeah. bath every day. And now I'm in a month, so I might kind of kind of uh, switching it around a little bit. You kind of got to, um, you know, it is, a, it is a pretty poor regiment where he says, you know, do this and do that, but you kind of got to um, make it work for you. You know, like if you use too much Epsom salt and it just makes you feel horrible because it's too much salt and it's drying you out, you know, just go down on the Epsom salt, you know. Don't hurt yourself doing any yeah, of this. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're <laughs> trying not to hurt ourselves. Lime sulfur is supposed to hurt. That I finally got in the mail, so I'll be doing that Monday. That'll be the first time I'll be able to do it. What are you going to do Monday? Lime sulfur, the lime sulfur part of it. You're going to try. Okay, so you got that. I want to. I'm going to get that soon because I want to get my dog a bath in it. I know she would have some of these toxins on her, and then I'm going to try it. Um, he says that stuff starts coming off in charge. Okay. He does, like, a lot of the other methods do the same thing. They just do them super, you know. So, you know, he said Whoever if you use that. I don't know. You know, I know. I, 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 I go on mute after I speak. My, um, 
my call really hasn't been very hurt very badly as of late, or never really has badly, and it's um, tonight seems to be special. Um, is somebody moving things around? Sounds like you're moving furniture or something. No, not me. Not you. No, no I'm just okay. Who's from North Missouri? Is that anybody who's talking right now? Okay, North Missouri. Do you want to do you want to speak up? That would help. Gee, Linda. Um, yeah. When you have a moment, it's Dr. Andrews. I just wanted to bring up a topic. Hi, and see Sean. About. How you doing? Sure. Great. Um, yeah, it's my, my a couple of minutes, but uh, I was just yeah. I was just talking to Ella. I was listening to uh, George Webb's uh, interview. I wasn't able to dial into the call, but you know he had mentioned something uh, that was really interesting, and he was talking about how the, our our programs are very likely run by about seven thousand different contractors, and uh, there's a lot of money involved in it. So uh, originally yeah. it started off with. You know, people suspected uh, are capable of terrorism. They're watching, but money started to pour in after 9/11, and even to the Clinton administration. And uh, you know, they 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 made the problem. They created us into uh, or defined us as being as potential uh, problem makers, if you will. Now, right. uh, this money is finite. There's a limit to this money. So, one possible strategy that we could we could incorporate, we could use to our advantage uses the principle of obfuscation. So where we essentially could flood them with potential future TIs, if you will, by taking the names of, like, say, like license plate of a perp that we see at a certain time and location and saying that, you know, he was acting really suspicious around a school or around a bank or around some business and reporting these to the anonymous Hotlines, the, the see something, say something hotlines uh, that we have online that we can call up, and essentially we flood the system with all of these reports. At some point, this, the, the, these contractors are going to want to take on more and more people, and you know they're going to say you know, we need more and more money. There'll be a point of saturation and possibly a point of review. So if each of us were able were, were to do this. Say like a hundred of each TI were able to submit a hundred of these reports, these suspicious activity reports. Um, that could that could really send the system into into collapse, or at least at least have it be reviewed. We'd be creating more victims in time, wouldn't we? Yes, and that's that. Is, okay, so the, here here are the downfalls. Uh, I'm, I'm saying yes, but I don't actually mean yes. Um, the strategy here would be to report uh, perks. So perks that you not only identify by, say, color, but they do a couple different things that possibly that, that positively identifies them as a perk. All right. Now, yes, there's a potential you're making a future TI, but if you report 100 people, are those are you going to make 100 new TIs? That would be only. That would only be. I mean, this doesn't sound crappy. That would only be to your benefit. Because, what, what's that? Isn't that their goal to have more TIs? I, just, I, I, can't, I can barely make out what you're saying. I'm sorry. Isn't that their goal is to have everyone a TI? 
Right, but think about where we are right now. We're at a point that unlike, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only recently aware in the last two years, been targeted for a long time, but think about where we are at this point. And this, a lot of the people who have been around, been, you know, targeted for a long time have said this. Things are, are, are totally different today, and they're progressively getting better. People are understanding. They're trying to, to look at what we're saying. We're having whistleblowers come out and say things that are very related to what we're complaining about. You know, we're living in times where, like, it might just take that one extra person to come out or that one extra person to say that, hey, there's something weird going on. I'm being stalked by all these people. Like, we want saturation. We want our voices to be amplified. So even if even if even if you generate more TIs, and again, I am only I'm only proposing that you report perks perks identified by more than just a couple of features like you know coughing, color, and action, say, uh, or even or even straight there. Like there has to be a few things. I mean, don't 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 just willy nilly start reporting people. Um, then you know essentially you're turning the system on you know back on them. And it could be effective. Um, there are a couple other issues that I thought, I thought about regarding this, you know, this this uh, potential strategy, and that's that if you don't submit these anonymously, if you, if you go about and submit these, you know, with, with a name attached, you know, there could be a point where they might want to come to you and be like, "Well, you reported 30 people for suspicious activity. You know, maybe you're the problem." But again, the, the whole the whole idea is that you're reporting people who actually are acting suspicious, and you're also documenting your process at the same time by finding out these reports you know, online or on the phone, but you're reporting people who are actually acting suspicious, and you have the time, you have the day, you have description, you have a license plate number, right? And the only thing you have to tweak or massage here is the message. So what were they doing? What, what, what about your observations uh, seems that they were doing something improper? Um, and that's what you have to carefully word. But, I mean, somebody could just be standing there wait, waiting for a bus, and you, you can interpret that as, you know, he's, wait, he's waiting for his uh, conspirator to come in and you know, do something awful. So, really, it, that part of the argument isn't, isn't that difficult, but you are reporting facts. Now, whether your interpretation of that fact is a little bit skewed to your advantage, that's fine. I mean... I, I, I am a big proponent. I mean, I, I tend to be a moral person, but I'm a big proponent of leveraging the system plausible liability to your favor because God knows they break so many laws against us. You know, I think for me, uh, you know, Frank Allen has put together a um, – Frank, maybe you want to talk about this. You put together a list – he put together a list of the people who have created – have the patents for these devices – and um, and I know that, that um, most large insurance companies are no longer providing liability insurance for for any any injuries created or any damages whatsoever that are created by the devices that create electromagnetic fields, which is what we're talking about, or what do we get well, hit with? Well, um, well, well, I'm not talking frankly, about device, devices. I'm just talking about human reporting. I know what you're talking behavior. about, but, but that scares me. What you're saying scares me. That's open to so many possible issues. I mean, what if we're reporting somebody? I mean, I, end, I are they going to try? I, I I don't know how this information gets to them, but but um, Sean, I think this is just fraught with so much. I don't know, so much, um, so many possible issues that could connect to this. 
we can I, be hurting people. I agree. People. I, I, I agree. Um, and again, this, this occurred to me just only a few minutes ago. And on the face, it seems like it could be a good strategy. It definitely needs more thought, which is why you know I was talking to Ella, and we were like, we need to like talk to this about, to other people and see what they think. And um, yeah, we don't want to hurt people. We don't want. I mean, what if we do create more target, more TIs? I mean, God, would we want to open this, open other people up to this? This scares me. Supporting your perps and providing that space. I think I think we we talk a lot about karma and how these people who are attacking us will eventually be dealt with. And I don't think we want to pull any more trouble on our own head. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start muting and unmuting here, guys. Um. Yeah, I, 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 it concerns me that we might be causing um, problems. A- anybody else want to jump in here? Can you hear what me? They think yeah, yeah. I think it's Linda, as far as the... the, the, the Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, hon. Uh, no, did I you? Was say- Go ahead. I, I was saying that we always say that you know, karma is going to come back on these people's heads for what they're mm-hmm. doing. And we might be, if we start doing this with like reporting people, mm-hmm. it's almost like revenge, you know, mm-hmm. to turn around and, and do this to them. And yeah. I don't think, I don't think, as if you look at it as karma, mm-hmm. it'll come back on our heads. And I have seen that mm-hmm. happen to people who thought they knew who their perps were and went after them by the same means, and it did not end well. So yeah. that, that See, was my, it's not going to because... innocent who was made to look like a perp. Yeah. Well, another thing is they... They've hacked into our phones. They know everything we do, everywhere we go. I mean, we're constantly being watched. So someone would know that we did this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's true it too. just wouldn't work. It wouldn't right, work. But, but what, what, what could possibly happen to us that doesn't already? That would be my kind of argument to that. Yeah. Um, well... You know, if they know that we're doing something like that to them, they have more ability to retaliate against us than we do them. And I'll tell you, as soon as I pitched this to Ella, I was slammed on my side. I got I got strong hits to the head, to the chest. Hmm. Um, so clearly it's not something that went over very well, which to me is an indicator that... Yeah, <laughs> much work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must sound good. It, it might work because they don't want it. I certainly get that same thing. Um, when things disappear from my house, I know. Oh my God, that was working. Now it's gone. Um, no, I hear what you're saying. It. It. I don't know. Good luck getting. I'm not sure you would get a lot of people willing to do that. You might. I don't know. I would be uncomfortable with it only from the standpoint of, you know, 
how do we know they weren't turn around and turn us in for something or say that we're doing something malicious or turn us into the FBI for something or turn us into the local police for making false accusations, you know, that, that, that sort of, but, I just really want to, yeah. I, I, totally, I, totally, I totally understand, but here you are, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not really attributing your name to this, you, you're, you're using these anonymous hotlines, so technically there's, can be no retribution. You know, these people don't know that you are the person that reported them. And, I mean, your reports could very well be deleted. Uh, so a counter strategy that would be to use multiple reporting options. But in terms of, I mean, you're not going to create, you know, you know, if you report, let's say, let's, let's say, you know, how, how, many, how many TIs are there in the U.S.? You know, by, if everyone on the watch list was a TI, you know, by, by George Webb's uh, estimation, there's 2 million TIs. Uh, each, each of us, let's say, 100% involvement, let's say you've got 2 million TIs out there reporting a bunch of people, right, 10, 10 people apiece. Is a TI number, is a money back in the TI perm only going to jump uh, you know, tenfold to support all of these new TIs in the program, and don't you think that that level of targeting is going to draw more attention? I mean, I, I, I understand. You know, we're, it's a very fine line, and there are moral, ethical issues. You know, it, t- it turns out that most of us who are targeted are pretty damn ethical people, and we're, we're moral, and we're righteous, and you know, we, we seek justice, and that's why we're the problem because we don't. We don't bend, we don't tend to want to bend the rules and 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 you know go with with the system or the way the mm-hmm. system is leading. Um, However, we're put in a funny I, situation. Uh, we're put in a very difficult situation, and sometimes I don't think you can play by the rules. You know, it's, but, well, I agree with that. It's when it might come back on us, which is where I get concerned. I agree when when people aren't when people are doing something so so bad, so vile, and so illegal to us. Um, if you got to go outside the rules a bit, you know, that's, that might be what you have to do. But for me, if it's going to, if it, it, the likelihood is, because I know my, my phone is tapped, I know that, um, as I sit here, it says it's on echo, and that means the second line has been picked up, and I don't have a second line. So, you know, that's what's so strange, you know. Um, but I, I would not want something that comes back on me, you know, Sean? <laughs> I don't think you would get enough people to buy into this. I really don't think you would ever do it. I think there's probably in excess of 4 million targets in this country, Sean, but I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people, people are, targets are too afraid to do anything like this. The you would never get enough people involved. The detective did mention video evidence with the time stamp. That that's something. I mean, just turning in random people. No, I don't agree with because I would never wish this experience on anyone, not even for a day. But video mm-hmm. evidence of actual perps. If you're being followed, they have nothing in their cart. I saw a very compelling uh, video uh, online where he went up to him and asked him, "Well, how much do you get paid to to do this to me?" And the guy told him. <laughs> it's, it's that type of evidence with the timestamp or where they're coming into your house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another one, the guy out of Midland, you know, where but, he has faces show. So my question, I, I guess, is is a is being a perp not suspicious activity? Well, if you have the video evidence that actually showed the police that it is a perp, they were, they were breaking into his home, that's a good place to start. But someone just walking outside 
outside of your house at night, doesn't stop, doesn't come to the window, doesn't that they're police that's not something we can really go to them with. The the, the, the idea for the process for was for it to be um quick and with fast turnover. Uh, you know, I'm not suggesting going to police station filing or suspicious uh, activity report. I'm saying, you know, something you can do in 90 seconds to two minutes uh, on a computer. You can, you know, dial the, uh, some anonymous hotline and, you know, just give, like, just the facts very, very briefly. Um, you know, to submit video evidence, um, I mean, it doesn't take that uh, to, for, for, for these people to follow up. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at the watch list um, guidance 2013 for all the agencies, yeah. you actually need zero evidence to submit uh, a claim uh, or even a, a report. You have absolutely no evidence. All you need is you know someone to say, I think this person did something a little weird. That doesn't mean you jump on the TI list. That doesn't mean you become a TI. Um, you know, hmm. let's interesting. Let's, let's be let's be honest, like. We don't know how we get nominated as TIs. You know, you know there's someone who who, who broke a, who broke the speeding law. They're doing 55 and a 20. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, do they get nominated to the TI list? You know, we don't know. Yeah, we're, we're we don't draw, know. We're, we're drawing yeah. a lot of lines that we, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, if they're legitimate. Well, that's true. I mean, look at all of us. We all ask ourselves, "What did I do? You know, what? Why am I on this list?" Um, and who knows what they make up and, you know, what they do, and it doesn't take a lot to, uh, clearly it doesn't take a lot to get us on this list because we're on it and we don't know why. Um, I don't know. I I, I have to agree with Luda. I think you might have some trouble getting people to actually do this. That's why I think, you know, sending all all these government contractors uh, letters stating, do you know you're not insured for any damage that you're causing? I think if they received, if they all received a bunch of those, if that that could, might that might concern them. You know, I don't know, but um, that to me is a little it would feel a little cleaner because it's it's true and it's just you know uh, it's a good way to let them know they are in trouble and could lose everything that they have if they. Um, do get sued, and we are planning on a class action suit. We could add that too, and let them know that they are in trouble. If they keep if they keep creating devices that damage people, they're in trouble. They are no longer insured. They could lose everything. To me, that's a pretty heavy message. I don't know. I like it. Does that yeah, make sense to Texas, you? In Texas, huh? the, um, in Texas, in order to be a licensed investigator. Uh, Texas uh-huh. does have at the DPS. They have a database that has a picture of all the private investigators uh, available. So if you are familiar with the face of your perp, if it's been a long, long time, one you might consider oh, looking up oh. the DPS and see if their license is held there. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Now, what? Okay. Would you say that one more time? I, you kind of faded off at the last. Okay. Um, In Texas, uh, Private Eye has to be licensed with the DPS. They have pictures online that you can look through to see if that is your perp, if it is an investigator. Oh. Oh. It's interesting. Apparently, a lot of of private investigators do go over to the other side and do become perps. Is that what you're saying? 
Yes, ma'am. I was following yes. your, your train of thought on that when you were saying about sending it to the private investigators. Well, mm-hmm. if you know that you've been one-on-one with your perps, as, as he is also suggesting, then you might consider looking at the database and seeing that there are pictures among those pictures. Hmm. And then you have the investigation firm that they work for and their license. Interesting. Interesting. That's in Texas? That's in Texas. I'm not sure about other states. I just know in Texas it's with DPS. They have to register with DPS if they have a um, license. Hmm. Um, Well, I know who my purpose and my original person that originally got me on the list. Um, And I'm going to have a few things investigated on that. but that's interesting. It's a, it's a suggestion. If anybody wants to take it, you know, what what would the, what is the site? Do you know the name of the site that they could look at look up? Uh, yes. So I wanted to provide guidance uh, on this. I seems like I did some more research, look at legalities, and uh, hopefully mm-hmm. even like mm-hmm. print out like a one page like little uh, flyer on instructions with okay. possible hotlines you can call. I don't know the lines off the top of my head. Um, I mean, but yeah. we're talking about like just the major federal ones that you know the see something, say something lines, or even like the online reporting. Uh, the most right. most even local police stations yeah. have them, but I, I I suggest going federal with this because uh, as mm-hmm. we can all. Be cert- I think we're all fairly certain that you know this is at the very least is a federal program for us. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you like like we could contact the DHS. So right. So um, I mean I'm yeah. I'm not I'm my computer right now, but um, if I, you yeah. can just Google DHS, see something, say something. Um, they can probably yeah. pull up a number. I mean I don't know. Again, I, I, this well, definitely needs more thoughts. Well, Sean. Well, it's interesting, and 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 um, Bella and I went through went. Um, we're looking at some of the things that, that they were suggesting people look for to, to turn people in, and they're like, um, uh, did they change their hair color? Did they buy odd cosmetics? Do they look different? Do they want excessive privacy? Those are the things that people are supposed to look for to see if somebody is a scary person, you know, or whatever, or somebody that they should report. That certainly leaves those wide open, doesn't it? That leaves our that, that would leave our choices wide open if they're that loose with what what yeah, should be reported to them. The mm-hmm. first time we realized, when we realized how severely we were targeted, I did all of those things. You were just like that. <laughs> I, I became excessively private because I already yeah, knew how to be safe. Yeah. I, I started trying to take care of myself, changing my hair, doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you do that, trying to feel better about yourself. Yes, yes. Well, the actually, Bella and I started laughing. It got so ridiculous. It was like, you got to be kidding. This is a sign of a dangerous person because their appearance has changed, because they like privacy. We all like our privacy, and we get more and more, you know, concerned about our privacy as time goes on because it's invaded so badly so much, you know. Um yeah, it was very strange, these things that we were supposed to look for and report. That's very, they were very, it was odd. You know, it was odd. A little over the top. But it I, certainly, as they say, it does, it opens that field up, doesn't it, Sean? It does. So um, one of the websites is, and you know, I'm wondering if there's an anonymous one, but this one's for the FBI. It's called their tips line, and it's at tips.fbi.gov. Um, 
and uh, sometimes they might contact you back, sometimes they don't. Um, but I mean, at the very least, you're you're if you're using this strictly to report your suspected perps, you know, that's not going to go over well because then you're creating paperwork for each mm-hmm. perp that you encounter. You get documents on. This is not going to go over well. Uh, no, it's not going to bother. Yeah. So I mean, that's that can only work to your advantage. And I can say right now, I'm getting hit pretty hard right now to the throat as I'm talking to you, uh, yeah. which, which is very, very encouraging. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm working myself in, into like a tizzy of excitement because I'm I am I'm almost going I'm going to do this. But again, I want to step back and uh, you know totally review it, legalities and so forth um, before we before I, I go and pitch this anymore. But, you know, I wanted to run this through a room full of people. And, well, thank um, you. And I, and I definitely, I, you know, a lot of your concerns you mentioned, you know, were the first ones that occurred to me. Like, I don't want to generate more TIs. You know, this sucks, right? Yeah, I hate yeah. Them. Um, but I, I don't think we would be doing that. Um, and if enough people got on board, which is the other issue, like I'm not going to do this, you know, it would mm-hmm. be a quick saturation and... Um, it's just not the money for that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Sean, mm-hmm. I was thinking about Cynthia Nation as I just read a book called See Something, Say Nothing. And he's a whistleblower who said that the rules had been changed as to who you could, who you could, uh, or what characteristics or what reasons you might end up putting somebody on it, you know, that it changed after 2008, I believe. Within 2008, before the changes of the before last uh, administration, the very tail end of the Bush administration, and all the way through the um, Obama administration, is that the rules changed that the FBI could not investigate things like a person's religion, because um, and this, this was pushed because there were so many Muslim people in it, but some of the uh, tragedies that have happened could have been prevented because of um, noticing what a person's ideology is is very important because uh, what's going on in the person's heart and head is more important than whether they ran a red light or not, you know. So things were things were ignored. So I don't know what the rules are in it right now. You might give it a little time. That's, that's an interesting idea. I have trouble doing something that they're doing to me because I consider it morally wrong to do. You know, I understand. I understand your thinking on that, but um, that, that's the reason I would have trouble with it. But the rules have changed. I don't know what they are allowed actually to um, investigate or, or what they're allowed to consider suspicious or not, because he said they have actually been prosecuted for even mentioning that uh, some of the people that they considered were uh, possible terrorists uh, had had an ideology that was very important, and ties with people are you know groups that idio- that particular ideology had been promoted uh, for active you know active jihad. So I don't know. I don't know. So so as a, as a follow up uh, uh, to that comment, um, I just pulled up um, the guidance for how to spot a terrorist. This is direct guidance for federal agencies uh, in a publication published in 2013. So just read a couple of these off. The checklist ranges from the mind-numbingly obvious, like appears to be in disguise, which is worth three points, to downright dubious, like bobbing Adam's apple. Many indicators like trembling, 
and arriving late for a flight appear to confirm allegations that uh, the program <laughs> picked out. But uh, here's some more. Exaggerated yawning, excessive complaints, uh, throat clearing. We all know about the coughing, right? Uh, maybe whistling mm-hmm. can make that list too. Uh, widely open uh, staring eyes, wearing improper attire. How many times do we <laughs> see guys wearing fluorescent yellow and greens and oranges? And, yeah. um, That's oh, kind of a what? I've got fluorescent green on right now. That's what is that supposed to be? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Oh my god! I should yawns with the eyes too. I don't know about y'all, but I've got the fit of the yawns and the throat clearing done to me as part of my targeting. Yeah, I get I need, the yawns too. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need your name. I'm gonna to report you for wearing that fluorescent yellow shirt. <laughs> Are you kidding? They say if somebody wears fluorescent colors, they should be reported. So it says wearing improper attire for location. I mean, that's really subjective, right? So, okay, okay. Um, it's kind okay, of a we have, sweatshirt. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we have whistling. We have gazing down. You know, we have the, the stupid perps who, like, stare down at their shoes and, like, just, like, linger and loiter. I mean, that's that, that's a terrorist, right? Uh, exaggerated or repetitive <laughs> grooming gestures. You know, we have the, 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 the face touching or the brushing of their hair whenever they spot mm-hmm. you. Uh, uh, Face pale from recent shaving of beard. That's interesting. Um, and then <laughs> rubbing a ring of the hand. So you know, a lot of these people, especially the newbies, you know, they're nervous and they're really twitchy and they can rub their hands and, and that's a terrorist. Oh, my. To <laughs> that's that's supposed to be a terrorist? Didn't they mention uh, charismatic uh, religions and um, homeschooling? And there was something else that they were looking at that was newly added to the list. Yeah, Is it supposed um, to be signs of a terrorist? These are signs? These are what uh, you should look Oh my indi- god. Indi- indicators. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean it, that's ah. what they say. You don't you don't even you don't need evidence anymore. All you need to do is just suspicion. <laughs> wear gr- wear green. Oh my god. Are you there, Sean? Did you cut <coughs> out? I got this from Linda. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. I I also heard that you can uh, buy your coffee with cash. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Be really careful. Be be charging. You know what it is? It's it's the people that they can't control that they're targeting. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We are, uh, even though a lot of us are loners and kind of shy and all that kind of stuff, believe it or not, I am shy. But even though, um, um, never mind, I just completely lost what I was going to say. Never mind. Well, it's the people that they can't control. Yes, yes. And most of us are pretty, most of us are pretty, you know, we're. I think we're probably independent, probably pretty, I think people who are stubborn. You know, yeah. does that make sense? That's why it's so yeah. hard to get us together. We've been trying to do that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said it's like for you guys. It's like hurting cats. You know, you you don't hurt cats; they go every which way. And that seems like apparently that's some people have said that's a lot. Like, you know, um, I have been trying to pay with cash more than using my debit card because. I know they use my debit card to track me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James, James, I'm unmuting you, and I don't mute you back, but something does. 
Hi, Linda. It's Donna. Hi, Donna. Just, How are you doing? Hi. Um, I've been cooking dinner. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that, you know, this thing about people looking different. Um, mm-hmm. I I got a really beautiful auburn reddish hair. I've, I've been a redhead mm-hmm. all my life. Terrorist. And when they started, of course, now I'm at the age where I have to tint my hair. But um, um, when they started the chemical action mm-hmm. on me, I am now a beautiful strawberry blonde. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> because, you know, if people think I'm trying to change my mm-hmm. identity or if I'm some uh, person that somebody in the program or in the community here said that I was, uh, which I'm not. Um, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm just me. And uh, right. even if that didn't happen, I'm a hairdresser. I'm entitled. I'm a woman. I changed yeah. my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just, I felt like interjecting that because we're not all like, Perpy and trying to hurt anybody, <laughs> you know, no. or trying to run something over on somebody. Exactly. That's all exactly. I wanted to say. Love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Hey, Donna would know too. Yeah, hon. Yeah. So I just got a, a silly question. Um, it's really not that big of a deal, but I was just curious. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I get a lot of problems with keep my cable companies, even though I don't really pay for it. Um, but um. They shut my phone and television and um, everything off in the house because it's bundled uh, a couple weeks ago. And they said that um, it was because I had signal leakage, which they call inside ingress, and that it affects the airplanes and they'll get fined by the FCC. What? Yes. So you're going to get fined or they're going to get fined? They they get fined by the FCC because it affects. Well, then they need to fix that. It's not now, your if, problem. If there's enough okay. signal leakage in my home going on to affect airlines, what's it doing? <laughs> That's a little scary. You mean? <laughs> well, where, where did you have signal leakage from? They said it was from inside my house. They ended up having. Did they say what kind of a signal? Because I had that once, and it was from like uh, it was Comcast. Yeah, and I they said that there was an excessive amount leaking, and it shouldn't have been that high. And I think the my perps were using that yeah. to radiate me. Yeah. I think that too. I've I've had AT and T probably out there there's been something different um calls to my house. Nobody's phone works when they come to my house. Um, oh wow. Yeah. That's what they say anyway. But they get I think they get us to perp each other, you know, a little bit without knowing it. Huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not really perfect, yeah. but uh, affect each other by yeah. behaving in certain ways. But um, that was a bad choice of words. But I just found that very interesting. That was the first one from the cable companies. We had just switched over to Xfinity. But uh, well, okay, and, and Xfinity just shut you down for this. We lost uh, the phone, the TV, the internet, everything. So I called on my my government safe phone and told them that. Um, what was going on? And at first, they said, "Well, you should have got a flyer on your door." Door, and I called him at 9 a.m. in the morning, and uh, he said, 
and that was four days ago, ma'am. Today is the 29th. I said, sir, today is the 24th. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and he says, and he was real nice, and yeah. they said it might be six days before they can come out and fix it. That whole neighborhood got shut down. I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't know. I don't talk to my neighbors much, but um, right. uh, I, I just don't engage that much, but um. You know, and then he, I didn't get no door hanger, and I kept, I called back later on the afternoon, and they had somebody out that evening. The guy was very nice. He ended up having, having to go up on the pole and change the filter, but I've had this over and over again for years. Oh, wow. Don't, the don't leakage, matter, but, you mean? But that was the, the first leakage? time I got the leakage. <laughs> so, That's interesting. And, James, and they call it inside you... ingress, he says. In, and it, inside ingress? In, 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 Ingress. ingress or egress? Inside ingress, I N G R E S S. When well, what threw me off is it's, it's a cable company. It's not even satellite. It's affecting the airlines, and they're going to get fined. <laughs> they better fix it. Um, they better fix it. Yeah, and they did fix it that day. But uh, well, yeah, that's interesting. And James, did they? I just wondered if anybody else your- has had that before. Yeah, James did. James mentioned he did. And interesting, yeah, they, we all have Comcast. Um, James, did they is, rectify that? Yeah? Yeah, very quickly. Ingress is the door to your house, and egress is the, also the door to your house. Ex- yeah, enter coming and exit. In, ingress yeah. is coming in, and egress right. is going out. Right. I did not know that, because I don't think Google gives me all the definitions. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is, it, it sounds to me like they're saying that somebody is accessing your cable from inside your house. So they're making that, it sound like there's a, a leak in one of the cable wires, or it's one of the plugs. What happened was he ended up changing a bunch of wires out, and uh, the guys that came out oh. and installed it a few, a few months before that, it took him like eight hours. Because interesting. And then he ended up having to change the filter on on the pole, which I mean it might be on on the up and up in a sense. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I didn't, I don't get out a lot, so I think they come in a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, did Frank just leave? Okay. Oh. If anything, just um, to um, mess with me. You know, I was just curious yeah. if, it, if it was uh, in a script somewhere or if it was just me. Uh, well, it sounds like James has, has had the same thing, right, James? Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly the same thing. And they came out and fixed it. Interesting. And we all three have have Comcast or Xfinity. <laughs> They're the same company. Um, interesting. Somebody yeah. from from Comcast tried to convince me to have a booster on my line, and they insisted that was the only thing. They had to blah do all these things. And the the EMF the level that came off that booster, the electromagnetic frequencies were just massive, and I I and I made them take it out, and they fought with me and fought with me and were rude about it, and it was just amazing, you know. When I was talking to this guy, and I said, I really don't care what you think. I'm telling you, I want it off. I want it out of my house. I don't like the high electromagnetic frequencies. You've got to get it out of here. And he finally says, well, fine. Okay, fine. But when the te- technician gets there, try to be nice to him. <laughs> I was like, what? What? And this was, an, this was a Comcast deal. I don't know who they are or what they're doing, but they are taking over the world. They're, they are, I'd like to interject something. Sure. 
Um, that was very nice. I I just something came to my mind today um, about this friggin' phantom touch. Oh, and, phantom. Uh, oh yeah. When I yeah. was in my last apartment uh, in California, very nice, very very nice place, and they were like doing everything, dripping stuff out of the ceiling in my bathroom and talking to me through my TV and running things through the wall and microwaving where I could see the energy uh, float by my variegated uh, lampshade. I mean, it was insane. It really. And then uh, Thanksgiving Day, they about gassed me cooking their drugs. But anyway, um, it was a great, great, great place. Um, but I I felt like I was being killed by a bug, like like I was a bug. And I called this extermination company. I was Googling and trying to research and find out what is going on here. Well, I got this secretary, a naive little secretary, and she said, well, what our men do is it's very um, uh, humane. They'll sit in their truck and remotely kill the bugs, kill the whatever kind of bug you've got. Now, we've got the commercial kind for the big businesses, and then we have um, the domestic kind for the residences. And they can sit there remotely and kill things. They can see it. And uh, I'm thinking, you know what? They must have that commercial one on me because they're trying to kill me like I'm a rat or a bug or something. Um, I just wanted you all to know about that because uh, that remote stuff, I think that's one of the ways that we're getting it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely, yeah. So when you see those exterminators running around or when they come up to spray their Mm -hmm. pesticides, Mm -hmm. um, you know, say, just step up and say, um, gee, you know, I'm allergic Mm -hmm. to this. Uh, Go easy or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It it's really it's really yeah you're right. <laughs> the whole no world. no I, I think I think exterminating companies I think they're they're utilized to access our homes. Um, I've had a few experiences where they definitely were um, not not at my home appropriately, or I had not called them. They just show up. Um, that's disconcerting, you know. We should never allow anybody to just show up. Well, all that stuff, it, uh, uh, it, it's like it feels like it's environmental, like they're okay to do this. Oh, but truthfully, yeah. they're trying to make you very sick, and they're trying to drive you away from the environment that you're... Even when I went to visit a friend... Uh, yeah. They would spray that all around everywhere. So in my car, you know. Yeah. But but who can say anything because it's environmental, right? And uh, you call the uh, what is it? The environmental? What do you call that? The E something or other? EPA Environmental Protection Agency, which is right. now being headed EPA. by a guy that sued them. Yeah, EPA. And, and what they will tell you? What they told me was that. Oh, well, um, we come out there about twice a year and mm-hmm. check the domestic, but basically we are focused on the um, commercial. Everything is focused on the commercial. Air pollution, mm-hmm. 
uh, environmental, you name it. They're they're not for the little guy. They're drawing their salary up at the top, and the little guy is not getting the in the uh, attention Inspection. or protection. Yeah. The attention yeah. or the protection that, that that they're paying their taxes to get. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's just another thought today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's right back to Roundup and Monsanto anyway, but um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got me with the actual pest. I think I had, I was infested. My house was infested with mice and and uh, cockroaches. And you actually had they to use do that. Pests. They will do that. They did that to me. Rats were all of a sudden running around two of my houses. Oh, yes. they just chewed everything. They were everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally got rid of them, along with some people that uh, talked my dad into letting them stay there. So yeah. uh, I think they came with them. Um, yeah. yeah, I get a lot of pest um, trucks, you know, when I leave the house, when I do leave and stuff like that. And I better go they inside. show up I'm at outside. your house, you mean? I'm outside you mean they show in the backyard up? with the fire with, and it's on speaker. I'm getting a lot of sirens. I better go in. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, you don't let people don't let people in your yard or at your house when when anybody shows up. It's like a technician of some sort. If you haven't, if you haven't arranged for it, don't let them in. Just don't let them in. Yeah, it's not yeah. my house that I've been living in, but um, yeah, I tried to do that. You're right. I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah, I've had too many people try to get in that way, and um, it just makes no sense. Nobody should show up at your house, and and they think they can bamboozle you, you know. Especially it's harder if you live in an apartment, I imagine, or someplace like that. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was I was so overwhelmed by these pests, and it's like they would go at yeah. the, the corner of my dresser and just look at me. I know that sounds crazy, but no, it doesn't. No, no. But uh, I don't think that it's like they put on YouTube so much. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you mean those great big bugs that run around and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, they're, they they navigate towards anything electromagnetic anyway because they like the warmth, but um. Well, ants do. Ants navigate towards um, frequencies of some sort. I don't know quite what, but I do know that they do tend to gather around like plugs, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, and that that something that does help that's natural, I did find. I spray around my bed and stuff is to take a little mm-hmm. camphor essential oil, put it in a spray bottle with some uh-huh. water and spray it around. They don't like the camphor oil. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's real Thank cute. you. Yeah, I put it in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got no bugs in your shoes. You never know. Yeah. Little critters. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's probably but anyway, I didn't mean especially to anybody else. Okay. Um, no, but especially for people who um, who live in desert areas, because spiders will get in there, and they're not good spiders. And it's probably a good idea to put camphor oil in your shoes or a little cotton ball, you know? I didn't really have many problems with spiders in my house. They would be in my uh, carport, but not in my house. There's too many other things in there. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting to eat the spiders, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for the information anyway. I used to be scared of mice like crazy. They They don't bother me at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. They like to put everything. I found them in, in my house in Manhattan Beach. You don't have racks in houses. I mean, it's a beach, you know. I guess right, no racks right. at the beach. I don't know. But I used to find them there. And I found them in Cambria in my house. It's like, I don't know how you're supposed to get in there, you know. But I sure found them. And These things chewed all the paper off all my tankets. I couldn't even tell what was in the can. I could not believe the destruction they can cause. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Hmm. Yeah, I finally got rid of them. Good. They have they have fun with that. Yeah. Somebody's opening their mail, I think. Okay. Here we go, guest twenty three. There you go. So does anybody else have a reaction to Sean, to what Sean's talking about? And he's not, I don't think you're suggesting it, Sean. I just think you're presenting the idea, right? Or maybe you're not here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I was running a dishwasher, mm-hmm. and I wanted to turn it off. I'm sorry. I'm muted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's just a preliminary, like, you know, this is a thought that I had, and I ran it through Ella, and Ella liked it, but, you know, we agreed that we need to, you know, um, mm-hmm. discuss it some more because there could be some issues that we're not considering. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it's absolutely it's not something I'm pitching to anyone to go out and do, but this could be a good mm-hmm. strategy as long as it's it, it's more like well-strategized, thought out, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, get, we, get some, uh, we have experts in our community. We have people who focus on law. Uh, we have uh, law enforcement, former law enforcement, I mean, people who uh, focus on intelligence, and, like, we just, like, ask the right people. We get an opinion of, uh, of what they think and find through the strategy, and it could be something. It could be something that's very, very effective. Uh, again, it's it's... You know, I, I think this is not for the light of, for, for the faint of heart. This is for someone who uh, wants to counter, wants to fight back, um, and because it, it's going to take it's gonna, it takes courage. I mean, all the stuff I do on a daily basis, I have positive deniability for, but my counterattacks mm-hmm. are very, very, very aggressive. So for me, this is. This, doesn't bother me very much, um, yeah. um, but for you know someone who's maybe a little bit more timid, I can understand. I can understand mm-hmm. that there's there's a lot of fears to be had, and mm-hmm. rash, rationally so. Mm-hmm. I would quit. Anybody else want to comment on that? I think this is early. I think we probably should find out more information because I'm just worried that it would come back and it would make us, we would lose our credibility. Well, that's a thought, too. Was that yeah. Donna? I don't know oh, who that no, was. Hi, Donna. Okay. I'm sorry I muted you. I'm trying to find the noise. And um, One of the Californians. And... Um, I think, and uh, I, I would do that. I don't know if anybody else would, but there's a couple of us that would. <laughs> you brave so, guys. So, so that's what, funny enough, Ella, Ella said, "All right, that didn't go over that well." The pitch on you know, t- uh, on this call, she's like, "We should we should definitely pitch this to men. They'll be they'll be down to do it." 
Well, yeah, you guys are a little braver than we are, oftentimes. <laughs> and good luck with that. Don't, don't you <laughs> want to turn in your perps? Turn them in and just say that they're. I mean, are it's, you getting... so, it's so easy for me. It's hard to do is just fill out a form online, or um, it, it, it takes you 90 seconds. And, I mean, mm-hmm. there's truly plausible deniability. I mean, based on the guidance that the agencies themselves have, I mean, you could report someone for whistling. Seriously, as a terrorist. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if someone's, someone's prepping your ass, grab their plate number, and, uh, you know, when you get home later that night, just, you know, spend a few minutes on the computer and, and, and write them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, i got to tell you, I, yeah, it's 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 not... Doesn't seem to be hitting this call too well. It would make me nervous, but I'm also wondering who's making the noise back there. Whoever's making the noise, could you just hit star six until you're ready to just speak or something? Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Um, well, it's interesting. It's certainly interesting, Sean. Um, it, it's probably something that I would not personally do, but um, who knows? You know, I'll tell you what. You do it and get back to us. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. <laughs> I will. I, I will. I will attempt it. About, about, about if I if I use the FBI reporting site, I mean, sometimes they call you back. So um, yeah. I'm curious how that'll progress. Uh, but I, I can certainly go ahead and you know run through, submit 20, 30, 40 names, and uh, see how it goes, and I can report my experiences for sure. Uh, <laughs> Don't get yourself arrested. I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm just a very, very concerned citizen, and all I see yeah. is bad, bad people. I see these illegal immigrants jumping over the border, committing crimes. Mm-hmm. Totally kidding. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I was. Go ahead. Sean, Sean's Latin. He can get away with that. Yes. Oh well. You weren't supposed to say that aloud, but uh, yes. If you look at your picture, you can tell. It's not like. I guess that's I... true. Um, well, be, be careful. You know, you know, they're going to know who called. They're going to know your number. And also, if you, you know, if you, or if you message them on, on, um, by the way, the FBI does respond. They had a, they had a, um, uh, some site where you were supposed to um, uh, report fraud, and I did, and they wrote me back. Oh, no, identity theft is what I reported, and they did respond very favorably. I mean, they let me know, yes, it appears that you are being subjected to identity theft, and it did come from my perp, and um, I mean, they responded quite well, but then they referred me to another agency. <laughs> but we don't handle it, you know, so... I don't know. So, so I don't mind giving my name. In fact, for every person you report, I mean, I, I think I, I've said this in my original interview with Ella. I mean, I can have on a daily basis. I have hundreds of people when I travel, thousands of people as perps. It's absolutely, my bubble is absolutely ridiculous, super large, extreme. Now, um, if we continue this documentation process, each time you submit these reports, and again, I don't mind giving my name, that creates a document. All right. Um, mm-hmm. And if there's ever, and you can you can you can FOIA that. This is my FBI reports. I've been able to FOIA, and really? it's one of the it's one of the few. 
it's one of the few things they you know, like the ones that have gone into the office to report myself. Uh, they've been able to release that you know, with some light redactions, but uh, other than that, they, they say they don't have anything on me or revealing the records would reveal the identity of someone on the watch list. You know that exemption, which I've gotten a couple dozen times from the FBI. Really, you you've asked them if you're on the watch list. Well, I've asked them for records, and uh, you know, ah. I, I related to. Oh, you know, I went I went with a general approach. You know, all records about me, and right. I started to change the dates. Then I went for addresses. Then I went for uh, the uh, IPs. I caught trying to hack into my computer from the Pittsburgh Supercomputer Center, which is a DoD yeah. facility. And uh, then I, yeah. I I asked for records regarding the Black Hawk helicopter. So I had to hover over my house. I got the transponder code for that. And, it, and I even asked for the records of my neighbor who was shot in the face two months after I moved into this new town. Uh, so, and all of them come back with pretty much saying the same thing. Uh, we cannot, revealing those records would reveal the identity of a person on the watch list and therefore they're exempt. Um, wow. So, um, I forgot where we're going with this. But, uh, oh yeah, so we <laughs> Every time that we submit one of these reports, or let's say I already do this, uh, mm-hmm. they have to generate paperwork on their side, and you know you're, you're creating a permanent record that you know these things are happening. And if there ever were a mm-hmm. point we can get to a court case, well, you'd have this as a supplement, like this is ongoing. Oh. This is not something you fabricated. You know, you oh. cooked out, pooped out one day. Uh, this is something that you know has been yeah. accumulated day in day, day out for however many years. Interesting. So you've been, yeah, you've been on it. You've been trying to find out. You've been, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, you just something you just said reminded me of something. This was in Cambria. This was like six years or seven years ago. I found a an IP address on my um, on my computer that that um, traced back to the DOD, and I and I called them and I said, what's what, you know what's the deal here? And um, they said, oh, it's, they asked me if it was a Macintosh. I said, yeah. And they said, oh, we seem to have that problem with Macintoshes. It's a mistake. Don't worry about it. Well, now I'm thinking, no, I think that wasn't a mistake. I think they were there intentionally, yeah, and kind yeah. of kind of with so, a sloppy way because I could track it. They didn't realize that I had, um, I mean, I don't know why. Maybe they just realized I just didn't remember. Mm-hmm. But I had technical abilities, and, like, I, you know, uh, from my yeah. old hacking days, I, I, I'm able to do <laughs> IP trace. I'm able to figure out, you know, uh, who's yeah. trying to connect to my computer. Right. And uh, I pull it up, and uh, I was monitoring surreptitiously uh, from work, mm-hmm. and sure enough, I keep getting pinged in these stealth mode connections. And uh, oh. I go ahead and do I, I waited a few days of these connections, and, and I wanted to see what they were oh. doing. And uh, yeah. I sat down one night and just mm-hmm. punched them all into some IP tracers and, uh, a lot of them came back to this one super center, the Pittsburgh Supercomputer Center, and uh, yeah. it's a facility that's uh, funded by uh, the DOD, um, and it runs. It, they're now it's like wow. a thirtieth. Uh, so out of like the fastest computers in the world, it's like it ranks like number thirty now. It, yeah. At one point, it was, they were like the super fast computers, but they'll use computer centers that are closest to your location to get that that ping time that that transmission time as short as possible to transfer information uh, to and from you as as quickly as possible. But, uh, yeah, this was the one closest that was to me. And I was like, why is this 
why is this supercomputer? You know, I, I, I monitor my connections. Why is this computer connecting to my computer? And and clearly, every attempt was uh, an attempt to, uh, you know, crack into the the roots. Uh, I have a Mac, so they were trying to just uh, yeah. you know, log in as a system administrator. Uh, to yeah, get not easy to to hack a Mac. <laughs> it's, much more di- it's, it's much yeah. more difficult. To, by the way, do you know, just to let you know, do you know that they finally did find a way in through through the Mac's battery? And I'm thinking the battery and the plug, I don't know if your if your uh, power line has a big plug on it, does it? You know, a big one in the middle of the whole line? Yeah, I mean, I, I have the, 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 the box, the white box, the adapter. Right, right. I think that's what they learned how to how to hack in through. They've changed that now. New Macs no longer have that. Uh, vulnerability, but they did find that Macs were ultimately because it used to be that Macs couldn't be hacked. You know, well, yeah, they can. Obviously, they can, and they could. They might just want to let you know. Yeah, you might want to get a new plug, a new a, a new power adapter because the new ones had they claim have been able to, you know, eradicate that problem. Well, I monitor like so much as like, and my computer so much as twitches. Like, uh, what I mean by that is like, if there's any like abnormality in, in like bandwidth or processor power, uh, you know, I have applications that immediately let me know what it's doing at exact moment. So, I pretty Whoa. keep a pretty good eye on it. And ever since you know they realized that I've, I've been watching, they 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 haven't tried, to my knowledge, uh, to gain access. Now, uh, of course, they can they can do it on the back end. You know, they have. Uh, access to my Google accounts, and you know, mm-hmm. they screw that all the time, delay emails or change words and, and so forth. Yeah, um, change the but, whole thing. Know, yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the, 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 yeah. the sidestep to that, the, the counter to that, that you're using Gmail is to always CC another one of your accounts, or uh, yeah. especially if it's not Gmail, so I CC my school accounts on all my emails just as a verification that you know I have a timestamp I, you know, this is the time I sent it, and I know I received it mm-hmm. to my other account at this time. So I always see right. myself on all my emails. Oh, good idea! Oh, good idea! Thank you. <laughs> sure. That's a great idea. That is confirmation, and 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 the content too. You're confirmed, right? right. Mhm. Huh. Okay. In your network, you you know your network utility on the, on a Mac. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I and I take a look at the um. The route, the the well, the route that it's taking, and it changes dramatically when I when I just use my Ethernet as opposed, and then when I go to my wireless, you know, my my, you know, the wireless thing, the Wi-Fi. Um, when I use Wi-Fi, it's considerably different than the um, than the Ethernet. But when I try to take a screenshot of the one for wireless, it will not let it. Take a screenshot. It will not record it, and I think that tells me something. I'm just not sure what. You know, about, somebody doesn't want me to know. You just use your camera, your your, your camera phone, and just snap a picture of the screen. That's what I need to do. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it after that, but you know, at least well, it's, it's a, proof of something. It's a tenant to me, and I mean, obviously, I can pull out any interesting details that yeah, you can yeah. possibly follow up on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, well, um, does anybody else have something they want to say about about Sean's idea or how about Frank's idea? Frank's um, uh, program? 
Hey, I, this is Kyle. Um, Hi, Kyle. I, I think Sean's idea is so intriguing. Um, and when you first said <laughs> it, I, in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, this is a good idea because you could you could flip the system back on itself. A good thing about it is that you might get the good guys within DHS to put more focus on your situation and gang stalkers. So it could even increase awareness amongst good agents. Um, mm-hmm. My 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 uh, I guess my doubt about it is that I'm sure they know who who are DHS fusion center workers or InfraGuard and who are us, you know, the persons mm-hmm. of interest. So it's like I kind of it's like if we called in, would they would they be like, oh, that person they're reporting, they work for DHS fusion centers, they're you know patrolling them, and would they automatically, you know, poo poo it or put it away, you know? Um, that's, that would be my, my only doubt. That's really interesting. So this is going to sound really weird, and it might freak out some people, but I don't care if you're a damn honest person. <laughs> but I am part of InfraGuard. Uh, so um, when I when I first became aware, you know, I read all the articles like this is being done by InfraGuard. So what do I do? I go ahead and I sign up for InfraGuard, and and they run an FBI background check, and then you know I've never done anything bad, never done anything illegal, so. It cleared through, and I get the InfraGuard emails, you know, every every couple of days. Uh, but technically, there's a reporting system that I can use to report suspicious activity through InfraGuard, which I don't know, you know, that that would be advantageous if I just start submitting, you know, 50 people a day to InfraGuard. But that could be another avenue. And what I'm saying is, hey, I, mean, I, I I don't know. There's not much information out in the public domain about what InfraGuard does, and I'm I, when you first join, if you're not law enforcement or if you're someone who works with agencies, you're like at the low level. So really, the only thing that I can do is attend these conferences that they have every so often and get like the general email. Like there's this malware out and there's this phishing attempt out. But um, other than that, there's, I, I don't I don't really know what the benefit of it is. I think it's just mm-hmm. a system to leverage people who have like power, who have the keys to buildings, the janitors, or people in, in positions of, of influence who can you know, lend a hand uh, to, to gain access uh, for certain operations. Um, but other than yeah, that, because I, I mean, I think my my maintenance guy at my condo, you know, he he wears a lot of like Mach Five shirts and he patrols me and. I think he does come to my place, so I think he is, you know, part of one of these groups like InfraGuard or DHS fusion centers. But so, do you think, like you, you are an InfraGuard? Do you think that you're stalked by people in InfraGuard? Well, no, as, the stalking happened way before. I mean, I I, I just joined this thing, right. and I I I just did it for shits and giggles in the sense that I didn't think they were, you know, here. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> supposed you to joined InfraGuard. You are uh, yeah. a member of InfraGuard. Technically, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. How, how do you just, what do you do, just send in an application? <laughs> you, you, oh, you, you go online and you, uh, and unless, if you're not logged in, you know, there's like a general form where you, you know, put in your information and apply for, and apply to be a member. The only thing that was weird was like they asked for your social security number. So uh-huh. I, I, I put it in, I mean, they know everything about me. So I was like, what the hell, yeah, I'll just do it. But I put it. And and like I get I get a, a couple of calls uh, a few weeks later after they ran my background check saying they wanted to set, uh, set up my account and I started getting emails and I that's how I became part of the <laughs> <laughs> I, I, one of the things I, I was 
That's kind of cute. Oh, this is too funny. Yeah, that's so interesting that it's like... Was saying earlier, I'm sorry. One of the things that Sean was saying earlier, what he, I think he's recommending is um, you can do a trace route on IPs that are coming in to uh, your account, and you can also do a dump off of your router and have it capture all incoming IPs and do a trace route huh. there so you have a record. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Huh. How come I don't know what you just said? <laughs> I didn't um, understand that. Yeah. Well, on Windows, on Windows, uh, and, well, offline the router itself, you can do, you can have all incoming IPs recorded, and you can also block um, certain IPs and only have or make that two connections at once. So you can limit anyone trying to piggyback on your symbol, um, on your IP, or trying to come in. You can block them that way, but you can also do a dump of all incoming IPs. So when you have the exchange handoff, but. Um, but I think he's taking it a step further and letting you do a trace route on it so you can see where it's coming from right. and who, who it's addressed to. And sometimes it helps to do that on yourself as well because we've been rerouted. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure I'm rerouted, especially when, I'm, when I go to Wi-Fi. Um, but I, hmm, it, this is interesting. I need to look this up. I need to look into this more. It's very interesting. Thank you. That's what he was suggesting, I believe. Yes, indeed. It's, it's a little, it's a little technical for me, but I would like to do it. I just don't know how. I, I, I'll figure it out. I guess I don't know. I'm not sure on the Macintosh side. On the router, you should have a GUI interface that you can go into. Uh, if if you're using Wi-Fi, there should be. Um, if you look at your documentation, there'll be like an IP address forward slash. You know. It, it just depends on, on the make, but it will tell you how to get to the GUI interface. Get to the GUI interface, and you can lock down your router, which I, I suggest, highly suggest for all of us, and then have a dump where it dumps all incoming. Wow. Or limit your connections, your your incoming connections yeah. and out connections yeah. so that, oh, you know, it, it's restricted. Now, the thing is, you also want to consider changing that interface to something else, so it's not the standard, mm-hmm. and make sure you've changed your password so it's not the standard. Right. Okay, when it says, dis- when I've got like 28 um, internet socket connections, what does that mean? And Sean, mean- you're... Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, that can also, that can also refer to, if you're, if you're surfing and you've got different web connections open, that's right. going to create a socket as well. Right. Okay. Okay, what if I'm not surfing? And I and I still have twenty eight or or so eight you, pages. Yeah. There there are background services that run like uh, you know your 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 computer clock might try to sync up to make sure that it's accurate. Uh, your your email might might try to sync up to um, see if you have any new emails and so forth. So there are a bunch of background services that you have running that uh, by default whenever you're connected, go ahead and, and make that connection. You can try disabling them all, and if you see those if you see those um, uh, connections, then then that that's usually a red flag, but uh, it's really hard to turn off all of your services. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that information. 
because I get very nervous, especially when I when I'm only connected to one site and I've got like 28 um, socket connections. That that makes me wonder. Gives them nervous. There's also a a program you can use which is called the Little Snitch. In fact, in fact, uh, Sean, I think you mentioned the Little Snitch, right? Yep, Little Snitch is one of my favorites, uh, and I, I yeah. did go ahead and actually buy it because. Uh, uh, yeah. it, it was it's so good that the, the, even the trial uh, the demo one it I went ahead and purchased uh-huh. it and I put in the, it also comes with another program which I I have installed and it runs in the background but it's very nifty I just remember the name of it and I don't have my laptop in front of me but I'll, I'll get back to you with, it's made by the same company and if you go to buy a little yeah. snitch they'll they'll, yeah. they'll 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 try to package the other program in there for like a couple bucks and it's mm-hmm. definitely worth it both of them. Yeah, I, Little Snitch is the one that allowed me to find the address of, of one of the people that was on my computer, and it, you know, it it found an address at, at, right to the house, and um, it had all kinds of businesses listed there, and all kind. I mean, I don't know quite who it was. It was like a little, um, I don't know, a little strange little house somewhere in a um, in industrial area that um, had many, many, many businesses going on there. I guess you know. But Little Snitch is a good one, you guys. If you, if you, um, I think it works on both PCs and Macs, right? Uh, yeah, they do both versions. They do both versions. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good way to to run your run that. My um my um network utility will not let me use the use any identification. It just says it it won't let me go there. It just says uh, stop program stopped or you know whatever you know when you try to finger somebody. And the network utility, I mean, they they pretty much block everything on here, I think. Yeah. So another tip, and this is going to sound really counterintuitive. I don't have so my my, my computer is encrypted, and I have my I have firewalls, and um, mm-hmm. my password is really complicated. But I don't lock my computer every time I walk away, or uh, mm-hmm. even when I close it. The only reason is because when I'm in my office. Uh, you know, there's surveillance equipment everywhere, and I don't know where, I don't know exactly where it is, but you know, they they kill you see your key strikes, and if they get your 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 root at your your root credentials, then you know, you're screwed. You can just log in. Now, I I don't log in as as a root user. I, I log in as um, a uh, as a guest even uh, most of the time. So really, if, why? Uh, so if if you don't have admin privileges, uh, it's a lot harder for them to get. Uh, into your system and install programs or even get files um, that I don't have access for. So if they're going to hack me, they're going to hack my my like lower privilege account, and um, they're going to be limited by what they can do there. Now, uh, as far as the as far as the password, and the only issue with that is if you ever want to make like changes, like install programs, you have to like type in your admin credentials in order for that to go through to to um, authorize right. it. But um, so like you know, I walk away from the computer, I disconnect from Wi-Fi, um, I I'll close the lid. But when I open back the lid, like I, I don't need credentials to, to to log back in because they're watching them and watch your keystrokes. So I want to protect uh-huh. my password, and I don't want to have that screensaver. Uh, being protected by by a password or even a, the login screen come up every time I uh, shut off my computer. Now right. the issue with that is, if you believe your computer is in a safe place, uh, you know mm-hmm. don't don't lock it. But if you're gonna walk away for some period of time, you want to mm-hmm. go ahead and lock it and be very careful about where you type in that password. Put the sheet over your head like like Snowden did in this movie. Um, right. You know like keep the, the the lid down really low. 
Um, but right. I found since I changed my password so frequently, I mean they 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 would nail like half the password every time. You know, I typed it in no matter what I did. Uh, you know, lowering the screen as low as possible over, over my fingers, trying to ever so, yeah. like obfuscate what I was typing. So I just said, screw it. I'm not going to require uh, a screensaver password anymore. And, uh, and as soon as I did that, they sent out. So they do this thing for me where they send out smart cars, like little 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 two seat cars. Whenever I do something that's really clever, so like yeah. um, it's like feedback from them. So they send out the smart cars <laughs> as soon as I started doing that. And like, oh, it's it's a really it's. Just, it's so bizarre, these people, because they compliment you in, in, in some senses, and yeah. um, by the other, yeah. they're trying to kill you. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I know. They let you know how clever you just were as they're trying to kill you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a sick crowd. It's a real sick crowd, you know? Um, very interesting. Well, these, safety, these, these are good hints, you guys. Please, both of you, feel free to add any more security um, suggestions to us because, boy, that helps. You know, we need as much security as we can get our hands on, you know? So one thing I'm uh, – this is not security-related, but one thing I've, I've been dying to try, but I haven't had a chance yet. I have all that stuff. Is, you know, school buses and fire trucks and, like, industrial trucks and the, and the, the car transport trucks, they all have, mm-hmm. like, uh, like little chains dangle from, like, the rear differentials that drag. And, mm-hmm. and you hear these trucks going down the road, and you hear that jingling, that jingle bell. Well, it's because they have these little chains yeah. that, dra- that drag down. What? And those chains are meant to – so – as as an option, so cars aren't grounded, right? They're um, they build up enough charge, you know. They'll like they'll arc and eventually they'll discharge to the ground. But those big fat tires your car has, you know, keeps it well insulated from the ground, which is why they say being in a car is your best place to be, you know, enlightening, uh, because you know you're you're not grounded, you're not you're not conducting electricity. What these chains do that these trucks have is that they provide a constant ground, so they're always dragging on the ground, and there's usually right. several of them at a time. Um, right. So the, my, my, my idea behind this is, you know, grounding for me works at night. I use copper nickel uh, uh, blankets, and they're all grounded and so forth, and it works very, yeah. very well. Metal by itself doesn't block these attacks very well, but metal that's grounded is a whole different story. Metal that's grounded works very, very well. Now, if you were to, I get attacked you know, on my drive constantly, um, continuously, I should say. But if you were able to ground your car using the same strategy, you take some, some zip ties or you, and some like lightweight chains and you know, tie it to your rear axle so you drag, well, right. your car would effectively be grounded and you should be shielded um, you know, below, like let's say, from the chest down in your car. Um, yeah. you know, if, you're, if you're in the view of the window, you know, Anything that you can see through the window would be um, uh, could be targeted. You could be hit, but at least your lower body would be protected um, from these attacks. Your car would be grounded, and there's there's sheet metal around you from that part. Does that make sense? That's a great idea. To ground ourselves in the car, that's a great idea. And just a little chain off the, uh, you know, that would ground our car off of the of the rear axle, not the not the uh, bumper. Right, the so rear you, axle. Okay. You, you, you typically, well, you can do the rear bumper, but I mean, you typically yeah. want to do the the rear the rear differential. It, it's going to differ by car. It's going to differ if you have like uh, all independent suspension. Um, I have a, a Ford Edge, so I have all wheel drive. 
I'm going to hang it off the rear differential um, with, and I, I bought some metal zip ties, but I haven't tried this yet. Uh, I'm hopeful it's going to work. It's a very, very cheap way to uh, protect yourself. But it's something I'll probably hook up this weekend and I'll report back. But uh, I'm really, it's something I'm really excited to try. And I'm, I'm going to hook yeah. up several several chains because you can imagine driving down the road. There might be a little pebble, a little crack in the road, and you have one of these chains that you know hits a pebble and it skips and it's not, no longer touching the ground. Well, that chain might be out of commission, but if you hang like three or four or six chains like a lot of these fire trucks and ambulances have, well, yeah. one, of those, one of those chains is, is more, almost it's going to be more, more than likely to be touching the ground. Now, all, six chains going up and flying the air and I'm making contact with the ground, that's going to be much yeah. more unlikely, you know, the more chains you have. So I'm going to maybe hang like four chains and, and, and see yeah. how it goes. But I'm yeah. super pumped and excited to try this. You just don't let them, you know, drag out too far behind you. You don't want somebody coming up and parking on them and then not be able to move, so, you know. So they, they should just like, they should be, so they should be touching the ground with one extra link of excess. Um, that gotcha, makes sense. Gotcha. You, okay. you don't want them to, you know, to, to trail behind you. And the other right. thing that I, I'm really, I was really tentative about is uh, how you attach them to the car, which is why I bought metal, metal zip, zip cables, zip, zip ties. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to permanently affix a chain to my rear axle because I can just see right. them attaching these chains just like some fixed object and I gotta drive off and yeah. my entire rear end of my car just goes flying off. Exactly. Not cool. So, so I want something yeah. that I wanted something that had like a like a preset tension and the, the zip ties I bought have like a hundred pound pole. So anything pulls in more than a hundred pounds they'll just snap and they'll they'll, they'll pull up. Um so ah. uh, Ah, good. Yeah. Okay, that's something if anybody tries this, they should watch out for, obviously, is is they don't want a chain too, too healthy. They want one that uh, will break at least, right? Right, and I'm not going to get. I mean, it doesn't have to be like these large industrial. Chains. You want, you want like you know your your thin, thinnish bicycle chain. You don't want something that's yeah. super crazy. Right. Right. You don't need that dragging along. Why do Why do trucks want to ground themselves? Right, so uh, so tr- so airflow when air air f- uh, flows over uh, the larger structure of a car, uh, it builds up current and static. And uh, let's say let's say that you're a tanker carrying fuel or, or compressed gas, that can be very dangerous. So those you well you always see those trucks uh, having the uh, some sort of grounding system like that. But um, also from the perspective of um, school buses also have this, you know, you don't want a kid, you know, going to grab the, the handrail as he's trying to get into a bus and be shoved. So it's, it's a safety concern, too. Oh. So it, it's to stop the static discharge that, that builds up naturally, not only from, from leaky, bad cabling in the car, but uh, mostly from just, like, the static built up, um, you know, similar to, uh, you know, you taking a balloon and rubbing it on your fleece sweater, you know, that balloon right. then builds static. The same thing happens to a car moving through air. Uh, it builds static, and, and static needs to discharge. If you didn't have those chains, that would normally, it, it would discharge but there would be such a difference in, like, the the, the difference would be, have to be sufficient where, like, you have enough of a charger, you get, like, essentially, like, a mini lightning bolt, a, a flash arc uh, that goes to the ground. So so the, the air, air is conductive. 
to some extent. It has mm-hmm. a diagnostic benefit. Um, okay. At some point, that charge will build up to such an extent where, like, the bottom of, like, your the middle part of your wheel will arc with okay. the ground and eventually discharge, but that takes a lot of current. Huh. If you were to touch your car before that happened, you get a pretty nasty shock. Um, huh. But, but this hmm. typically is more common with, with, with older vehicles. And, you know, if the humidity is high, uh, then it's less to worry about. But if you live in a really dry climate, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I do. It, you, you, you can get pretty nasty shocks from a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, years ago, I was I had to drive up to Santa Barbara fairly often from, from Manhattan Beach. It was about a two, two and a half hour drive. And I noticed that by the time I got there, my I was really stiff and, and had trouble, like, even walking when I first got out of the car. And then I noticed wiring under the, well, it's under the steering wheel, but back up under the, you know, the material that goes across there to make it look good. Um, but I noticed wiring was starting to come out. And when I mentioned that to somebody on the phone, it was gone all of a sudden, um, you know, from my car. What were... I, and I don't quite know what the wiring was about, but but I stopped being stiff when I got out of the car when that happened. I guess they can do all kinds of physical things, can't they? Well, so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a story. Um, when I went to go visit uh, Kate Ryan in Massachusetts back in, uh, uh-huh. I believe it was in November, uh, on the way back, I decided to take, like, uh, not the route they had expected me to take. I ended up, like, you know, Go back in Pennsylvania. I ended up crossing into like the New York Pennsylvania border like three or four times, and like mm-hmm. on highways they were just like crossing in and out. And it, it, it totally pissed them off. It had this pre-planned, you know, people in place and so forth. And here I'm taking mm-hmm. like the most obscure roads. Anyway, I was being attacked the entire way, and I was being the the, the what I felt was pulsations in my legs and my 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 belt around my, my waist all of a sudden felt really tight and like almost like my yeah. like I was like I was swelling and like my, my, my shoelaces felt like they were really yeah. tight and, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. I mean, there's no one around me and like you know, I'm like you know, it could be the cell towers but I'm like I'm going through the mountains and like the you know, we've, yeah. we've lost line of sight and you know, there, it's fairly cloudy and I'm not a big you know, I I've told I've said this before but I'm not a big Believer in satellite uh, harassment, and yeah, for, for, yeah. for various scientific reasons, which I'm not against now. But um, yeah. so now I was like, wait a second, what if there's an aircraft aircraft following me? And like, yeah. and sure enough, and sure enough, I pull up my application, my ADSB Exchange uh, website, and I look, yeah. and there's an unidentified transponder code following me, and I saw the trail all along the highway I was just traveling. Wow. I look up, the, I look up this, co- this code, and it comes back as an unidentified Navy uh, aircraft. And nowhere, and as, as extensive as I search, nowhere can I find the identity of this aircraft. Now, wow. what, I, what I suspect it is, and I've done some research on this, is so they have they have two types of drones. They have the Reaper drone and they have the Predator drone. The Predator drone is pretty recognizable. We've seen it in Iraq, Afghanistan. The Reaper drone is a little bit more sedate looking, not as intimidating. But what they've been doing is they've been fitting the Reaper drone with these directed energy weapons. And I suspect, and I still have the transponder code, and you know, I look it up periodically to see if anyone's like, you know, uh, they're they're like you know uh, you know. Um, 
like air or flight aficionados and airplane enthusiasts mm-hmm. who like you know spot these aircraft and identify them and like there's always little forums. It's like the whole it's like the old school of like the hand operators like they're just obsessed with this type of stuff. So my hope is that one day someone will identify what this what this transponder code is. Um, but it, it, it was very, very um, coincidental, I would say, that there's a, some sort of uh, craft in the air that was unidentified following me that coincided with my harassment. And after wow. I tracked wow. it, within about two minutes, uh, yeah. it stopped. After, wow. after I pulled the code, it stopped. Yeah. And were you, were you, how were you tracking it? Uh, through what, my phone. What were you, I was using ADSBExchange.com, and uh, luckily I had uh, had 3G, and I was able to um, just look at the airspace right above me, and sure enough, something was up there. Boy, and they're quick, aren't they? (laughs) I mean, they find out real fast what you're doing and what you've just found out. That's wild. Yeah, so the, the issue, so there's a little bit of a lag, which sometimes works to your advantage in the sense that if, if, if the person running direct, the, 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 the tactical officer running, you know, assuming the tactical officer, uh, say that he doesn't exactly know what you're doing uh, or doesn't is, is not uh, experienced in how to command situation, we'll have to call it up and uh, before he... Uh, he can take action. So a lot of times that lag is, you know, he's calling it up to see what, you know, how he should proceed because you're doing something that's, it's clever that, that, um, yeah. they weren't They're not expecting, you know, they right. weren't expecting that from you. Right. Or from yep. anybody. Wow. Interesting. Um, wow. You could be, you could you, do me a favor. Come back next Friday and tell us how to do this stuff because you are really knowledgeable about all of this, you know, I have, a, I have a bunch. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted at some point to write a book uh, on all the counters. Yeah. Um, and I, but I figured, like, I could just go on the calls and tell people about them. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I lost fuel. I guess I lost my uh, my, my will to, to – um, Yeah. I was so focused on, like, making the organization. But, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love telling people how to counter this stuff. And, you know, to the TIs that yeah. do call me on a regular basis, like, I really? tell them all this stuff. And they're like, Sean – it's unbelievable. Like they got that yeah. this, this technique to stop, or that that thing to stop. You know, based on the counters. So yeah, I'd love to share that with you guys. Absolutely. Oh, whoa, man. Oh, that would be wonderful. I mean, we need your. We need to know more about this, like how to track people on our computers. How you know that's that's expertise, Sean, that we really need so that we can protect ourselves and at least get the information. Because if, it, for instance, when I had when I tracked my back to the DOD, what the hell, you know? I mean, I was, I mean, and at the time they said, oh, well, it's just a mistake on the Max. It's just a problem with the Max. It's no big deal. It's don't worry about it, honey. You know? Um, well, I should have worried about it, obviously, because there was something going on. Because this has been going on for a long time. Um, but we could really use your expertise. My goodness, yeah, you are a fund of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I want to really? post all my all my um, uh, freedom information requests too because I think that uh, you yeah. know people can can you know, I'm going to show the evidence that I have and people I think people can use the similar yeah. tactics and hopefully get information from themselves. Um, you know I what, I haven't had yeah. the, the time to really you know file and file the appeals yeah. in, in federal court, but um, yeah. it, it's something that someone with time could probably do. Well, too, just just the very fact that I had not, you know, I mean, I don't know why I didn't think of it, but I didn't. And I'm not that I would think of everything, but 
um, just sending a FOIA request to the FBI asking for any and all documentation they have on you. Um, that should, should certainly be something we should be able to obtain. You know. And if you're willing to mean, if you're willing to share this, I mean, before I'm trying to get this tied up, um, but uh, I can certainly send you my documents, and uh, you yeah. know, I, I'll give you permission to share with anyone you want. I mean, just the wording, the so there, there, you know, there's a bunch of electronic yeah. drives and, and and databases that the FBI, NSA, DHS uses, and yeah. they'll just. If you say just ask for any and all records on you, they'll go through wow. their, central, their central database and they'll just mm-hmm. you know type in uh, you know uh, uh, Linda Costanzo and right. uh, something may come up, something may not come up, but that main central database isn't connected to all the other databases where all the juicy stuff is stored. Okay. So you have to okay. specify all of those locations. And okay. uh, my freedom of information requests specify, to the best of my knowledge, yeah. all the latest locations that they may. Uh, store that, and also the ways yeah. that uh, they may ha- possess that data, where they transmit it, uh, yeah. store it, receive it, and so forth. Even, 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 I even specify if they destroy it. I want, I want records of destruction, saying that these records yeah. are destroyed. So, like, yeah, the, the wording is really crucial. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll send Thank you that. Thank you. Oh, I would so appreciate it, Sean. And also, just think of the impact we might have on. On those who are doing this, if, if if like all of us start sending FOIA requests about information that they have on us, that could be effective. Don't you think? Also, with that, I also send you the there's 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 something called um, the effective FOIA guide. I, th- I think it's a title. Oh. It's a free, it's a free little book, uh, but it tells you you know how not only how to word these things, but you know yeah. the, the strategies. The most important thing I can tell you, this is yeah. a strategy you want to pursue, is that yeah. um, so first, first you write the FOIA and you know, with the content mm-hmm. you send it in, and then they, they either come back with records um, mm-hmm. and or they just do the categorical denial. Now your options from there are to appeal it, and when you wow. appeal, you appeal right to the yeah. agency, um, and the, wow. it's an administrative appeal. So they, they go through, and it, when you write that appeal, and this is this is an absolute crucial thing, if you actually yeah. want to take this forward to a federal court, is right. you have to state all of the grounds for appeal that you have at the moment and you think that you might have in the future. So why do you think they didn't do an adequate search? Why do you think you're entitled to these records? Why do you think they have these records? You just state all those reasons huh. in that appeal. Because the next step, you have two options after that. And that's called mm-hmm. MDR, which is Mandatory Declassification Review, which is still mm-hmm. within the agency. So first you send the FOIA, you get the denial, mm-hmm. you appeal to the agency. If that doesn't go right, then you, your next two options are either sue them in federal court or do this MDR process. Now, this MDR process is really, really tricky. And the reason why I say that is that yeah. it's technically overseen by outside, an outside overseer agency, um, uh-huh. And there are some um, ombudsmen that you can get, like you know, you can get uh, conversations, negotiations with agency, but that's a separate topic. But for this MDR process, this this is like uh-huh. you tell you tell the agency, like I'm in business, I want these records, and I'm gonna be nice to you guys. I'm gonna be nice uh-huh. to you guys. I'm not gonna take you to federal court, but I'm uh-huh. not gonna take you to federal court because I'm expecting you to show me something. Uh, uh-huh. And uh-huh. and. It can take up to two years for them to get back to you. Uh, but the agreement is if you go and do the MDR process, you can't sue them in the federal court. 
You can't? You cannot? You cannot. Okay. All right. Interesting. So, so the NPR mm-hmm. process should be, you know, it could be it could be more expedient. It depends on what your relationship with the agency oh. is. If you're a reporter asking for documents, you may mm-hmm. want the ops for NPR. For our situation, wow. like personally, I would never do NPR. Yeah. Um, I, I would just take them right into court. Now, um, and you can certainly, I mean, there's there's plenty of cases that you can search mm-hmm. and, and, and word for yourself. And you can, if you don't make enough money, it's four hundred dollars to file in your local district court. Um, and but you have to be pretty well versed on all like the procedural bullshit they will try to throw mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. You know, let's dismiss yeah. for this reason, dismiss for that reason, blah 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 blah. You know, you have no grounds. And you know, as long as you don't get um, uh, dissuade by the, the bullying, um, you have a good mm-hmm. chance. But you're entitled to. You're entitled to your records not only sure. through, the, through the FOIA yeah. process, but you're entitled to your records through the Privacy mm-hmm. Act, which has been shredded and they don't give a shit about. But I mean, you're, enti- you're still entitled to that. You just have to. It's just. A, it's, it's a battle yeah. of will. It's a battle of will. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're always hoping that you're going to give up before they do. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Well, that's. Any legal situation that kind of seems to be the the case, you know, there's one side that just hopes you'll go away. And what you have to do is you have to be really persistent and hang in there and not accept no, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, bless your heart. Well, thank you. Do you know how to get a hold of me? I I, I have your email uh, from my oh, um, group emails I'm out and about. Yeah, I'll certainly uh, I'll get back to those documents uh, within 24 hours. Oh, man. That is so cool. You know, somebody else who might want them, or I'll forward them on to her, too, is Bella. Bella has the site um, information for TIs, and it's very, very, um, it's got a lot of information there. And um, and this might this would really be helpful for her, for a lot of TIs to be able to go to research this on how to, how to, how to wade through this process, you know. Boy. Yeah, I, mean, I just have to like strip. I have to like um, uh, redact my social security number. But yeah, we don't want that. I don't want to know that. <laughs> but uh, you yeah. know, that'll take me like uh, fifteen twenty minutes, and uh, I'll certainly send that out. And yeah, you can, post, you can share, post them wherever you want, and if you want uh, your like, heart. Uh, advice, I can certainly oh. just give you my email and tell people to just send me a message. You know, see what I can do. Sean, this is really helpful. I mean, this is really, this is the kind of stuff we need to know, you know, to start asking, finding out about ourselves, you know. Um, so this, this is part. This is planned for the website. It's just I have, I, have, I mean, I work the, full, I work a, like full time, full time job. Like I'm twelve hours a day, um, six days a week, and like I have such little time. And uh, but yeah, I, at this point, like it, it's such a struggle to get the website going. If someone else okay. wants to post the content, they can, they can have it because you know I'm not. This is not like a, a popularity contest. I'm here to just push the agenda, which is help TIs, help themselves, help help TIs, help the community. So um, bless your you know, heart. Whatever you guys need, I, I'm, I can boy. try to get you guys. you you do a lot of technical stuff, right? Uh, I'm a scientist, uh, and uh, as part of that, you learn technology, and you know you learn to be. A, um, learn to play ball with a lot of different things, I guess. Mhm, mhm. Well, I, I tend to say <laughs> I, I'm not a good ball player, but I'll, I'll try. Um, because I tend to be a little stubborn. It's like, don't tell me I can't have that, you know. But that probably doesn't always work. 
Oh, there, there are plenty of things like my, my undergrads that that, that I, I mentor. Like they'll, they'll come in and they just like some of them run run circles around the technology that you know that that, that we use, like our 3D printers. And I'm like, how the hell these kids are like? You know, I'm only 32 years old, but these kids are you know they're, they're not they can't even drink yet, and like they're running circles around me <laughs> with like the software and the programming. I was like, how in the world? Wow. Like <laughs> I couldn't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> I know the little brats. They just they grow up on computers. I think you know. I mean, I was watching a gal that was working for me for a while. I was watching her working my iPad. It's like, how do you get your thumbs to move that fast? You know, how do you just you know? She just it's amazing. They they grow, they learn it early and they just know. I'm sitting there with one finger trying to figure out how to use my, you know, my tablet when I want to find something out. I just think it's interesting. I agree. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I agree with you. Boy, this is good information. You are giving some valuable stuff to us. Thank you. Sean, yeah. you're a you're a TI, right? Did I miss uh, that? Unfortunately. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um um uh, what is do uh, do you think you were do you know why you were targeted? Why they found you? No. Uh, yeah. I, I you can I can go back so yeah. my all right. Uh, so my 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 name that I use is not my true. It's my I use the name I go by is my first and middle name. Um, uh-huh. So you may think my my origins are uh, Cuban, and so my mom was was Cuban and, and Cuba's communist. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just going back just pretty far. Uh, into my youth, I can remember a series of strange events, and my mom's even like social relationships are always really weird. She's really always isolated, and it's not for lack of trying. It's just like you know, certain. It's just very odd events all throughout my life. Uh, even like unexplained things happened to me when I was like eight, nine years old, where like I'd be walking, and like my legs would all of a sudden stop working, and I'd just fall to the ground. Huh. Uh, and this would happen like regularly, and I get checked out by doctors. Doctors said nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Like, um, so I mean, I can I can tr- the best of my recollection. I can track it back to about 14 years of age, where I suspected I got involved in some like hacking and you know, caught some attention of others. But you know, I, I can also go back you know to much much younger years. And then my mom is also co-targeted uh, with with oh. uh, mainly gang stalking. I believe she does get some electronic harassment, but um, she, I don't think she's wrapped her head around it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. But you know, she's a foster mom. She's adopted three kids. Um, you know, she's just an awesome woman. And really tries, and, and it's really sickening that they would target someone like that. Uh, uh-huh. But you know, it's funny because I hadn't talked to her for three years. Uh, yeah. Got some some tip, and then when I became aware, I I, I called her up and I, I said. Mom, there's there's strange people following me, and um, just a you know, bunch of odd events. It's like two sentences. I forgot, I forgot exactly what I said, but immediately she like she broke down and started screaming. She knew exactly what it was, and really, and she started telling me about how her father was targeted in Cuba. And okay. um, shortly after I told her, she started to see it around her, like it picked up around her. But she said that. They were always there, just not as pronounced. Wow, wow! So, so, so it, 
this is generational in your family. So it's interesting that you know we had uh, George Webb come on the, uh, do an interview with Cabrera uh, on mm-hmm. Tuesday, I believe, but he was talking about the, the Phoenix program, and the Phoenix program was was um, uh, sort of came about uh, for the Vietnam War, and uh, mm-hmm. together with COINTELPRO was meant to root out the communists. But my mom was came to the country at five years of age. Um, yeah. So I, I, I suspect, as long you know, with with my grandparents, with her parents, I suspect that you know she would be, had been as some of those my grandparents on this list as you know communists that they had to watch. Wow. Um, wow. So um, mm-hmm. you know this could be like multi generational you know tracking of the yeah. communists. Uh, yeah. even, even though I'm fairly right wing, uh, well. I, I consider myself a liberal, um, but uh, honestly, I find my, my values coming up with uh, conservative right wing uh, in the last year or so. But um, you know, you've been both. you you you've been aligning with the conservative right wing for the last year uh, or so. Well, on value, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I was I was a staunch. I mean, I voted for Obama twice. Um, mm-hmm. As uh, you know, staunch Democrat, but uh, mm-hmm. I I I am I am 100% in the well. I don't want to say 100. 85% in the vote for Trump. Uh, his execution sucks. It's terrible. But his his his, his agenda, the programs, uh, what he what he seems to want to accomplish is, uh, I think, is exactly what we need. It's it's the anti-globalist movement, and uh, I'm all for that because you know it, the two options were more of the same, uh, and yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, more more yeah. ti more ti hood if you would, uh, and that doesn't mm-hmm. be, doesn't appeal to me or I think anyone on this call. So it, it's not even a matter of of, you know, of politics. It's like, all right, you there are two options. Uh, you know, for most of us, it couldn't really get much worse. I mean, this sucks, right? So yeah. like, yeah. Uh, either you either have more of this, which you know is going to be the same. Hillary's not going to do anything, you know, to change this. Um, or someone who could possibly do something about it. And being that I saw yeah. all of the establishment getting so angry and all the rhetoric building against Donald Trump, that was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who's like, hmm. That's interesting. I, 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 look at a, I look at a news story and I wonder, well, why did that really happen? Is that really are we, are we being told exactly what happened? You know, uh, is, yeah. is, is, is Mylon May is he really just a guy who's uh, you know was a terrorist or had psychiatric problems and just went in what he did or is some of these other situations? So like, I, I really like to dig in a little bit beyond the surface, mm-hmm. and I, I found it really intriguing that the entire establishment media. You know, was slandering the, sh- the crap out of Donald Trump, and everyone was up in arms. Hollywood's up in arms. And I'm like, yeah. something, something isn't right here. Something hmm. feels that there's something fishy. That, you know, when, when, I, I am not a sheep. When everyone, when everyone goes one direction, I'm like, hold up. Hmm. Why are you guys? Why are you guys going that way? Uh, I, I, need, I need an explanation. And the more I looked into it, I was like, you know, this guy. There's a reason why they don't want him in office. And it's mm-hmm. not for the reasons you're being told. You know, he's mm-hmm. the first pro-gay marriage president in history. People don't realize that. Who? Obama? You, Obama. No, what? Trump. Trump. Mm-hmm. Actually, Obama was anti-gay marriage up until he was He forced. legalized it, though. He legalized it. I up mean, until he, he was against it yeah. up until he was for it. He ran, he ran both times mm-hmm. against it. Hillary, up in 2013, was 
anti-gay marriage. That's right. Don- Donald mm-hmm. Trump is the first pro-gay marriage president, uh, a candidate and president mm-hmm. that, that, that mm-hmm. we've had. It, you know, well, but, you, but, but, you, but you wouldn't know that from the rhetoric coming no, you sure out wouldn't. of the media. Um, this is news so, to me. Really. Sean? So, yep. I have a question for you about what you are talking about, Trump. Do you think that he's a distraction and what's really going on is behind the scenes, the deregulation, the, the like, for instance, uh, Tillerson and Sessions and all that with those people? Bannon. All right. So, you know, I'm not an insider. And I don't get to see what goes on in the Oval Office. I don't get to see what goes on behind the White House. But, you know, we have, we're dealing with all the players in our society in politics. You know, they, they, they all have, they all gain their status somehow. Uh, most of them, you know, it may have been, you know, through their hard work, a lot, a lot of their, their power and prestige was granted to them. Uh, if you read Doug Valentine's book, uh, CIA is Organized Crime, and you listen to George Webb, you understand that the CIA has a big part uh, in, in, in being uh, and, and contributing to this deep state that we have. So we have all these guys. We have Tillerson. Um, we have Priebus. Uh, we have Flynn. Right. And when, so sometimes you have guys that play ball but they play ball because they know that they have to. All right. Let me let me, let me put that in perspective. As a TI today, I'm trying to find a job. Right. I'm, I'm currently employed, but my contract runs out in July for the university. If I were to get a job for the army as a science vet, or or some company that required me uh, to have secret clearance, top secret clearance, I currently don't have, I would go in that job. And I would respect that clearance, and I wouldn't go fishing, and I wouldn't go searching, because it is my duty to protect that information. As uh, on the other side, as a TI currently, I can do open searches and try to piece things together, and I will report that and share that, because it is not my duty to detect that information. Now, on. I am willing to play ball. I'm willing to play by the system rules, granted that I have employment and I sit and I continue to advance. And a lot of the guys that Trump is choosing, that has chosen, they're up for uh, nomination uh, to these cabinet positions, I believe are people, to the, not all of them, are people that know how to play ball but also know what's up. They also know that the system's rigged and they also don't like it. And they, they, they've tried... These people were people who have who have thought to themselves, well, I'll change the system from I'll change the system from the inside, and that's really really hard to do. It, it is. So with Tillerson, um, you know what? Tillerson's not a quiet man. You know, he, he's the man who you know started went to the, the ranks of Exxon and uh, very very intelligent, has the experience. Um, you know, as, as a secret, as a secretary of state, he has, he knows who the people are to contact. He, Exxon Mobil acts as his own country. In fact, I believe it, it, it's high, it's GDP is higher than most countries. Like, you know, there's like the, the United States and a couple other countries, and there's Exxon Mobil. 
right? They operate as a country as a country with its own rules. We don't care. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you guys, I'm gonna have to please stop the noise. Just start, just push star eight if you're gonna be wandering around doing dishes or whatever you're doing. Please do that, okay? Just do it. You so, know. Go ahead. So, so Tillerson, I mean, he is essentially the president or was the president of his own country. So if you want to talk about someone with experience um, who knows how to get things done and manipulate things, no rules apply to him. In fact, the only rules that have stuck to him were the stupid Russia sanctions. You know, ExxonMobil bought $500 million worth of drilling rights in Russia, and they can't, and they can't still, as of today, touch one bit of it because of the U.S. sanctions. ExxonMobil has the ability to, like, double in size, you know, if these sanctions were lifted. And you better believe Tillerson is going there and do right by his company, his former company, and and try to get these sanctions lifted so, you know, ExxonMobil can, you know, make right on all this money they've invested. Um, but anyway, I think he's a person that can get it done. Now, as far as the other people, Bannon, for instance, Bannon's an interesting character, you know, Having Bannon in there is the equivalent of, hand, of having a a drudge, a Matt Drudge, and Alex Jones, um, the uh, 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 Nigel Farage. Um, you know, he there. Bannon is the type of person that makes no apologies for his anti-establishment position. He's anti-globalist, and he would not succeed within the ranks of government because. You know they would try to expel them. because clearly he's anti what they're trying to do, the agenda they're trying to push. However, you know, working as, as you know, sort of this 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 uh, journalist and uh, media company uh, exec owner uh, founder, even um, he didn't have to go ahead and follow those rules. But you know he's been privy to all this information, just like the Alex Joneses, just like the, uh, the Nigel Farages and so forth, uh, the Matt Drudges, and he understands what's going on. Right, but did did you understand what I meant? I meant that Trump and his antics are a distraction, not only for the people of the United States, the media, everybody launches onto this, but the real work that he's doing is behind the scenes with these very powerful men. I don't agree with Tillerson and the oil uh, and the definition of real power is to make your own rules that's the real definition of power but but as far as um, what Trump is doing Trump is the clown out front hey he's just saying to everybody look at me I got white face on I'm the fool pay attention to me and forget what's going on as far as deregulation or um, because a lot of people object to what he's doing. I, I don't believe it at all. So so Trump is a man with a very simple vocabulary, but there's a lot more to him. There's layers and layers and layers. Extremely intelligent man. Whether you can, he uses again very simple language, he, he doesn't. He, he's not. He doesn't care. He, he's 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 your average man, but he's been yeah. Your look at man. Bush. Bush used simple language too, and yeah, look what he, he did. He created Trump, Trump, a war Trump. that wasn't necessary. I, I promise you that Trump Trump is no Bush. 
I've totally different people. Now, now here's what I mean. You know, you say he's a distraction. Yes, but he's a very clever distraction. At the same time, you have to give him I didn't say he wasn't clever. Did not say he wasn't clever. I'm saying that he's doing this on purpose to 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 focus everybody on his foolishness so that we're not paying attention to the real work being done behind the scenes. And, okay, so so well, okay. I think I understand I, I think where we're going with that. And let me just say that if 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 he were if he were trying to do harm to us, to the people, he wouldn't be admitting half the stuff that he that he has admitted. Uh in terms of what fast uh, people in position to have done. He came out yesterday in that press conference that you know was an hour and, and a half, where he berated the media and just was himself and you know, sidelined uh, Sean Spicer. And he told the public that uh, about the Iran deal, uh, where where we essentially Hillary Clinton signed off on this. We gave 20% of the uranium in the United States to Russia. Just gave it to them, mm. and Hillary Clinton signed off on this as Secretary of State. Russia turned around and flipped the Iranian, uh, the uranium to Iran. The secret Iran deal involved them sort of lame, you know, backing off. But in, in order for them to back off, they got twenty percent of the U.S.'s uranium. Okay, that's a, that's well, that Sean. That's one of the stories. There's another story out there which she didn't have the capacity to veto or approve that plan. It was an eight-person group that did that, and it was not all Hillary Clinton. Okay, but while we're but, well, I'm, I'm going to back us up for a minute because I want this conversation to go on hold for one second because I want to note the fact that okay, I just realized who Matthew Aaron is. He's the gentleman that was talking on on Ella's show the other night. Am I correct? Yes, he's been on for a couple hours. He's, he, yes. he might be. He might want to lay low. Um, okay, he, I just wanted to. Oh, well, he's okay. Well, I already did that. I want him to know. I want him. I'd like to talk to him. I just want to give him my phone number. Could you do that for me, Sean? Uh, at some point. Yeah, I don't have your phone number, but I, may, I think you have my email. You can probably just email me your number and I'll send it to him. It's two hundred. How can we get in touch with you, Sean? Uh, so uh, my email is statecollegejustice at, at hush.com, statecollegejustice at hush. Okay, let me just give my phone number now, okay? Uh, you have yeah. something to write with? Bless your heart. Grab a pen. Let me, uh, okay. Okay, hey, well, Linda, can I, Linda? Linda, can Excuse I just me. give it to Sean? I know, I just want to know. I don't want no, you to give your number no. out. I okay. do, all the time. Okay. Thank you. All right. Just a second. Okay. It's 209-728-8398. I'm really anxious. I agreed with so much of what he said that I really would like to talk to him. I'd like to um, see what we could collaborate on. I just think he's re- had a lot of very important things to say, and he's pretty low-key. And that was what I was so impressed with. I mean, his low key is just, you know. So he want, he wants to come out and do activism. He wants to be part of the community, um, yeah. but uh, he's not going to be able to uh, do so for about another week and a half to two weeks. Okay, that's uh, fine. I, I just oh. I would just yeah, very much def- like to hear from him. 
Because I'm pretty low-key, too. Trust and trust, yeah. He definitely wants to, I mean, he, I mean he's listening yeah. for a reason because he's, he's trying to, um, yeah, I think, I believe he's trying to prep himself uh, for, for being yeah. oh, more, yeah. vo- more vocal. And uh, he, he's fantastic. I mean, his interview was, was, oh, was it's really wonderful. great. Yeah. He had so much good, so it was so helpful. What he had to say was so helpful. And, um, you know, and I, I, I like his approach very much. And I, you know, I just think he's one of the more level-headed people that we have, you know, that we've heard from so far. And that's so nice to hear. You he's know? a fantastic writer, too. Um, yeah. Which, which is, is be a huge asset for us. Great. Bless his heart. Well, I would very much. I just thank like you to... for your uh, email. I appreciate it. And my name is Barbara Gillette. I go by memoir. I just thought I'd introduce myself so when I send you an email that you'll relate. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, memoir. Okay. Thanks, memoir. What is your last name, Sean? What is your last name? Uh... Do you give it? <laughs> So I, I go by just Sean Andrews. Um, Andrews, but, uh, okay. It's my first and middle name. Okay, that was probably a good thank idea. you. I just blurted right out with my real first and real last name. I'm not so sure I should have done that, but you know, what you're saying is wise, or what you what you did was wise. Um, you know, thank you for your information about uh, Trump. I see him a little differently now. The fact that he voted. That he's for gay marriage. Well, God bless him, and I didn't know he was that open-minded. And um, that I think. I mean, I mean, I'm not gay, so I don't really, you know, I don't. I mean, it's not. It doesn't affect me personally, but it sure is good to hear that he's that open-minded and that he has an actual heart. I'm not, you know. The other thing to remember is that he's, you know, he's 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 a New Yorker. He's been in New York City for, you know, almost a, a big chunk of his life. He, he's not like a, you know, he's not like a. An, I, I don't want to say this, but like an ignorant Southerner, uh, you know, in that mm-hmm. stereotyping. I know, but like he's 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 in the multi. He's been living in a multicultural society, mm-hmm. and you know, he he has all types of walks of life that are friends and acquaintances, and mm-hmm. you know, he's done things that even like he he's like let a like this came out before um, he didn't, he doesn't really let out his charity, he doesn't really advertise it, but it it got out that uh, apparently um, there was this homeless black lady on the street that he met, and like she just started talking to him, and he was really impressed and. He was like, well, how about I give you a place to stay? And he he let her live for like three or four years in Trump Tower, all meals paid, uh, you know, rent free while she got back on her feet. Uh, mm-hmm. And like this is before, you know, before this last campaign, like she, she was living in this hotel for years, like yeah. some person who was originally homeless. And like he does things like, like this, that um, it's charity. He doesn't really advertise. He, 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 he loves people. Uh, I think there was a report today it came out, which I was really amused by. So he works like, like 18 hour days, ridiculous uh, amounts mm-hmm. of hours. Uh, but apparently they, they've taken away his phone from him uh, <laughs> because he's dangerous with Twitter, apparently, and they're worried about mm-hmm. national security and so forth. But apparently uh, there's reports now that he sits at the White House switchboard like, like at 2 in the morning just looking at the calls mm-hmm. coming in, and he'll pick up calls from people, from, from, from like area codes. That, you know, <laughs> he, wants to, he picks up his own phone? <laughs> the, the White House, the, the main White House number. And he'll just start talking to random people who call. And <laughs> so, on that note, 
I highly recommend if you have a pitch going, say you you shoot out a random random call to the White House at two in the morning. You got to do it late because you, you know he's doing all this stuff during the daytime. But you know, if, you, if you're a late nighter, if you're if you're on the West Coast, right? Because you know he's he's on the Eastern Coast, and yeah. you want to give a call 11 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Uh, that's that's two a.m. Eastern Coast. He might pick up the phone. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That would be interesting and fun. I guess, you know, we should um, we should all give it a shot. Why not? I I want to I want to write up like a, a so he's a, he's a he's a bullet point person. I, I actually had a I think he had an executive order <laughs> on how how things should be presented <laughs> to him. Like nothing, no 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 nothing presented to him can have more than nine bullet points. That's like that's the maximum. Good. Yeah. yeah. A whole like format of how he wants information presented to him. So like, yeah. if, if you actually were to get him the phone, it's like the opportunity of a lifetime, and yeah. you have to get your story succinct and right, and possibly asking for like an like a like an in person meeting where you can yeah. bring people with you who are you know like you know have and you bring we, we offer to bring along like Benny or Drake with you and you, know, you Linda <laughs> you and Ella can certainly coordinate that. Kate Ryan can coordinate that, and like. <laughs> I can just see it all now. <laughs> getting getting in our trucks and going on out there. Um that's really quite interesting. Um that's fun and I and I it's good to hear he wants bullet points. There's nothing if you if you present many pages of words, it is not gonna get through to that man. You know, I think you know, if you if you like highlight the the subject and then a few words under it and then another subject, a few words under it. That will get through to him, hopefully. Yeah. If you if you have like three or four sentences, like so, somebody somebody yeah. in our community sent sent a really nice letter that was, you know was well written and thorough mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of the community to him. They sent to the White House recently, and it was a great effort. I, I really I promoted it, I pitched it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's not in his format. Um, no. And no. You no. really have to shorten the message. He already knows about it. The thing is. Yeah. You know, it, there, there's so many things on his plate, and we're talking about a monumental task. You know, uh, according to George Webb, there's these 7,000 contractors that uh, are most likely doing this to us. You know, how do you cut down, you know, that much of the black budget, that much of the DOD yeah. budget? You know, there's so many things you're dealing with. I think you'll get to it eventually, uh, but you uh-huh. know, you kind of want to push that up his list. Like, hey, we're suffering, buddy. Trump, uh-huh. we voted for you. You know, like. <laughs> So, oh, so um, I didn't, you, you think Trump knows about this? You think we, that he's going to do something about it? We have a lot of indication, inside information, uh, indicating that uh, not only does he know about it, but his son does as well. You know, there's something else. Uh, Bill Binney um, uh, said he, he would not vote for Hillary. And that he, you know, that's my understanding. A lot of people that are on the in, that have been on the inside of the of the security agencies um, were not comfortable about Hillary. The people that care about us were not comfortable about Hillary being elected. I don't know. That's just what I've heard, what I've read, what I've seen, and um, and what Benny. I think Benny said that on the on Ella's call. I think I'm not sure, but um, people on the inside really didn't feel that she would be helpful to our cause. So and who tough, knows? It's always tough getting political uh, on these TI calls because you know we're, we're people from all over the all over the country, all over the world, with different mm-hmm. politics, and you know uh, for a lot of it we've been lied to. Like you know, I told you I was a Democrat, and now I have conservative views. 
I still consider myself a Democrat and liberal, but, you know, I don't like the message. I don't like the hate that I keep seeing on the left. I don't think we should go around punching, uh, uh, you know, Nazis in the throat and, and, you know, flipping cars and burning things. Like, that's just ridiculous. It's not what I stand for. I don't stand for violence, you know. I stand for a lot of How do you know that the liberals doing that? Now, come on. So could be a uh, false flag, you know, just to blame well, liberals. Well, Sean isn't. Sean isn't saying he's an expert. He's just saying what he feels. You know, he doesn't know. Well, I'm just trying to counter it. I mean, you know, okay. you don't know who's in a, one of those masks. You don't know who sent them, who paid them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all I well, know we, is, yeah, well, we all know that. What, what, what I do know is that these people are attacking people who wear Make America Great hats or people who show any sort of sign of conservatism, those are the people who are getting attacked, who are getting punched in the face, who are getting the hair burnt, who are getting beat up. So, I mean, I, I, I mean... Well, but Sean, that's happening. Sean, that's happening on both sides. There are a lot of swastikas running around, and a lot of, a lot of very angry Trump <coughs> people that love Trump that are also being pretty hostile. So, it's both sides. It's both sides. It, it's I, mean, I, don't, pretty, I don't doubt it. I'm, I'm not denying that. And yeah. this, 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 this is the trouble getting into politics and, and like why, why yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I try to avoid it, but the, you know, uh-huh. I try to present, you know, I try to present yeah. hope, and I, I think that yes. Trump gives us the best hope moving forward. Now, I now here's, here's an interesting yeah. tidbit uh, of information. So apparently, mo- like all of the intelligence agencies. For, uh, for, uh, to my best of my knowledge, based on what I've read, we're all really excited for Trump, right? That apparently many, many, like a large majority of the intelligence agencies voted for Trump. But if you look at the amount of people that voted for Trump in D.C., I think that was 4%. 4% of the people in D.C. voted for Trump. That's, that's not that's a lot. That's astronomical. That's ridiculous. That, that, that's third party low, right? Now, it's, it's interesting. Like, I, you know, and I'm not making this statement. It's not based on something that I've read, but just sort of like trying to see if I can piece things together. Now, what if, what if that's a population of corruption with inner intelligence agencies? What if these are the people who are the contractors and so forth? Well, that means that we're only battling four percent of the intelligence agencies, which is really heartening. Like that gives, that gives me hope. Um, that gives me hope that we're not battling forty percent of the intelligence agencies uh, for reform. You know, uh, unfortunately, the people who are who are um, these people are in positions of power, right? So mm-hmm. it makes things a little bit more difficult. <laughs> But uh, just the just the funny numbers game that I I came to my attention and I thought was interesting and it might have some relevancy, but who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know yet. We haven't right. seen how this is going to turn out. We can only hope. And if they do know about us, and you know that would be wonderful if they would do something, and I hope they will. But the thing I do like about Trump is he doesn't. It's like he doesn't he doesn't care about what's. Appropriate. We have. We've all seen that. Um, you know, he's he's more inclined to just say to, to do what he thinks is best. Hopefully, I mean, what he thinks is best. We hope that's best for our country. Hopefully, he thinks it's best to call this off. You know, and hopefully, he will pare back the the money that goes to those agencies. So we're. I think we're approaching. So that, um, 
his opposition is not giving up by any long, you know, by any means. You know, we're, you're essentially it's Trump versus globalization, um, as far as I can tell. Hmm. And there's yeah. been a lot of talk in the last two days, 48 hours, mm-hmm. that uh, currently it's in the works for us to have our own Arab Spring, what's going to be called the Democracy Spring. And that's being planned out for, I believe, and again, this is this is just hypothetical, um, but there are gears trying to be turned behind this. Um, they, they're trying to line it up on April 23rd when the weather warms up a little bit for there to be massive riots and um, uh, disruptions in the street and violence and so forth. And April 23rd, because it lines it up, with the French election. If you know anything about what's going on in France right now, they've let in a lot of migrants. There's a lot of chaos. There's riots. There's fires. Uh, crazy rape stories uh, coming out uh, from France. It's just it's it's becoming a hellhole. But other than that, we have Marine uh, Marine Le Pen, uh, whose stance with very very similar views to Trump. She's a populist nationalist who's like crushing it in the polls. And she has a very, very high chance of being elected. Again, she's this anti-globalist type of platform and they're doing Google is Google is changing the algorithms to like bury her. Facebook, you know, all the tech companies are trying to bury her because she's another Trump essentially in, in Europe. So uh, they're trying to line up this and again this is this is un unvetted, this is just talks that I've heard, articles that are starting to pop up where there's gonna be uh, there's there, there's a chance there's gonna be high protests and disruptions and our own little uh US spring, if you will, uh around that date of April twenty third. Okay. You know something, Sean, it it absolutely amazes me. I know two other very intelligent men. Respect them so highly. And you sound like you've got your ducks in a row, too. And you all like Trump, and I don't understand it. Not for one minute. I really don't. I'm very puzzled by this. I'm thinking to myself, these men are so intelligent, and they know so much, and they're so clever. Why would they vote for this man? Because I don't see what you see. So... I also I also go beyond. So I also don't I don't watch TV. I do my own uh, like news for news sourcing. I, I do all my known news sourcing online. I, I I don't watch TV at all because I turn on Fox or MSNBC or NPR and it's all bullshit. It's all propaganda. Um, so I don't it, I, I do all mine online too, and I just I don't know. I just don't understand it. I I I applaud you for your fortitude because I think you've got to really have good fortitude to back this man. But I really, I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, explain it to me if you can. I would appreciate that. Because I mean, it, it, it's hard to because, I mean, so, you know, you're explaining – it's hard for one person for one speech to get past 
all this smearing and propaganda that's against Trump. I, I can't do that in, in, in one elegant you know, no, way. No, tell, tell me what you see in this person that makes him so wonderful to you. I, because right now what I think about is the man that they just appointed to the EPA. I mean, this guy is anti-EPA. Environmental Protection Agency is very important to me. Well, the fact that he wasn't Hillary, that was a big thing, wasn't it? I don't so, care about Hillary. It has nothing to do with Hillary. So don't even I, bring her into this conversation. I, I, I it's think, the I, EPA I, I'm concerned about. I, I think I have a really, really basic answer for you, and this is this is honestly my position, and it's that, you know, I like I said, I've been a Democrat for many, many years, and I've, I've listened to the rhetoric and the bantering and the stagnation and, you know, all the, the pro-Obama, the anti-Obama, and nothing gets done. And meanwhile, all of our, you know, collectively they're voting against gun, you know, uh, gun rights. Collectively uh, they're solely restricting our rights. Collectively there's a bigger separation between the rich and the poor. You know, and, and all, of the, all of our congressmen, they're all voting collectively, you know, passing these things. And it seems like there's no difference between right and left. But then comes a man... Who, 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 who's running for office has a good chance and actually makes it and I see all the anger and all the hate and all the vitriol and these are from the people who did nothing for us for Republican or Democrat I, I am worse off today than I was you know eight years ago I'm worse off today than I was 12 years ago the only thing I have going for me is my education I'm still I'm, I'm over $100,000 in debt and um, as a TI, well, my situation is a little different because I'm, I'm a TI, you're a TI, we're all TIs, we're all on a different boat. But think about the Constitution, how it's been shredded, right? Mm-hmm. Search and seizure, mm-hmm. our First Amendment. Mm-hmm. You can't say something. It, it, it's all social engineering. I can't say something today without offending someone. Like, that shouldn't be the case. I should be able to, you know, say something within reason as long as I'm not going into a theater and yelling fire that you know, I should be able to say whatever I want and not be, you know, berated for it because we have free speech. And I've seen all those things go out the window. But again, going back, I see all the people who I trusted to represent me, you know, both sides, my interests, who have done nothing or have done things to make things worse for me and my country. And they that's all get a, mad. That's and they, a federal mandate. That's a federal mandate. This program is a federal mandate. It's covert. I'm just, I'm, I'm not related to the TI Club, not related to the TI community. What I see in Trump is someone who the opposition, the people who said they represented me, who they hate. And that excites me. That excites me because that means that this guy is different. There's something about this guy that the people who did nothing for me don't like, and they don't like him for a reason. I think and, he's a loose cannon, and that what that's what terrifies me. I think he's a total loose cannon. I think yep. Bush was too, that's but he's worse than Bush. Propaganda wants you to think. No, it isn't. I'm it's sorry. Not a loose someone, cannon. someone who points who appoints an anti-EPA person to so, control the EPA. Is a loose cannon in my someone who appoints someone. Wait a minute. Someone who appoints Sessions 
who's a Ku Klux Klan person, and the only reason he doesn't like them is because they smoke pot. And I've followed Sessions for a long, long time. He's our new attorney general. So Sessions prosecuted the KKK, and he also was celebrated for his... um, Didn't he have a a memorial uh, for the Martin Luther King family a few years ago that all, like, even, like, Democrats were, like, celebrating him for? Well, that's a one-off, I'll tell you, because I've been following his career for a long time, and he's a white supremacist all the way. He's uh, he's um, Christian evangelical, wants to push his religion on the majority of the people. Uh, Pence is also, he wants it to be a Christian nation. Um, I'm an atheist, so I see this as dangerous to me, you know? They hate people like me. They see me as an enemy. So, you know, I don't look at Trump, per se. I look at the people he's appointed and what what their history is. And that's where I see where this regime is going. I wish you luck. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But like I said, I I don't see that at all, and it terrifies me. Do you know? Do you know that he has put the coal miners back to work? Yeah, so, and that's shits because it's going to spew more shit into the air. Is your EPA you know, cleaning up clean. that control? They have the way coal they process clean. the way they process the coal is clean. Now, in this country, the way they process the coal is clean. And how in China, why do you think they put that guy in front of it, in charge of the EPA? So, so here, I have an answer for that, and I have, a, I, have a, I, have a, I have a breakdown of the debate here. So the debate so the, with the current administration, uh, Obama administration, what they what they sought out to do was to shut down industries, to shut down to shut down coal specifically, to uh, reduce oil and so forth, because it was perceived as being dirty, but it was more so for geopolitical reasons. It was more so to reduce the number of oil suppliers so a few or have more controlled oil. So the EPA went after the industry. They stopped doing what their original mandate was, which was to uh, monitor the land, monitor the water. Right? They just they stopped they stopped doing that. Now Trump Trump's plan, Trump's agenda it, uh, now is to stop attacking the industry, instead fix the industry so it, Deregulate so, it. So Say it the works, right word. Deregulate no. it. So it works in a way so we can maintain, so the EPA can focus back on monitoring the water, on monitoring the land, right, while mandating that they use proper technologies to keep the water in the land that way. Mm-hmm. So the, it's shifting the focus away from this geo-economic political struggle back to, like, this is what the EPA was originally meant to do, is to monitor the land and water, not to control industry. Those, that's your right. that's interesting. So regulations interesting. for safety, so regulations for safety and um, the, the environment is, is um, what? So the EPA, their, their mandate, they were built to monitor air, land, and water. 
That's it. They, you know, they can levy sanctions and fines against that. Their job isn't to go after industries and shut them down. And that's what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, but oil, coal are not only industries, but they're polluting industries, big-time polluting industries. Absolutely. But at the same time, there are means to make these technologies. We, we, we are in a... I mean, Admittedly, you know, people on these calls, they come on here and they say that, you know, the military is, you know, 30, 40, 50 years advanced. We have the technologies to produce clean energy. They're just not being used. So, I mean, we have to, you know, clean coal, the way it's described now, it's bullshit. I'll tell you that right now. But there are ways to make a coal plant that's clean, that can produce electricity, right? Those technologies do exist. Um, but... Back in the past, you know, in previous administrations, the agenda wasn't to uh, have clean coal or you know be environmental. The agenda was strictly to reduce the number of energy suppliers in fewer hands for more control over the world. It's always been an argument about energy. It's why we went into Iraq and Afghanistan when the Saudi Arabians had the biggest impact on our 9/11. Right, it's always been a struggle for energy. It's always about energy. So EPA, under the Trump administration, the best of my understanding is going to get back to its roots, wondering water, land, and air. Mm-hmm. Which is why I worked for them so long ago. I didn't work for them. I worked for the Sierra Club, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch with a ten-foot pole. Now they're into things like immigration and other <laughs> other issues that have have nothing to do with their basic. They're basic John Muir, you know, ideals. Uh, Sean, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, in terms of Europe, what's happening over there in terms of uh, the uh, global agenda? I see things happening in England, and then you're talking about France. Are there any other nations maybe that would be moving against that? So, uh, so I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm not I'm not in Europe, um, <laughs> but uh, I do, I do uh, I do monitor uh, news regularly, as I'm sure you can tell. I can assess by it and politics. Um, I'm not extremely well versed uh, in Europe. What I do understand is that they are the U.S. in five to ten years, meaning that um, oh. you know they they don't have freedom of speech and. and in, in Europe, um, and they've gone ahead and they've lent all these migrants in, and they've broken down cultural uh, mm. barriers, and everyone's sort of like this this united mind meld. And right now, the people have revolted. The people have said, "All right, we've letting we've let in all of these all of these migrants, and you know we have all these ghettos, and we have all these slums, and they're destroying our culture, and we can't speak out, and we're being divided." And the people are revolting around these new like globalist policies, and that's why people like Marine Le Pen are are getting all the support in the polls, and, and the globalists are freaking out. People, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, that they are New World Order, they are freaking out because they realize that the people are trying to wake up. So Europe is in, Europe right now, to the best of my knowledge, is in the toilet, but the people are waking up. People are waking up like we are right now. Like the people in the U.S. are just becoming more politically involved. This is, these are fantastic times. Like, um, you know, it's it's great that people are getting news from alternative media sources. It's great that the CNN, Fox, MSNBC, NPR don't have front row seats in the White House. It's great that they now open it up to like smaller independent investigative journalists, bloggers, and so forth, because 
now, you know, it's great that, that Trump gives you the message directly through Twitter, through Twitter that's not filtered. Like, these are the things that we need for more transparency. You know, when you, when you spread the power among more people, uh, the truth comes out. And as far as Europe, you know, again, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm not that well-versed, but Marine Le Pen is Trump is the female Trump, and, and she has a huge support, and uh, they're trying to break away and uh, come back with their own currency, bring back the, the franc, and get away from the euro, because when they have this united currency, that's, that's control, that, that's a weapon, right? Yes. So France is trying to pull out of that right now and try to go back to their own. They're all trying to, you know, we have Brexit, and we have the parliament saying, even though we, even though the people voted for this refer, refer, referendum, you know, to pull out of the EU, um, the Parliament is now saying, "Oh, the people don't can't make that decision. It's not up to them. Parliament has to vote on that." Well, yeah. you know, how, doesn't Parliament represent the people? I mean, isn't that the way that it works? But you know, you see that you see the kind of, you see the differences here because now you see who it is exactly that, that the parliament represents, right? The parliament doesn't represent the people. The Congress doesn't represent the people for the most part uh, in, in the U.S. You know, they represent special interests. They represent globalists. They, you know, the, the industries and so forth. So the same thing that you know that's happening here is happening in Europe. They're a little bit more accelerated on the time scale, but you know, we're not that far behind. I'll tell you what makes me excited to hear you say that, because for 10, maybe 20 years, I've been hearing that the U.S. is going away of Europe, you know, that we're headed in that direction, and I keep hearing these horrible things about what's happening from people, you know. So when you say that people are rising up over there, I'm very excited to hear that. I think that's wonderful. Hopefully. It surprised me that we were the ones who, like you say, this this woman over there is actually Trump. So it surprises me that the American people did it first. Maybe they're paying more attention than I thought they were. It's, it's intriguing. Yeah, so I think uh, Marie Le Pen came uh, to the um, uh, the Trump Tower in New York uh, before Trump was inaugurated, uh, mm-hmm. and they met, and um yeah, there were some parallels being drawn uh, between her campaign and his campaign, but it was really friendly and they, they chatted. But, uh, I mean, I don't know if that was a political center or not, but um, people are really, afraid. like, you know, when you have Facebook and Google and, uh, you know, the, the technocrats jumping behind and trying to suppress Marine Le Pen and bad-mouthing her and changing search results on websites and so forth, like, you know, there's a reason why they don't want her in office. Um, uh-huh. and, and, and it's for the same reason that we're seeing it now with Trump. You know, they're trying to suppress this people's movement. Um, and, um, yeah, she, she, is, she is Trump. I mean, in my, in my, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> Interesting. Just a minute, you guys. I won't. Oh, oh. Oh. Just a minute. Um, Okay, okay. Um, Mike, okay. I think Mike, Mike, are you still on the call? Um, he has like to give us a message about a couple of people that are quite ill and could use our mm-hmm. our caring and our our love. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm just asking him right now on Facebook to come on. 
We need to support each other, boy. You guys, my call, too, will end in about a half hour, and there is usually a late-night call. Ken has it. Um, I'm on your call about. Can I say thank you to you and to Sean? Thank you both very much. It was sure. a very good conversation. Excellent. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Nice words. Absolutely. Thank you, Sean, for for sharing so much. You share a lot, and it's appreciated. You know, yeah, politics is always a really tricky one because I know well, people people listen to me and they're like, "He's a Trump supporter." You know, like I, you know, I can't get behind him. I, you know, whatever he says is, is can't be right. But yeah, I really oh, try to stay it. as far in the middle <laughs> as I can. I, you know, I try to stay. You know. Uh, in the middle as, uh-huh. as I possibly can. At the same time, like I, I believe what I believe, and like I, I'm, you know, maybe, I, you know, I was a Democrat. I, I still consider myself a Democrat, but I don't like what Democrats are doing. So like I, you know, I, uh-huh. I, I, let's have a discussion. Let's talk it out. I mean, so this was fantastic. You know, no one got overly angry. We had a nice discussion. This isn't what we see on going on, on TV. You know, we didn't punch each other, not that we could, right? But I mean this is great. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is a, this is a, yeah. exactly the way we mm-hmm. you know, Americans should be talking to Americans. Express your beliefs. I respect what you say. You know, it's it, it's likewise and this is great. This is this this is exactly the way the this country should operate. And this is not what we're seeing and this that is what bothers me. So I respect mm-hmm. I respect, you know, if you voted for Hillary, you're a Hillary supporter, I totally respect that. Um, you know, you're, you're entitled to political views, and who, who am I to say that you're wrong? Now, wait a minute. I don't understand this. Uh, every time someone says something for Trump, it's like, well, you voted for Hillary. I didn't vote for Hillary. Gary Johnson. Yes, that's um, great. Where, I didn't vote for Hillary. So I just want to make that clear. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I didn't either, but I didn't vote for Trump either. I wanted Bernie, you know. I wanted Bernie, so I froze after that. After Bernie got got kicked out of the primaries, you know, and that was really too bad. I think. Does anybody else here like Bernie? Linda, I'm you know I'm still mad at him. I'm not talking to him because of. Of him dropping out, I'm so angry at him because of that. It's terrible. Okay, did you say something? Was that you, Ella? Yeah, I was just saying. You know, I'm his biggest fan. So yeah, yeah. I just thought he was a beautiful human being. I see those pictures. You know, yeah, he cared. The marches, you know. Yeah, he did. And you go back and you see him during the civil rights movement, and he's like the white guy there. You know, I just admire him so much. Okay. Not driven okay. by money. That's always a good thing. Um, Linda, what I was going to say is I hope it's okay to tell um, people that I have a an activist on. His name is Owen Clough. He's going to be on tomorrow. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Okay, now Mike is going to come on the call, and Mike yeah. is going to talk a little bit about a couple of people who are quite ill couple of TIs that we should hopefully support with love and care and all that good stuff. And this lady, um, Mike sent her a card and um, and some little pendants, and they were lovely. And she was so touched. She came on Facebook and really very touched. Um, it was nice. Yeah. Mike, let me know when you're, when you're 
Mike, can I find you? I can't find you. I know you're not Oregon. Okay. Where are you, Mike? You know, there's oh, another there woman are. like that, Linda. I just wanted to say really quickly, there's another woman like that. I'll have the address tomorrow. I don't think the address is quite correct. There's a woman in Nevada. She's 94 years old. Um, she's oh, yeah. apparently like the oldest, one of the oldest uh, living TIs. And uh, she's smart as a whip. I got to talk to her on the phone. And I have, like I said, I have an address. I got it from Ken Rhodes. I'm just going to double check it before I give it out. So I'll give it out tomorrow. And she just okay. loves to get cards. And just um, the only thing she wants is just mm-hmm. she doesn't have any money or anything. So she wants you to send a self-addressed envelope so she can write you back. Oh, sweet. I think we can do that. I think we can, too. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Okay, I just unmuted Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Send who to send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Like Talk that. a little louder. Hello there. <clears throat> Good. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Hey, Mike. About, hi, I'm just about to... Uh, I'm actually lying down. I was just about mm-hmm. to, to get some sleep, but I, I wanted to say... Before I do that, I'm, I think that uh, there's a few TIs who are very ill, uh, seriously life-threateningly ill with cancer, and uh, and and it would be great if if we could send some letters or some messages or cards of support, and uh, uh, even uh, uh, give them a call if possible if you can get their phone numbers. Um, you know, there's two of them that and in particular I'd like people to realize. One is Carly Dutton, dealer and dog. U-T-T-O-N. She's on Facebook, and she's only 28. Uh, she's yeah. got stage four lymphoma. It was in her it was in her lungs, her brain, her intestines, uh, and she's got a young daughter, also, and uh, mm. she's at a cancer center in Virginia. And if you, um, I'll pass it on to Linda. And if anyone Thank wants the, her address or uh, anything like that, yeah. you can get it from Linda. <laughs> and, uh, Absolutely. Another, Thank you. And another person on uh, another person on Facebook also is Layla Said Gutowski. Layla Gutowski, who um, has been an activist for for some years now, and she's um, I think she's also in Virginia, but in Richmond, but she was also just diagnosed with with cancer, and mm. uh, is is kind of a fish out of water. I think the both of them are in that state, in that area, to be around that particular cancer center. And you know how hard it is uh, when you're targeted, you know, on its own to begin with when all these things are happening to you and you're trying to deal with them, but to have a major illness that that may, uh, you know, take your life at, at any time and, and uh, you know, you don't even have time to enjoy whatever is left because you're trying to get treatment to prolong your life or to, to survive it or whatever. And then you still have all this nonsense going on uh, with possibly with people in, in the hospital itself, which I have experienced in my own situation off and on. That, that's always a strange thing when you have people who are supposed to be treating you, giving you directed conversation, or other patients who are, who are next to you getting treated and they're giving you directed conversation or any number of, of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. That shows the, the depth of, of actually, sadly, it shows the depth of, of depravity. It sure does. I can't, I can't hear that person. I don't know. No, no, no. That was that was just background. No, I, I can't. I, you can see the depth of, of how the, the degree of, of obsession that people will go to 
when you when you see people at a cancer center who are also patients, they will do these things to you. I've seen them directly, personally. Uh, at least I have the the, the um, dignity and the decency and the, and the class to not video audio record them. In that situation, you know, I thought better of it because at least I'll give them some little shred of, of whatever. But next time I might not be as as kind. Uh, and uh, of course, other people that we hear about along the way, Carla Grady on Facebook, or even oh, look at how Elvira Williams, who's you know uh, in, in a um, assisted living home uh, and still targeted, she's done a lot for the community over the years. And uh, there are any number of people. We're all getting older. I hate to say it. Me too. Uh, and, and, Not uh, me. <laughs> and, you know, it's going to be a hard thing for a lot of us to end up in a place that we never thought we'd end up in and have to be dependent on yeah. strangers who may or not, may not be the most uh, uh, the most honest or the most, uh, you know, the most genuine people around, and, and we have to be dependent on them for care. Yeah. It's said that we don't have our own little enclave or our own little group of people that could care for, for one another for when this happens mm-hmm. to some of us. Uh, so try yeah. to keep these people in mind. You know, it, it doesn't take much to send someone a personal message or a little note card. You know, go and get a pack of cards from the dollar store or whatever. We all know how to do that. Yeah. It doesn't take yeah. that much. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and and I know that if it happened to any one of us, we'd really appreciate it. It, it really makes yeah. a difference when people go do that. And you actually have, it's like a physical, it's almost like a charm or a touchstone when you have stuff from people that have gone out and sent you things to try to, yeah. To bridge the gap and, and say, you know, look, we're, we're, you're still part of us. You'll always still be part of, of what's going to happen. Or, uh, and we still care. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. They will be part of the successes and part of what, you know, when we finally get rid of this. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I try to inc- tell them, you know, stay here as long as possible. Stick around because it will happen yeah. sooner than you think. But yeah. that's what I wanted to say. And if anybody else can come up with any other names or Anything like that. We we may even try to get a little group together that that kind of hunts around for people that are from the community that that need a couple of cards here and there or just some calls. I imagine we do that enough on our own one to one or in our own little area. But um, you know we're we're just as susceptible or more to a lot of these illnesses, <clears throat> and uh, mm-hmm. it's a hard road as it is. And that's an even tougher road that most of us can't uh, imagine. So I, I think they'd appreciate it yeah. if you would let them know that you're you're thinking of them and sending them your strength. Thanks. Thank you so much. And I, you know, I, I when I was I was injured a few times, and when I was in the hospital the last time, it was a major injury, and um, I was I was treated so badly by the hospital staff. It was just amazing. Yeah. And I was in a Catholic hospital, um, but they were just—I know, yeah. Well, you know, somehow you think that those religious people right. are going to be better to you. Um, yes, you would. But it was just—I mean, it was amazing how in—in in, in, they weren't nice. They weren't nice at all, and, no, and um, did hurtful and, things. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's very noticeable. It's—it's it's pointed, and it's yes. intent. You know, you can—you see the intent. And that's why, too, when people, this happens to people, if there's others in the area that can maybe go and visit or, or you know, well, I, call or check up on them, whatever. Hello? Yeah. Did you say, um, 
I have an old number, I think, for Carla Grady, uh, 661 number, but I think that was a home number. Did you say she's in assisted living now? No, that's Elvira Williams. Okay. That's Elvira Williams. Okay. And, uh, and she's not even that old, you know, comparatively. She's only 66. She shouldn't, you know, that's a that's You could spend a lot of years in a place like that. Yeah. And they have to be dependent on, on whomever. I think I think the idea of going to visit them is a really good one because that way the hospital staff will know that they're not alone. You right. know that there are other people that are watching. They care. They're listening. Even, they, you know, I think that's a really even, good idea. Thing. The, yeah, and even the people that are that you know, it it sounds kind of um, it sounds kind of corny or or whatever dumb. Or even the people that that are in psych units that get committed because if they're trying to find out what's wrong with them or they try to they think that by going to the proper agencies that they will get help. Well we all know that's not gonna do it. No. But, yeah. but some people are headstrong and they, they are they mm-hmm. don't know how the system goes and so they go off to the authorities or the what is it called, the FBI mm-hmm. or the local you know, whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden they end up in a place where you you know, the door's locked behind you and you can't leave. And yeah. so uh, even if you hear about people like that, or it's someone that you you might know vaguely, or through a friend of a friend that that's happened to, and you know that they're been in the targeted uh, postings for a while, you know, consider giving them a call or sending them a, a, a message or whatever, because their story may sound really crazy or they may sound really messed up. But a lot of times, think of how we sounded to others uh, in the beginning or along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Different things happen to different yeah. people. I know that that a lot of times I I lose sometimes lose a little patience here and there because I forget how intense it can be and how how traumatizing it can be at first. And you just think that you, you know you lash out and try to find answers anyway. Get them yeah. from the traditional routes of uh, assistance. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, but if you get sick next time, we'll social media will have to come and stay with you. And what? Can't hear you. You're, you're fading. I think your your phone is cutting down on your mic. There we go. You're cutting out again. Oh my! <laughs> We're just hearing you a little bit, a little bit. Boy, are they ha- somebody's hacking you? Yeah, there's too much echo. Over there. Yeah. Can you hear me? Kind of be going on that a lot. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, somebody's me- somebody's messing with your phone. I think. Thank you very much. And, yes, please, you guys, uh, Mike will have the information. Mike will, will give the information to me, and I will get it to I'll you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And um, if they want, we we can give it out on the call next week, whatever whatever you'd like to do, Mike. Um, but we'll get the information out, okay? Um, maybe we should post it in, in some TI groups on Facebook. Do you think that would help? I don't know. Yeah. I'll try to po- keep posting it. And, Good. Um, 
I'll try to get them on the call, but they're because of the uh, the treatment. Uh, they, you know, even she couldn't even speak. Mm-hmm. So you know, you get so messed up, you get sores in your mouth, or you're very weak, and it's just too. You can't. You don't have the stamina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Well, yeah. That uh, Carly's got to be very weak. I mean, she's got cancer throughout her body. Yeah. I hope that I clear it. You know, she went. She went in for months to to see what was going on. If she had any any um, you know, cancer, and they didn't catch and they didn't it and they said until no. it was spread. Until it was spread right. throughout. Yeah. Yeah. So, with all that technology, I know. Bless her heart. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Thank we'll, we'll you very much. Okay, Have a safe night. Good night. You too. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, you guys. You know, Mike is also the one that is um, trying to get a, a um, uh, what's the term of this, um, audio spotlight, which would be very helpful for, for the gathering that, um, that that Frank was talking about because it's nothing like demonstrating what V2K would be, you know, to a group of politicians. That would work. That would be helpful. would really push our situation. And if we could find Trump, we could demonstrate it on him. What the heck? So, so Linda, on this uh, audio spotlight thing, I, I was talking with uh, with Ella some time ago, and you know we have a couple people in the community trying to raise money and trying to pick up these things to approve V2K. But at the uh-huh. same time, like th- this is something that's documented on the web. It's a product, and I was wondering if like possibly someone could go ahead and contact the company, ask for like a brochure of a product. If we can get like a hundred or a thousand of these and distribute them to TIs, like you know, they can walk around with the proof with the proof in their pocket of like, here's a product. Yeah. Go check out a go check out a video on YouTube. Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. This is possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yes, if you could on the on a, on a on a handout, if you could have the um the, the address, you know, the link to the to a YouTube that discusses this. Um, you know, well, considerably, sure. that would be helpful. Yeah, I'm sure the company has brochures, right? I mean, they they a little, oh, little sure. pamphlet or something. I mean, oh, well, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure we, if you can tell them, like, if we can, someone can go up to them and be like, "Hey, I'm an electronic distributor. You know, I deal in, um, I don't know, uh, a, a police force equipment or something. You know, I want to try mm-hmm. to pitch your pitch your your gear. Can you send me a hundred pamphlets? Uh, oh, <laughs> is this John? Yeah, <laughs> you're so funny. You you've got your ways, don't you? <laughs> uh, you, no, you, you have <laughs> to. Yeah, I know. You just make me laugh. That's all. That's good. I know. I think that's a good idea. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure they would. I, and I'm, Mike's been I'm, actually Mike's been talking to them, so he wants to have them. He wants them to to give us one, you know, as advertisement. That would be good. Yeah, we have to craft the message carefully because I'm sure they can get gotten to. Uh, but uh, you know, if, we're, if, he, if he crafts the message carefully, I'm sure that uh, they might agree to that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea, and I think you should be the one to to craft it because I think you're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to be as honest, as honest as I possibly can, but you know. But you're also I'm, creative. You're creative. That's good. <laughs> you know. I mean, you're creative. You you work around things, and so that you know. I mean, it's not like we're going to hurt them or anything. We just want brochures. That's know? right. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing anything bad. 
We're trying to do something good. No, I think that works beautifully. <laughs> you are creative. I think that's great. <laughs> you know, we need creative ways to get around this stuff. It's not simple stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, there's there, there's what I really want to do, and then there's like you know what what I'm limited to do. Unfortunately, I, I can't punch a perp in the face. But uh, <laughs> no, well, you could. But, you know, it might not get oh. very far. They might um, <laughs> they might say bad things. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what they they kind of want us to do that. And in fact, I've been I've been induced to go off on a few people, and I did, and it didn't it didn't um. Well, it wasn't a big problem, but it didn't turn out so well. You know, when you yell at somebody, get away from me and stay away from me, um, in an AA meeting, <laughs> it just doesn't go that well for you, you know? I've, I've, run, I've run them over before. I, mean, I, should, I, 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 I shouldn't be admitting that. <laughs> did, you but, say, did you say you were sorry? <laughs> uh, these, these calls are recorded, right? Uh-huh. Sorry, um, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Let me not. Let me not go there. <laughs> we just won't give out names and, you know, addresses, you know. <laughs> but, but my my insurance policy is fantastic. Let me just tell you, it's like maximum everything. I am not worried. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Intentional running over, that's interesting. No, no, no. Plausible, <laughs> plausible deniability. It came out of it came out of nowhere. It was just standing in the middle of the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ran right into you. It's just like like a deer, like out of nowhere, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... Linda, um, can, yes. can you go into the Santa Clara legislation? Did you talk about that yet? Until Santa Clara, not yet. I'm not going to talk about it tonight. I'm still, I'm not having a great deal of success getting um, this man to call me back yet. So, but I did talk about it extensively one night, and... Um, I don't know. I, I'm so um, impressed. Oh, it is impressive. It's very impressive. Uh, Sean, do you know this? You might be, hey, you can help me get some ideas on how to get this call guy to call me back. The, this, the county of Santa Clara has um, passed an ordinance, that, and they have an absolute, I think, I think um, Memo would agree with me, a clamp on um, their electronic surveillance issues. They will not issue – anybody who uses an electronic surveillance um, a device in any capacity, including satellites, because they're talking about GPS also, they're ty- they're, they have to go through an extensive request process. They have a public hearing on every application for, one of, for any use of any sort of any sur- electronic surveillance. I think this is so good, and they're the right. only county – in the country who has done this. I, I heard know? about that recently. Um, so yeah. re- remind me again, to Santa Clara, uh, they have Silicon Valley, is that correct? I'll talk to you about it, yeah. Santa Clara Santa Clara uh, County in, in California, and um, I've been in touch, or I, I got information, I've been writing back and forth with, with the gentleman that did the legwork on all of this, and I haven't been able to get him to call me back yet. Maybe I pushed him a little too hard on a few issues. I don't know. But I would so, like him to come on, huh? So the reason for that is it's a little bit more complicated, and it's not for the reasons you might think it is that they have these uh, legislations enacted. Uh, to my, the best of my knowledge, I think they enacted that to prevent economic espionage. So Santa Clara County um, is a big yeah. technology county, right? Yeah. yeah, 
absolutely. And yes, that you know the the basic. Well, I haven't talked to him about the purpose of it yet, but I would assume that's part of it. But we also would like to know how they. I mean, it's extensive. It's wonderful. Um, and they'll be helpful. I mean, they really have gotten it. They want to know how it's funded. They want to know if it's federally funded. They want to know exactly what, who's if you're if you're sharing information with a third party. If so, what was the purpose? What was shared? You have to. You have to. The thing is, they have to do this in a public forum. All of it, and they have to accept complaints from the citizens. And what a great thing. I mean, most of us are afraid to complain because we don't know where that's going to lead. Well, in Santa Clara, they're saying, yeah, we want to hear your complaints, and they will be aired in public. So it's, you know, maybe the, maybe the intent was not exactly where we're going, but it's still they did something very effective. And I agree. I agree. Like, like the intent you're telling me about, like the one, the one that you're, that I believe that you're perceiving, is probably not the what it was intended. But I, the result is still fantastic. Exactly. Uh, my, my understanding mm-hmm. is that this was to prevent um, uh, um, espionage from you know companies. Be, yeah. Companies mm-hmm. buying against other companies, like you know, mm-hmm. you have two venture capitalists come together right. and meet on a subject. Right. You know, that's that's intel that can be leveraged against them by another venture and capitalist. Yeah, and and it is Silicon Valley, and that makes sense that it would take place there. However, um, what I wanted them to get a little bit interested in is basic security for a lot of people, and I want to present it as a possible possible political clone for them. You know, if they get that information. If everybody talks, thinks they're wonderful for doing this, it couldn't hurt, you know, couldn't hurt their political aspirations. Um, I, I I always welcome precedent, so like this is yeah, absolutely great. I agree. You don't know. We don't know. Maybe, may, you know, but still, they're against what they're not, what they want to um, n- not happen. Excuse my brain is just going on hold tonight. But what they want to do is make sure that nobody is is. You know, um, surveilling other people for for nefarious purposes, right? So whatever that nefarious purpose is, whether it's injuring people or it's it's it, you know illegal surveillance of any type, they want to know about it and they want to stop it. Um, but there's, as I say, they're obviously maybe um, because of espionage. That's fine, you know. But still, we can use what they did, how they did it. To our benefit, I hope. And, and Memoir has already sent her, her, that information to several uh, parties, and I and I think that's wonderful. And I think we could all do that too, and say, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. Let's do it. You know, this is a Linda, long. Yeah. I've been fighting hard for the past hour to even listen to this call. You see, you have to keep unmuting me because I keep getting knocked off. Um, <laughs> That's I all right. My, I keep unmuting you. I know I you. Know, yeah. This is getting a little bit childish already. <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, okay. uh, I heard Mike talking, and mm-hmm. can you just briefly tell me how is he doing? Um, he's going in for more tests. You know, okay. he's okay. Um, he's he's um, he has gone in for for one test. He did that first of this week, and then he'll be going for more pretty I soon. See. I see. Yeah. 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 He lives so close. If I only drove, that's the only problem. Yeah. I need a yeah. car. Either, well, so. I'm going to, if if things, 
I'm thinking about, you know, finding a place to put my pups and getting on an airplane. Um, I just, you know, we don't want to see him going through this alone, you know? Well, his parents live here. Yeah, yeah. They're not too far, and they're they're very much involved as well. Yeah. I'm just very fond of Mike. Yeah. um, I think his parents are either in Orchard Park or uh, West Seneca. I can't remember which, but... Um, yeah, and he's very active in his church and all, and I think he's yeah. the fellow that drives for him and all. He's he's got friends and all. It's he's not alone. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. He's just he, he's done a lot for us, and he he is he's a good level-headed man who oh, yeah. cares. Definitely you know, so. and um, so. I just think the world of him. I just and, think um, that all this was because of no shielding, and I've tried to talk with him yeah. about shielding, and he just won't do it. Yeah, yeah. We have a few people that won't shield. I don't get it, but it's up to them, you know. I I could I don't think I could in, endure the pain uh, without uh, shielding. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah, I I'm with you. Yeah. I do as much as I possibly can. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't know what how I look like. It. Everybody <laughs> kisses me about my uh, Snoopy pilot's hat. Now it's I got one that's uh, it's green and it's um, it's cloth and it's really fuzzy. So everybody says, you can't be going flying without your Snoopy's pilot hat on. And I said, no, I'm not going out today. I'll go out later tomorrow. You know, and I give them all this. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know what I got underneath this thing, see. Mm-hmm. I got another pilot's hat and another pile of other stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know what I look like. I just want to live another day, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm beginning not to be able to care what I look like, considering what they've yeah. done to me. I'm beginning to think, well, you know, I used to be pretty great. Not anymore. And oh well. I don't really care. I really don't know. Yeah. I went out with a friend today, and I I uh, just wore a leather cowboy hat, and um, yeah, that worked cool. out okay. And we stopped sure. at a nice restaurant, and it was it was fun yeah. being out. And the weather was warm for us. It was almost up to about I don't know thirty eight or something like this, and the sun was out. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. complaining, saying now that the skies are so much bluer here. I'm 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 thinking maybe the chemtrails aren't so heavy. Really? Yeah. They're lighter? Yeah. Huh. Mine, ours were for a while, too, but they seem to have kicked back in. Now, yeah. what's with this uh, bad weather? Is that affecting you? I hear about all this 10 inches of rain and everything in California. Well, I think it's affecting Bella. I think Bella's closer to the floods than I am. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But, um, but I'm, not, I'm not in the flooding area, okay, so we're good. okay. Yeah. But we... Certainly are no longer in a, um, you know, drought. we were in this, yeah, yeah, we were in a serious drought for years, and that's over. You know? Yeah, for us too, yeah, that's good. Well, three and a half, rain, three and a half um, weeks of night and day rain and raining hard, you know, mm-hmm, will certainly mm-hmm. change things, and it did, and it has, you know. Well, that's good so, for you all, yeah. Yeah, I guess California. good produce and good uh, Exactly. Well, we provide the country with mostly, well, Florida does, and we do. We provide the country with fruits and vegetables. Well, we get mostly in our produce markets here from you is strawberries. Really? Big, beautiful, tasty strawberries. So you don't get almonds? Um, Not not per se. I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh Um, A lot of our stuff comes from Florida and Mexico and Chile, but... From California, I noticed the biggest thing is the uh, strawberries. And I'm so buying lemons by the uh, 
truckload, let's say, right now. I'm using a lemon every day, so um, I always am looking for a good deal. And I can get eight lemons now for three fifty, which is great. From us? No, I think those are coming from Florida. Yeah, they have good citrus, too, I think. Yeah. But the good thing is we'll be able to continue providing the country with fruits and vegetables. Right. And, um, you know, um, that's a good thing. Yes. Um, Okay, there's a gentleman in the on the um um that's not a good deal, I don't know. Anyway, um there's a gentleman that wants us to talk about cheap ways to to um shield. So anybody with suggestions, I I'm, I don't I I buy things from SEMF clothing and I wear it and I you know, that's it's not cheap, but it is so- good shielding. What's yeah. what's what's cheap? What's reasonable? We need to get like numbers behind this. What? What's reasonable? Yep. Well, shielding, shielding from um, from less EMF is not not reasonable. Um, so uh, let me just yeah. I, I I you know I I wanted to um, design a blanket and I have my own. I sent one to Ella, but um, on mm-hmm. Alibaba, which is the you know the Chinese uh, mm-hmm. sort of like eBay, if you will, um, right. there are companies that sell nickel copper fabric for mm-hmm. um about seven eighty uh, seven dollars and eighty cents per yard. Really? And, Boy yeah. that's really inexpensive. Right. And wow. this is what I did. This is what I did and I had plans to like build a bunch of you know, like sew together a bunch of blankets for people, but like I don't have the time yeah. for that shit. Uh however I will more than gladly tell you who exactly to buy it from because I made a blanket for Ella and she like sleeps with it every night. I have my own blanket. Yeah. I've layered my bed with this. So with shipping and everything it comes out to be like something like nine dollars a yard. Um, you know, wow. with two yards, you can make yourself a decent blanket to sleep with. Um, you know, with, wow. with, with with four yards, you can layer the bottom of your bed and make yourself a blanket. Uh, but it's good stuff, and you know, it, it even has like the the chart. It's uh, it has um, like close to ninety decibels of attenuation, which is fantastic. Like if yeah. you ground if you ground this fabric. You, know, you, yeah. you want to sew it into something so it's not just like touching you. And it does smell a little coppery, which you might find annoying, um, but you get used to it. Um, but like if you ground yeah. it, it's like super, mm-hmm. super effective. Now, if you want to get cheaper than that, um, so you can use like like baking dishes. Like I use like like cookie sheets that mm-hmm. you know like, like cheap ones that I just like bend over like my my chest. So essentially, it like. Um, uh, like like cups my chest, if you will. So a really large baking <laughs> sheet. Um, but then I I have like uh, on my on my outlet on my from the outlet to my bedroom, I have a mm-hmm. into the ground plug. I have a, a a wire, and then I have a little clamp, and I just clamp it to like the chest piece, the the right. cookie sheet that I have bent, uh, bent, and then right. like I have my sheets which are already grounded into a separate outlet, and I have a couple different clamps. <laughs> to, you know, and like I'm I'm totally grounded, right? Um, yeah, like, sounds like. You can't use light. You don't have any lamps next to you, but you got a lot of grounding, right? Bless your heart. What so, is the name so, of that company? Uh, so let me send you. I'll send you the link. So it, it, Thank it's you. A, it, it's a specific comp. It's a specific distributor through Alibaba, but they sell. That's they right. sell it. They sell it by. I think they'll do by the yard. That, that, that's the issue for a lot of these sellers. It's hard to find people who do it. You know, by the really small amount, these are meant to be bulk suppliers. But uh, my first purchase was ten yards, which came out to be uh, about a hundred, a hundred and like, hundred and ten bucks. But I mean, ten yards—that's uh, a lot. That's I not think, bad at all. 
I mean, I made I, I made a bunch of like um like 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 um shielding for my pants. I you know my my entire bed's covered. I made a blanket. I made a, a couple vests, and I also shipped yeah. uh, Ella a blanket for that. Plus, I have mm-hmm. a little bit more fabric left over. So, yeah, I, I definitely got my use out of that for sure. But if you think about the, the, the cost comparison, like yeah, the cheapest person you can find through Amazon is about $20, and that doesn't yeah, include shipping. A linear and then, foot. And it's $20. Three, they only say, they, they price it by the foot on Amazon and on Let's EMF2. And it's like seventeen dollars a linear foot, you right. know. And then, this is, this and then is, yeah, Amazon, Amazon can get up to like thirty. LSTMF is even like way up there. Actually, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure looking at like the product LSTMF sells, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they get it from the same person that I'm talking about because the fabrics look identical. Um, but you want to sew this in with a different fabric. So I went to like uh, Joanne. I don't know if you have Joanne fabrics or uh-huh. you know, your Mike, your Mike, your Michaels or whatever. And you know, yeah. I, I I like I layered this. You know, like I made it into a decent blanket, so like it's this 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 fabric is like within these two layers. That um, huh. that way it's pre- it's presentable. My, my biggest thing is I want shielding that doesn't make you look like a weirdo, right? <laughs> so yeah. I uh, so I try to like you know my girlfriend, she's not really that much of a believer that this is happening, uh-huh. but she kind of believes it. So I kind of have to make uh-huh. things blend in as best as I can. Um, but yeah, I'll send you this. Um, I, you know, for 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 about ten dollars mm-hmm. ship. But you can't be it. It just takes a wow. few days in China. In China. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's amazing. Um, how do you spell that? Is it A L I Alibaba? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna dig up my computer. I'll just I'll just uh, forward this to you. Give me like two minutes. Very and I'll, good. I'll send this to you. Bless your heart. I just want to warn you that the you guys the call is uh, going to end itself shortly, and I want to again remind you that there's a call on. Ken usually has a call after my call, and it's one four two two nine eight. Okay, I just want you guys to know that in case you want to continue the call. And I want to get that in there before this call automatically hangs up. Thank you so much for that information, um, Sean. You've been just a a a um, just a lot of information. And thank you, Northwest California. I was just going to unmute you, and you left. Darn. Um, oh, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Who's this? Arlene. Arlene, hi. Hi. Thanks for sticking around. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been a this has been a lively good call. Thank you, you guys. I really appreciate it. You know, all the all the interaction, it's good. I'm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice listening to everybody talk with their knowledge. That's yeah. very helpful. I think so. And um, I know Sean knows what he's talking about. He looks into things. He may not know what he's talking <laughs> about. I'm sure my mom will <laughs> agree with me. He may not know what he's talking about, about politics. But <laughs> and I'm just kidding you, Sean. Just kidding you. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just using you. Um, <laughs> but this is, I, I really appreciate your adding. You added a lot. <laughs> you know, very much so. So, and I see our, our other um, doctor left, and bless his heart, I didn't mean to out him, you know. 
Um, didn't mean to. <laughs> no, bless his heart. Um, I thought he had a lot of such good stuff to talk about. Really appreciated his his attitude and his you know the way he looks at things. Kyle, are you there? Kyle may be asleep, or maybe yep. muted. Hi, hon. Um, are you um, are you going to go to Ken's call? Yeah, I think I might. Uh, yeah, my I'm up. So yeah. yeah, I think I might go for a while too. Oh, you know what? Huh? I wanted to ask Kyle a question. I mm-hmm. because since this stuff started happening, I had always intended on getting a pet, a dog. But mm-hmm. because it started happening to me, I heard your comment, and I was worried, you know, if I get a dog, like, am I subjecting that dog to torture? You know what I mean? I yeah. was so bad. And and Linda has that. Linda yeah. has some too that they do attack. They don't. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they directly attack my dog, but since she uh-huh. was around, she lost her hearing because of this. And I don't think they directly attack her. Um, something holds them back from that. But she gets some of the toxins on her. She did lose her hearing because she lays mm-hmm. by me, you know, in bed through, like, all mm-hmm. this has been going on through all that. So she did lose her hearing. The things have happened to her, but I had attackers who didn't, they didn't go for her. You know, they didn't directly attack. Um, other TIs have had different experiences with that, though, where they do actually try and poison their animals, attack mm-hmm. their animals' weapons. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to tell you because, I mean, um, it's nice to have. If I didn't have her, you know, I'd be, be very, very lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. Kinda, it's kind of got to be based on, I mean, Linda, what would you say? Well, I think I I I will not get another animal after these two because I I do worry about them. Um, they have been hurt, and I that's difficult, you know. Um, had I known that they would attack, well, I did know. I mean, I, I kept thinking that they wouldn't do it anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and um, that wasn't true. They have it- continued. But it's oh, like, okay. it's, it's, I mean, I would, I mean, it, like, I, I date and I will get a girlfriend and I, I'm often worried that they'll attack her or something bad will happen to her. But we, we have to keep living, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is coming to an end where people will understand it more, will be able to protect our animals and our loved ones more. Um, and sometimes it's like we, we can't let us stop we can't let this stop us from having connections like pets yeah. and family um, because then they really win. You know, they isolate you and then you, you can't affect anything in a good way. You know, you yeah, can't have loves you and you love it back. You can't have a, mm-hmm. a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend that loves you and you love them, you know. So um, I think sometimes we just have to live life. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. I I do know that you know I I rate, I don't stay out very very long at any point in time because of because I don't want my animals hurt so I come home quickly you know oh, okay. um, I don't you know it does cut into my living my life but yeah. then again they are very important to me you know so mm-hmm. um 
and and they they you know they seem to have found a way to get around my security cameras, my security system, the whole nine yards. They're very clever. Um, you know, and just how many security systems can any one woman have? You know, after a while, it's mm-hmm. just they they find a way, and wow. it gets real old. Yeah. So, you know, but I agree with Kyle. We got to live. You know, we got to yeah. keep living. Um, because this is this is our life. We have to keep living. Um, no matter how, no matter what they try to do, you know. Um, and it's like, I mean, you don't know what that pet's life would be without you. Um, exactly. You know, you thought, I mean, it's like you, Linda, I mean, your pets love you, you love them. Right. They may have been better off. I mean, not, they would have been uh, worse off not having you in their life, even though yeah. Yeah. maybe they had a little bit of attacks and or a lot of yeah. attacks. Um, They're both rescues, you know, and I got Jack the day before he was going to be put down, and Daisy had no chance of being adopted. She's an older dog who had heartworm and arthritis, you know, and uh-huh. um, and so I thank you, Kyle, and I agree. It, it, both of them, they probably would not have made it otherwise, and that's at least a gift for them, and, and they're a gift to me, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah. Well, give me something to think about. I mean, I haven't yeah. made a decision, but, you know. Well, if you can get one that you can take with you, I like, you know, um, but like I mean like with you in your purse kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I don't like to leave my dogs in my car um, yeah. because, well, just because. Um, well, so I, would say the, I would say maybe get a bigger dog because, um, then, then they're scared of bigger dogs. Like most of the people who would target, maybe yeah. that's not right. Maybe that. Yeah. I mean, because it just seems like her. Like people don't come in and attack her. They're more the people who they would get to break in my house. They they don't break in as much because I think they're scared yeah. barking because she's a big dog, you know. But yeah. I guess that, that can go either way. Yeah, I I had a dog that grew up on the, on the streets of South Central Los Angeles, and he was so hurt by them that he became very frightened of of of, of any noise outside. He would run into the other room. It got so bad. So um, they, you know, if you care about your dogs, I don't know. It's a hard. That's a hard one. It's that's a, hard a really one. hard one. Yeah. 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 Go rescue one. You know, at least. Okay. I don't know. You know, if you rescue a dog, sometimes they're they're being rescued. They're in a pound because they've been a be- or whatever. You know, because they weren't wanted. It's hard. It's a hard call. It's a really hard okay. call. Okay. Yeah. Good well, luck thank on that one. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Well, you know, and and Mike talks about that too. That we got to keep living. You know, this is our life. We get to, we get to live it as best we can. And always hope for the hope that this will somehow um
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.